to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Happy Labor Day. Yeah, I hope you didn't do much labor today on Labor Day because it's a day to not do labor. Monday, September 7th, 2015. Thank you for listening. It is the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Race, and it is coming at you live on this Monday night. Thank you. 6 o'clock Pacific, 9 o'clock on the East right now. Looking forward to having a great show. Jake Weimer is on, Thomas Covington, Vince Freeze, and our in-studio guests, which I'll get to in a second. Besides BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, it is Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, and Fab Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Nitro Circus on board with us, NitroCircus.com. Check them out. Coming to a city near you. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to Nitro Circus tonight. And also, hey, you can listen live on the TuneIn app. You can listen live on the Pulp MX app. You can listen live just uh, going to the site on your phone, pulpamexshow.com. Check out sponsored deals while you're there to save with our partners. We would appreciate it. And uh, also, too, uh, if you're going to Amazon and making a purchase, go to pulpamex.com. There's an Amazon banner on there. Click on the Amazon banner, and uh, we'll get a little chunk of whatever you buy, and I can afford to, to keep this show going, and it would be fantastic, bro. Don't bro me. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, having a good show. Um, like I said, two Nitro Circus, two tickets to a Nitro Circus uh, event near you guys. Uh, we have the BTOsports.com Gabba Gibbs. We have the Race Tech email segment. We have the NFAB question of the day. And we have the, uh, wait, wait, what is it? The X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. I said that? Yeah, I think I said that. All right. And uh, so looking forward to having a great show with you guys sitting back, enjoying yourself, and uh, we're back after a week off. So happy to be here in studio with us tonight, all night long, helping us uh, uh, talk to the guests, uh, playing the segments, talking some moto. we got plenty to uh, to talk about, whether it's the USGP coming up, the Motocross the Nations coming up, or um, or much, much other things, is uh, making his second appearance on the show shortly after his first ever appearance. He's back. Eddie Ray. Yeah. I'm back. Here's Excited. You, here's you. Two days after you were uh, on the show before, I'm getting all these texts from numbers I don't know. People like me on the show. Well, I mean, you know, you play it off like it's such a small thing. Nobody listens, which is obviously bull. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was definitely overwhelming. The people. No, I'm, like, I'm you making know, fun of you, but I'm happy. That's yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was happy too because you know what? It, it makes you feel like wow. You know, like. You know, people enjoy. I mean, people came up and said, "Hey, man, yeah. we enjoyed your stories." Like Stuart Small looking in that mirror. People like me. Yeah, well, you um, know, I mean, I appreciate. It was really awesome. It was really, you know, people were really cool. I mean, it, it was definitely, uh, you know, it, it it was it was really. I mean, almost overwhelming by how many people. <laughs> You know, and then I and then I sit there and listen, and I sit there and go, "Dang, shit going on with those guys." Yeah, okay, Tony. Uh, Anyways, it's like, and then I'm like, "Going, wow, this many people actually listen." Like people who haven't talked, you know, you you don't ever talk to, and out of the blue, you get these weird, you know, text messages. Like, oh, that was awesome. We're a big deal, bro. 
Yeah, we're a big deal, you know. Obviously, to me. Um, it's uh, no, it's good to have you. And of course, we did the Racer X podcast too, a one-on-one podcast that you and I touched on. So yeah, good times. And uh, tonight, uh, your suggestions, Covington and Freeze, and we got them on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you wanted these are uh, these are two guys that uh, are definitely close friends of mine, and I think they're both. It's been a lot of harsh words about Vince Freeze on this show over the years. Uh, hey, I, I uh, <laughs> and you've always been there. I uh, I was definitely one of the people that at times gave harsh words, but you know, me and Vince go way back and he's an interesting person. And I think we haven't heard much from him and Hey, his results have been amazing. Absolutely. And at the same time, Thomas, I I think he's a kid who um, maybe doesn't get as much recognition as, you know, because you know, leaving America and, you know, maybe struggling a little bit in Europe, but I think he's coming around and I knew he was in Cali because, you know, we're here for, you know, we're out here for Pedro's wedding. And I was like, Man, when you said, you know, what guests do we want? Yeah. I was like, man, Thomas would be a good guy to find out what GPs are all uh, about. I've, an American uh, kid who took off over there. and I've never spoken to the kids, so I'm looking forward to having him on because I've been to Europe many, many times. I do not want to live there. God bless America and Canada. I do not want to ever live in Europe. So props to Thomas Covington for living well, in Europe. Well, it's funny you say that because I just talked to Thomas last week, and we'll talk to him about yeah. that when he's there. Just like, you know, he was a kid who, who went over there. And at first was trying to make that run back and forth, yeah. and then now being there full time. So I think it's something good to talk about. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that could be some of the reasons why it, there's such an adjusting period. That because mm-hmm. his results are getting better, you know, and yeah. he is, he's there full time. So yeah. maybe we'll find out like Americans who went there that were trying to run back and forth and they never made yeah. it because they can't handle living there. Yeah, no, it's tough, man, for sure. So welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having You're, me. You have the NFAP question of the day. You have yeah, your I responsibility. Think, yeah. So we're going to depend Second, on you. after the commercial, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, we got okay. time. We got time, but we're going to depend on you for that. Okay. Uh, Jason Thomas will be on, too, tonight. So Yeah, JT. Uh, should we tell the Jacksonville Arena Crust story? No, we should, but I think we should definitely bring up uh, the uh, Legends and Heroes race because, I mean, I Jerk think – uh, <laughs> I, I I watched him ride practice. You know what? JT still got. I mean, he looked good out there. You know, like the it really, shot, hey, it really sucks about the start and what happened, <laughs> but uh, he definitely uh, – yeah. I think we should bring that up. People, people gave him a hard time. I thought you were a little harsh on him when you read that email that the guy sent, like, you're in the way. Get well, out of the way. You're not be, a hero. You're not it, a legend. It wouldn't be the Pulp Show if we didn't, you know, try to get someone telling somebody to fuck off yeah. at some point. I know, but uh, I think no, it's it definitely something uh, that we need to uh, bring hey, up with him. You don't got to talk to me about the Legends race. The big one five was out there again. Hey, who hey. had his back more than anybody? And we know the story. You, uh, I told you. Who was I pulling for? Yeah, the whole t- way. Timmy. Yeah. I had a bet going with some guys in blue uh-huh. and I thought that Timmy was definitely going to pull it off but man it was like honestly it was like eight years ago just bad start and yeah no I, I, it was my whole mechanicing career with him wrapped up in that four oh, lap race get a bad start work your way through the pack get third I lost five dollars in an ice cream sandwich on oh, that deal I can't believe it also in studio was all show uh, he is the owner of NFAB big supporter of the pulp show the fly race and moto 60 show and a lot of things that we do Thomas Victor what's up Thomas uh I guess just had to play uh, taxi service. So yeah, that's bring, really it. So we could bring the old uh, Tyler Benfab game together. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. They needed a ride, and uh, I just happened to be out there by the is, beach. So yeah. we uh, we rode out here together and had some good talks. You know, I understand where Kiefer and like Travis mm-hmm, Preston, Preston yeah. come. Yeah, yeah, you you uh, you know you're coming to the show and you start talking about yeah. Modo and stuff. It's it's actually a good time. Time goes by pretty quick. Yeah. Um, those guys deserve a raise for making that uh, trip every week, you know, or as many times <laughs> well, as they he's do. Also, he, he's in Asperia, which is a little closer. Yeah, it might be a little closer, that's what, but an still. Hour, that's yeah. an hour and a half, probably closer. We just yeah. got more talking time. That's yeah. Hey, that's where they saw the uh, – that's where we saw the horses. We could have done a show on the way the, uh, here. Yeah, we saw the horses right. hitched up at uh, – 
in and out Burger yeah. at Hesperia. I mean, I don't know um, what they got going on out in that town, but well, you've been here a bunch before, so you know the drill. But thank you for everything no, I like you do. it. And, I, and, and I'm fab. obviously a supporter of the show and love hearing about it. And and I'm always bummed, you know, when Why? there's not so, when there's not something to listen to. Coming from the Pope Show is as a controversial as it is. What did you think of Eddie's appearance on the show? Uh, now, you know, you know Eddie, hey, you've known Eddie a long time. I've known Eddie a long time. I mean, hey, this is a guy I've spent numerous Christmases together because we both uh, have families that go time, you know, ninety. So we we spent a lot of time together, me and Eddie, traveling and uh, doing races and things. But uh, yeah, it was enlightening to me. I I learned some things. Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, it's cool. You know, he tells a good story and always has. So, but he but has. What? It's weird because I think he has this uh, radio thing that that is brings out his personality. Even like he's willing to to give more. Eddie's not one that talks about a lot of uh, right. You know, stories and, and things. And we did a whole full hour long podcast. Him and I did too because I knew we couldn't get Eddie's greatness into just a four hour show. Well, I was I was kind of disappointed that he didn't mention me any more than he did. You know, he I mean? did. Like no, yeah, no, it wasn't not enough Asshole. time. You know, it's got to be about me. Otherwise, um, um, just not. Well, happy. he didn't bring up me and Southwick's story either. Hey, yeah, honestly, honestly, that came up after you were bummed yeah. about that. Yeah, most. Most and we'll have stuff, to go over that at the end of the show. Okay. Yeah. There's right. there's probably an Eddie part two, yeah. which, which maybe you know what I mean. You know, we'll once again, later years. But once again, no one gives me credit for recognizing the talent that is Eddie Ray on a radio show. Yeah, no one says I was. You know, uh, hey, I was discounting a little bit. Good job. A little bit. I thought he'd do a good job, but he did. He did a superb job, way beyond my expectation. I thought. Um, like some of the things you can listen to and get through, and they're mm-hmm. okay at best. But Eddie's was good. I don't want to blow him up because he's right here. But I got a hey, lot. He's of loving t- the attention. I'm telling you, he's loving it. He's I, I got it. more tweets about the Racer X podcast than probably the Pulp Show, or maybe I wasn't paying attention. But the one-on-one podcast with people I've never heard of this dude. I don't know who this dude was, <laughs> but wow, what a, what a what a cool career! What a you know what a good story. You know, what brings like, me and Eddie together. Is, you know, whose phone is we that? We spent time together. Whose phone but, is that? But we. We we are riding buddies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and Eddie are riding buddies. That's yeah. really where we're. And I think everybody out there that listens to podcasts listens to because they they like to ride. Yeah. That's what you know. And so I'd like to keep this podcast and dedicate it to let's all be buddies and right. be friends and you know let's let's less controversial. Rich, know, people make up on this show. You've heard that. People you bring up Ridge Line, and then we're going to take the show a whole different direction. So Ridge Line no. sales are up. Yeah, down, yeah. We sold one level. We they're sold level. one. Okay, they're level. We gave away we'll two. Level. We sold one. That's fine. You only made three. You know what? <laughs> you only made three. <laughs> um, it's good. Also in studio with us, uh, uh, he's a longtime friend of mine. Wouldn't give me water. Binghamton '97 when he worked for Dement. And oh, by the way, Thomas Victor bringing in. Jeff Dement, number 77, extreme jersey, and a Yogi, number 11, for the studio. So thank you for that. We'll You're add welcome. it to the, uh, to the collection here. Just call me Santa Claus. I know. Uh, so in studio, uh, he's a longtime friend of mine, fellow Canadian, uh, doing things now. I've been done a lot in the industry. Alan Brown. What's up, Alan? How you doing, Steve? Thanks for coming in, bro. Yeah. Not, not, and typical Alan Brown style, not telling me. Just just getting picked up by Eddie and, and Tom. And well, Eddie was up. supposed to be handling My that, wife finds out from your wife. That you're coming up. Well, technically, I got sent here. Your your <laughs> wife had me come here to convince you to upgrade her ticket to uh, Hawaii. No, and we have to no. go. We have to go over the rules and regulations of their trip. Um, the rules and regulations are just get, have a fun time. Okay, I'm not going to be like you and hold my woman down. No, I meant what we're going to do while they're gone. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we, that's Anaheim one weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, let's go. Yeah, oh, I know. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, Alan, thank you for coming in. Of course, uh, uh, you ran Moto Triple X forever. Uh, you ran uh, um, you ran NFAB team, Yamaha team with Thomas that's... as your title sponsor. Um, so yeah, we've uh, 
You've, you've been around. You've done a lot of things. Now you're doing motors. You did the motor for MX101 up in Canada this year. Jimmy, Jimmy Dakotas, Dylan Wright. Yeah, I worked with those guys this year. They had a really, uh, really good year. I mean, Jimmy came up a little short, a second in the championship. Yeah, it was, uh, but you, it was a good time. Did you go to every round? I think you. I well, went to eight of the ten of them. Oh, okay, all yeah. right. And uh, you're a full-time GNCC racer. Uh, yeah, I've taken that up. You know, Eddie told me it was a good time, so I a mechanic. started going out there. Literally flies in, bike is ready, shows up, bike is ready, gets on the bike, does his race, goes to the airport. Hey, I told this guy, I said. Did you ever think the day would come when I would be your mechanic? How far this has come, you know? I was like, you, you work for hey, him, right? You, I, I've besides him hiring me at one time to work for another company, yeah. Being friends, taking Jessica to four WMX national championships. Jessica Patterson, yeah. Building bikes that I won Lorette two bikes. One bike that I won Loretta's on the championship. One bike that I won. Talked about, you last know. A moto on him going from a Canadian national straight to Loretta's. You know, it's like really, I yeah. took a ride here with like two of my, some of my biggest supporters. You know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. it was really cool. You know, we did a team together, but uh, yeah, he's like superstar now. Oh, he is. He is. Just that's it. So, oh, and you're leasing trucks, right? You and Joe Murphy leasing trucks back and forth. And yeah. Watson's one of your main clientele you deal with, which should probably have tons of stories right there. He's one of the most uh, interesting people to deal with, for <laughs> yes, sure. Yes, he is. He is, as we all know that. Uh, taking your phone calls, holding things down behind the fort. Uh, he's back after a week off. Gabba Gibbs, what's up, Devin Gibbs? What's up? How are you? Killing it. Of course, as always. Always. We're giving away two tickets to Nitro Circus. So Sweet. Just, giving them to me? That's awesome. No. Thanks, man. Uh, oh. Well, when they come to Vegas, I'm sure you can have some. I don't know when they're coming to Vegas. I don't know if they are coming they to are. Vegas. They oh, are. They at are at some point. Oh, cool. uh, pick a caller tonight and give, right. give them the caller. And hopefully they live near a city that, that these I guys go to. Yeah, so, there's a 15 cities or Jessica, something across North Jessica, America. Jessica, hurry up. Call in and win these things. So 702-586-7857. Jake Weimer, Thomas Covington, Vince Freeze, Eddie Ray in studio, Thomas Victor in studio, Alan Brown in studio. you got your emails, your voicemails. Uh, thanks to uh, KTMPartsExpress.com for coming on the show. KTMPartsExpress.com, use code PulpMX15 to save yourself money when you're checking out. 35 years of experience in the industry. They're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. Eddie, so many KTMs at GNCC races, it's ridiculous. They pretty much... I don't know. I think Yamaha's starting to come back, so right, a lot of blue out there. Right, a lot of blue out there. The number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. The warehouse is stocked. Uh, use the code PulpMX15 to save 15%. KTMPartsExpress.com. Thanks to uh, thanks to those guys for coming on. And uh, Jason Thomas will be on in a little bit. So, all right, let's get talking a little bit. So, it's the off-season now. We got the... Uh, Glen Helen USGP coming up. We have uh, the Motocross the Nations coming up in France. Thomas, you're going to be there. And I just saw... Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. <laughs> okay. Lame. There's some people out there that... What... Oh, no, yeah, you just yeah. outed me. Nobody told me that. So, I just, hey. You know. Wait, this is the same way I found out he wasn't coming to my wedding. Do you remember that? <laughs> the yeah. show? Yeah, I'm listening to the show, driving home, <laughs> oh, and I hear no. him. You go, hey, are you going oh, to Friday's right. wedding? That's right, you twice. He says two, no. Yeah. He says no, and I... I like had to rewind it to be like, did he just say no? Because I just talked to him a week ago. He said he was coming, and then he's like, "Yeah, Steve dropped that. At, he wasn't supposed to know, or you know." What yeah. the hell happened? Who knew? Hey, uh, one thing I saw the graphics, uh, Nfab, big part of Barsha's bike. Uh, They're stepping up. It's well, pretty, I don't know. It's where pretty much Team hey, USA and Nfab. That's what I'm going to. I'm going to give credit where credit's due, and that's really a um, JGR deal where where you know those guys are. Like a, they're like a family over there, really. I mean, it's it's different to be part of that mm-hmm. organization, and and uh, Coy's you know great person, great guys, and I think they're um, just trying to pay it back. Yeah, we're, it's it's a little bit, but 
compared to the, uh, you know, I think the scope of the race brings as far as the moto community, cool. I'm, I'm proud. You know, yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it brings a sense of pride related to the, you know, Team USA. So yeah. um, I'm more than any race of the year, I'm pumped to be a part. And I never really thought I'd get that excited about the motocross donations, but um, they're giving me some opportunity and uh, I'm oh, going to take that opportunity. All over and, yeah, yeah. Change so, the R bike. And you know, <clears throat> see you, Auto Trader. Later, yeah. later, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's <laughs> it's. A, I feel like it's an honor to be part right. of that, being able to go over there. And yeah, I'm going to go, um, so that people know. I'll I'll explain myself when I get home. But <laughs> no one listens to this show. <laughs> yeah. No one listens to this show. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, one of the things I think the Disney nations, uh, Eddie. I'll touch with you. So you know, Martin Webb Barsha. I, I've written this. I've said it. It's going to go really well or not very good at all. Like I. I could see them winning. I really could. France is a heavy favorite, but I could see USA winning. Uh, Belgium's hurt a little bit. Uh, Team Great Britain will be strong. France will be strong. But, or I could see Cooper Webb wadding up. Justin maybe wadding up. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean. I think it can go either way. I, I'm excited. I, I, I always hear, I keep hearing how, oh, France is the favorite. We're in France. You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, I look no, at France it. France is the favorite. Okay, but Why? Why? Because it's in France? Because they have uh, world champion uh, Roman Fabre, Romain Fabre. Okay. Uh, Marvin Muskin, who barely lost to Jeremy Martin this year. Goche, but he lost. Goche Paulin, who's won, I think, four individual motos at the Motocross of Nations, always steps up. Okay. And it's in France. Now, here, here's the way I look at it. Alan. Hold on. Time out. Let me get it. Come on. Hey. Just side with him. Just tell me. Okay. Okay. Now you got to look at like this. Canadians, what do you know about anything? Hey, now you got to look at like this. We're not even sending a team. We got Jeremy Martin. <laughs> we got Jeremy Martin. Yep. Who beat Marvin in the championship? So there's one. Then we got. He beat him. He was hold two, on, two hold points on. up after 22 motos. Doesn't matter. He won. Okay. Okay. Then we have Justin Barsha, who won two nationals. He didn't just win four motos. You know, like uh, Gutierrez, whatever his name. You know, Paulin. He won two nationals here in America. So how can you say that he's better than Barsha? And then you have Cooper Webb, who's just amazing. He's going <laughs> to be – Great logic there. Hey, what, what's going to happen when Cooper comes dive-bombing February? He ain't going to know what to do with that kid. All right. You and your, plus I'm American. Your, I'm a hardcore American. We're going to win it. You have your red, white, and blue two-unders on? I, I, brought, think you hey, I, I, I think got you something do. that I'm bringing. Yes. Sure. Yeah. So I got some I'm bringing. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see, for but, sure. But, hey, here's the other thing. We talk about those two teams. Now, no one said anything about you have Sean Simpson, Dean Wilson, and Max Ancy. Yeah. These are two guys that are killing it, three guys that are killing it also. Hey, yeah, but I like if you look at uh, – Sean Simpson's good. We, he saw what he did in America. He's won two. I think Simpson and Webb are soft. Barsha's probably better than Wilson. And for sure, Jeremy Martin is better than Anstey. It's not the sand. If this was the sand, I'd go Anstey. This is a hard pack track. Okay. I'm so. just saying, I think they're another team that is definitely, we can't, we can't discount those guys. I, I said no. I said we can't. Th- that could be your top three, USA, and then oh, the other I two think, can fight over I it. Think with, I think without a doubt. I'm, I'm American. I'm going for um, America. Muskin, as great as he was, he's had some shitty designations for whatever reason. Like, there's been some bad races for him for, at Motocross the Nations. One of the reasons why he didn't get picked, like, two years ago. They were like, eh. 
Yeah. yeah. So, well, you can't deny that guy. He's he's all, no, I mean, he's I, fast, I he's smooth, he's calculated. I mean, watch that guy ride a track. It don't matter where the bumps are. He jumps, dances around them. Yeah. Like Jeremy Martin says, he he you see he flirts with the markers. That guy rides every inch of the track there is. So, but me, I'm I'm still gonna go. I'm I'm Team American all the way. I'm a betting man, and I'd bet money on it. I'd give well, even odds well, to anybody. We should bet then. You yeah, let's do it. Um. Uh. Yeah, it's good. It can be interesting to see for sure. Uh, Barsha's ridden well at Destinations, although I think twice fallen in the first turn in four, out of his four motos that he's been. So, kind of you know one of those things. I where think he, he's going to have something to prove, though. I think you know, oh, like, he's going to uh, be pissed. Hey, we have three really good guys, three young guys, three hungry guys. They're all yeah, on Yamahas and, and, that are awesome motorcycles. And, and all, I mean, what more can we ask for? <laughs> sponsored by Yamaha, and they're sponsored by Infab too. <laughs> um, one of the things that uh, I think, too, is they've been hearing the media, the fans, telling them they're underdogs, telling them France is the team. That's going to help. Fueling the fire. Right. The Barsha's got this huge chip. Cooper has a bigger chip. And yeah. Jeremy has something to prove from last year. Yeah, for so, sure. So, you know, I mean, that's that's part of it, too. Like, that could be a great motivation. I don't think for a second that our three guys don't think that they're going to win. I, I would like to see Coy and J-Bone's face when they had to put that number seven on the bike. Seven. Yeah, they did that today. Actually, seven. I got that, pictures of the. I got pictures of the bike a little the, while ago. The from, seven uh, Jeremy, JGR yeah. bike worked yeah. so well a couple years yeah. back. So, you know, just put that seven on and just Koi going. Oh, it looks good. It, oh, actually, I think Koi's excited. Koi's not one to want to go to he a foreign country. Something. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't want to go to a foreign country. No, he doesn't I don't want to go to a foreign country. No. So we're going to go to the foreign country together and see how that. Uh, Koi went to Toronto once for one of the Supercrosses. He got pulled aside for secondary screening. I've never heard the end of it. I've I've never heard the end of it five years now. He's never went back because they pulled him aside for secondary screening. Isn't Villeman going for somebody? He was supposed to go for Roxon, but Roxon's not going okay. now. But he was going to help That's RCH right. guys and, and, and mentor. They should, uh, America should capitalize, capitalize on that. And get DV? Yeah. He is a Yamaha guy. Yeah, I mean. Get the Cobra. And he's a smart guy. And he's won it. He has experience with winning motocross the nations. He does. Uh, should be good. Should be good to look forward to and uh, and see how that goes. And I'm pumped, Thomas, that the NFAB is uh, so big on the shrouds. That's awesome. Good for you guys and everything else. No, so. I'm, I'm like I said, I'm honored, and yeah. I'm interested to see how Barsha does over there. You know, I mean, he seems like he's on a. You know, he's he's his mindset's good. He he loves the team. He loves the people around him. It's, yeah, it's. Uh, it should be and should be interesting. I've been there on the two times that he lost, and he was pissed. He was Yeah, I'm, I'm going partly because you know? I want to see how many of those people over there he flips off. Because that yeah. seems to be his yeah, he does. seems to be his MO. You know he what, like, though, he they, likes that middle finger. He does get pissed at Bercy. He has done it. But they have also like him. They also do like him just because of the way he's he rides. He's got flair, like. you, know, I mean, so. you know. I think he gets a bad rap sometimes. But I, I, he's such a cool person and a cool kid and very supportive. You guys know I've supported a lot of riders over the years. You but have. Yeah, I think I think Barsha's one that, that uh, honestly does – as you know, there's a few of them that don't, but honestly, does like what we do for him, right. know, which is on the truck side, a lot of times. So he's he's very yeah. thankful. You know, he's but very yeah for, for nothing things, worse so. than Tom like helping other dudes and giving them all this stuff, and then like nothing. That rider doesn't even care. Hey, it's happening. Nah, he's pretty. He, 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 you got to see. I've never <laughs> seen him with a guy that, that it's like that. Like you know, usually right. you you got to get into the graces first, and he knows you as a person before he just starts. Like get, hey, well, he doesn't shower you with gifts. I can think of one guy. That really didn't reciprocate. I don't know of any. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Maybe you, one. Hey, you usually you usually <laughs> no, there got is, a, um, there's a couple, but that's you, right. I don't, do, a I don't do it. I don't do it for 
you know, I do it because I like them and they're my yeah. what I consider my friends partly and and obviously we have the infab side we're trying to get the name out there and stuff like that. But when you were involved with Allen's team, uh Nicoletti, Blos, I'm missing somebody. Bobby K. Can Bobby, Bobby K. Bobby K. Yeah. JP Money. Yeah, remember remember when yeah. your buddies over there Velocity 3 folded? Oh, yeah, that's right. You took Where Bobby, Bobby K. K that's yeah. right. You took Bobby K. And yeah. Velocity Zero. Yeah. Uh, took him right under our wing. Yeah, um, yeah, Alan will tell you some stories about that because he lost both those guys in negotiations going in to the Infab Ty Lube year. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, he was well, pissed. He was pissed. Alan, you, you, you can speak up anytime, Alan, but you had <laughs> said to uh, Brian Barry and Jermaine, hey, guys, let's team up. I got Infab. I got the infrastructure. You got these guys. You got some help. Let's get together. We'll all have a super team. And they're like, nah. Hey, they nah, had we'll a motorhome. They had a motorhome, right. so they were in. Right. We'll do it ourselves. Yeah. yeah they, uh, Brian came to me in June or July of that year before, and he was, yeah. oh, I got this, and I got I got all this money, and I got this sponsor and everything, and, and he was actually looking to buy, um, at the time, the old Moto Triple X truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I kind of did some digging with him, and I said, like, I'm like, dude, you got nothing. Like, really? <laughs> Bring it over here, and we'll do it together. And it um, maybe you should uh, be glad I, you didn't do that deal. Hey, <laughs> honestly, you hate to see that happen, right? You hate to see a team kind of try to get going and then fold. But but I know it caused it caused some but, rifts with with Allen because he had those guys signed for that year. We ended up with Blos and Nicoletti, and, oh, and filthy killed it. It was awesome. I thought it was great. It was a great year. Um, we even talked about it a little bit. You know, it's uh, a lot of some of the race, especially outdoors. Filthy was doing better than the JGR guys. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. You know, at, no. at a lot less of a budget. So just complaining the whole time, though. But wait, he complains on JGR he too. Complains. He's he does he doesn't. What he's is not malicious? He just. What is Phil's status on JGR for 2016? Do we know? You know what? I was actually trying doing? to find some of that out. This I would love to know myself. I asked him on a text message. I was told that's confidential. I think that's. So. Probably angry. Even hey, asked. you know what? <laughs> okay, let me tell you this. My he, he, my take on Phil is I don't, my, my position. I don't think is, he should go back if it's a fill in ride. He should not go back. I, but I don't know what else he could get. What do you mean? Why wouldn't he go back? He's he deserves a full time Supercross outdoor he ride. He has earned uh, the best ride that's out there for somebody in his caliber, which is what hey, top ten Gibbs, outdoors. Call Phil. I'll give you yeah. his number. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so he's earned it. We yeah. talked about this. I mean, me and Do you Phil have his number or no? He's earned it. Okay. But um, you tell me what rides are out the there that, that, well, this that is he could qualify, that, he <laughs> that he'd be up for. If it was five years ago, I think he'd be in for some decent rides. Nowadays, everybody's doing longer-term contracts. Phil's just kind of unfortunately in that position right. where he's earned the ride. Five years ago, he'd have a ride for three hundred grand, two hundred fifty, whatever yeah. the number is. All right. There's just not a ride there. See, um, see if he picks up. Gives. Yeah. So, um, I'll call him. The... Uh, yeah, we got to get to the bottom of this. He better pick up my phone call. You, yeah. um, <laughs> Mr. Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Tom. Mr. Tom. Um, yeah, like I'm... Y- yeah, you know what? And One of the things I have to talk about tonight is Justin Bogle. We talked about him a lot last, week, last show a couple weeks ago. Um, where's he going to go? The Cowie, Cowie thing seems full. Honda doesn't want to put a third guy on the bike. Alan, have you heard anything about Bogle? Mike Genova said, yes, we've been talking to him. I, I, I've heard he's talked to, to Genova. Yeah. And... Uh, I've talked to a couple of Honda guys, and they'd like to see him stay on a Honda, but they don't have budget Motorsport there. would work, right? Or Motors- not Motorsport, but, well, yeah, Motorsport, Cooper team, Crossland. Crossland. Yeah, Crossland's team. Yeah, 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 yeah that would work. That seems like a decent um, but, fit, but right. I think, because of uh, logistics. Stays on red, knows the bike, you know, yeah. but who knows the money-wise. They have a gear deal, too. They have a gear thing. I don't know how much they want to pay. Like, where can Justin Bogle go? The guy's a Supercross champion. No Phil? 
he's uh, you know where you know what I kind of say about Bogle right now. Yep, he's like where Nick was in two thousand two. Yeah, he's right. He needs yeah. to, he's gonna have to prove himself. Yeah, he's gonna have you're to do, right. He's gonna have to do a year. Nick wasn't and, and Nick wasn't himself. a Supercross champion, but he was a top top one twenty five guy. Yeah, yeah, but I mean he was. And good. what happened in two thousand two? What happened with Nick West? He did pretty well, didn't he? I, I think he did all right. Who got him? Took who, him to top privateer. Who right? nurtured him? Uh, who worked with him? Who nurtured him? Who who well, got him? I, I think who that, was his backbone? Well, that would probably be Kurt. Kurt gave him the opportunity. Yep. That was his backbone, Steve. Oh, oh, was that not the answer? No, Kurt, Kurt and Kyle, right? Uh, no, no, that was me. That was oh, me. was that you? Um, but uh, you're right. You oh, know what? Sure. I never thought of that until now. That's a good analogy. Nick Way, you would think yeah. in O2 could get a, a factory ride, like looking at him from the outside. He I, couldn't. I see him similar to Nick. Yeah. In a similar position. Yeah. Yeah. So, going back to circling around to Phil. Well, I want to go back Phil to Phil because I would want Phil to get a ride. That would be my goal for Phil. If Phil couldn't ride for JGR but had a ride somewhere else, you'd I would be I would be great with that. Would you take your JGR money and throw it at Phil? Well, I'm not necessarily saying that. Yeah, let's do that. But Start yeah, that, I'm, that might help Phil get a ride. I don't know. That's right. not what we're trying to do here. What we're trying to do is Phil's earned his spot. He, he should not take that ride yeah. again if it does not include a Supercross ride. Am I right, Randy? Oh, so he, no? should, he shouldn't Personally, ride I at think, all. He shouldn't ride at all? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> well, then what are you saying? I think, if there's I, not hey, a ride, pick well, your lane, Get bro. a van. Get hey, a van and go. Yeah, as much, no, as much interest as, I'm kidding. Tom, as much interest as he has in Phil, you would think maybe you could take that, that money and build Phil his own team. Right, and then he could he, be the star. He can't build Let me, Phil no, his no, own no, team. I'm not he trying could. to do that. Here, He's you know, not I've told, do I that. told Eddie many times, Eddie, I'm trying to sponsor race. I'm not trying to go race. Yeah, yeah, that's I a whole different. Him. That's a whole I, different conversation. I didn't mean Blame. him. What are you going to do? Yeah, I want to go. If I want to race now, it's a perfect guy to go race with. You're going to sink a million dollars into to help Phil? No, no, it's not that. Okay, yes, Phil, yes, maybe because I like. Maybe if you expand that ridge line, maybe if you expand that ridge line department, it could help. Phil, Phil, conversation. Phil, conversation for me is. And I think this 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 sport is not enough. Of, it's all about relationships. But when you like, for me, I want to support people that I like and people that uh, mm-hmm. you know. So that's yeah. why that's why the Jessica deals. Like when yeah. I'm on your bandwagon, I want to be there for you and and throughout your yeah. career. So that's, that's why what, I'm not worried about yeah. DMXS stealing NFAB sponsorship. Yeah, no. no. Well, I'm going to go over happen. there and, and and give them some money just because I think their show's good too. So. <laughs> your anyway. phone's going to be ringing in like 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes is going to be an odd number you don't know. I almost I was trying to figure out which one was the Kelly dude at, at uh, Loretta's because I went to Loretta's to – Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, to support him. Yeah, and, and I kind of figured it out, but I never got the opportunity to go over there and say, hey, you guys looking for some more, you know. Oh, ridiculous. Hey, speaking of that. So anyway, back to Phil. So Phil wouldn't pick up for us, but I saw you on your phone, Thomas. Now Phil is on the phone. Shocking. I'm not trying to. Hey, Phil, you don't have to do anything for me. Just hang up. Tell him to fuck no, off and hang up. Phil. No, 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 no. Listen, no, I, I couldn't answer because I'm actually at the hospital. My old man threw his shoulder out swinging an axe. So we're here to try. <laughs> See, that, that, that shows you Phil. Because I wasn't yeah. swinging the axe. Yeah. How's the other guy? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> hey, you. No. What you, are you guys doing? You we're right? having the Tyloop Infab, uh, Infab Tyloop team reunion here, Phil. Uh-huh, sounds like a good time. Me, Alan, Eddie. Yeah, it was a good time. I, I, We're missing Joel and, and, and I was. Well, Joel may call in. <laughs> and wait a minute. Joel may call in. I was on Filthy's bandwagon, so I'm part of the team, too. I mean, uh, Phil, you raced in New York, a local race? What? Uh, yeah, yesterday. I just went out to a little uh, rinky-dink track and, yeah, threw a leg over the bike. I'm sure they're, here to, they're, they're happy to hear that you're thinking it's rinky-dink. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. I mean, it kind of, it kind of is. Hey, it, it you gotta ask Eddie because this this show has some fingers. It gets out there. Just ask Eddie. Know. You know, so you gotta be careful what you say. <laughs> you uh, did you no. beat did, did you beat Seth Rarick? Uh, yeah, I did, but um, it, it's kind of like. Uh, pretty basic you know so he's actually going pretty good so oh, yeah. um, Seth Rose, uh, Seth you know, Rose legit the whole, bro. The whole, yeah the whole shots continued so it kind of made life easier right. and uh, yeah bikes got me out front so it's easy oh, well, best wishes to uh, your pops he's uh, he's yeah. actually the, the coolest Nicoletti there is out there so yeah he'd probably tell you to piss off but okay uh, no he likes me he said he likes is. me no he said he likes me um, <laughs> yeah so he, hey he here's here's the deal Phil we just had a math 10 minute conversation his infinite wisdom yeah says you just yeah. need to tell Coy and the JGR team to F off. And- Dude, if you can't ride Supercross this year, Phil, bail. Yeah. Bail from those dudes. Yeah. You you deserve a Supercross <laughs> ride. You put the results in. Outdoors isn't even a question, right? So, like, just bail, bro. Get a van and hit the road. You Phil, know? Yeah. Hey, Phil, talk, be talk careful. About, Don't talk, listen yeah. to the guy who's yeah. telling you that. Yeah, you're right. He's not <laughs> looking out for your best interest. Yeah, the guy who wanted to be your agent. Get the it. guy who yeah. wanted to be your agent is trying to give you bad, bad Get information. Moose, get Moose to double their money. Get a van. Get some NFAB cash. Hit the road. Tell Coy and J Bone to beat it. You deserve a Supercross rod. Uh, yeah, I mean, t- t- Phil, t- how I many really Supercrosses did you do last year? Uh, I did ten. Yeah, there you go. Ten yeah, out of sixteen. Awesome. Okay, the series is seventeen. Awesome. So okay, so there's seventeen total. Yeah. So your point. Your right. point. How many? How many were you supposed to do, Phil? Uh, zero. There you go. Uh, who wants to zero. live on the razor's edge of not knowing whether you're racing or not? I don't know. Let's Phil, let's Phil comment on that. Phil, that what are you going to do? You told, <laughs> I asked you on a text message. You told me it's confidential. I'm not allowed to. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out a little bit. Um, you know, obviously I want to stay there. The guys treat me phenomenal. You know, they they are a great group of guys. It's a family, they, man. That place is awesome. They yeah, are, yeah, but yeah. why do they keep they, screwing them over? They are family. It's but, not screwing them over, jerk off. It's just give them a ride. <laughs> they got the money. How can you say Joe, shut up? Joe Gibbs got the money. Jerk off. It's not about. It's not Put about the money. The it's, it's good. It's good business. Okay, and there's got to be a. You got to draw a line somewhere. Otherwise, Coy mm-hmm. would have. It'd be failed. He'd have every rider out there because you know he's got the money. Yeah. So he'd be the Coy. Coy Gibbs show. I love the Coy Gibbs uh, replacement like ride. I trucks. love that idea. It was a great idea because he was losing a lot of deuce injuries, and he needed a guy like Phil. Like, that was a great idea, and we've given Coy and J-Bone props on this show over and over and over, but guess what? Now they've got a problem because Phil is good. He doesn't suck anymore. <laughs> like, he's good. So, so okay. Put the thumb no, so, go out the there. Day. Continue, because we know, and we, me and Phil talked about this at Loretta's, so we know Phil has earned that ride. Right, everybody's full time rod. Yeah, full time. Phil, Phil Nicoletti. But if there's not one out there, this is a good deal. It's with his buddies. He can pound his Yamaha into the ground. They don't. They throw parts at him all day long. Stop no siding. Problem. Stop siding with Thomas. What do you mean? It's the right thing. Ed, to that's say. what Eddie's siding with. You. I side with Phil and Tom. Now, go, hey, go, <laughs> go, go. I, why, go out. Yeah, go hang out with that dude. He just wants that dude offered him a ride. That guy's going down. That's what he should do. He rode, hang for, out he, he rode for him once before. Run yeah. for the hills, You my could friend. make a case that Phil Nicoletti's career turned around Phil when he rode for guys. the Alessi KTM team. What the hell yeah. happened? Yes, Alan, don't give me that I, look. Yeah. What? <laughs> Phil, you put in some... I did, I, hey, I, I did have a good run with the Alessi. They are great. I think yeah. that was more, Thank more partially because of because of Varn Dog, uh, Varner. <laughs> right. He, you know, well, I was we, led with his guidance. So, we can, but we, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, like I said, I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I want to stay where I'm at. You know, like I said, the guy. I want you to stay there. They understand me. 
Yeah, it's just and and I understand. You know, it's, hey, it's he just says to, up key. He's a they understand him. That's that's a whole different. <laughs> it is yeah. understanding yeah. Phil. And, <laughs> yeah, and and listen, and and that's the hardest part with the sport. You know, being with people that you know that you can gel with, and you know, you're not arguing with all the time, and that's half that's half the riders' battle. So, I mean, like I said, I, I want to stay um, trying to work on it and get Would it figured you? out, but obviously. You know, they got millions of other things going on at the moment. So, Would you go back if it was a fill-in ride, if that's the best you could do? Um, the whole outdoor yeah, season I mean, is not yeah. a fill-in. It's not a fill-in. Yeah. Fill-in Supercross, I mean, right? It's the whole outdoors. It's what his <clears> – it's a fill-in on the Supercross side. Yep. But it's every outdoor, well, which that's where he shines. Clearly, Phil, got eight. Phil I, mean, I, I believe in you. Thomas does not. I believe in you as an out, indoor rider. And Thomas no, does Mr. not. Mr. Here we go to Mr. Tom. I'm on the bandwagon. Despite you not wanting me on the bandwagon, Phil, I'm on it. You can't. You can't. Yeah. I think you deserve a full-time indoor. Hey, outdoor I think the ride. difference between me and you is I love Phil. He's he's you yeah. know my right? my son. That's I uh, created uh, filthy nickname. Oh you, oh, you did. I did. No, no yeah, one. I won't disagree. He, he did. He did. Phil he goes. Did. He did. Well, he did. yeah. I wish you would do something so we don't spend 15 minutes talking about you. Well, uh, why don't you call Coy and, 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 and tell him? What's your timeline? You what, what do you look like? <clears throat> what are you looking like before you uh, figure it out? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I talked to Jeremy the other day, and he said, it's really no rush. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you know what, Jeremy no, wants to Jeremy, and Jeremy have these conversations. What Jeremy that. wants is what's best for Phil. What I want and is what's does. best for Phil. Hey, yeah, call so. J-Bone. Call J-Bone. I'll send you his number. Yeah. Hold on. Hey, nah. Phil, just a quick question. <laughs> I don't know if you can answer this or not, but uh, whatever happened, uh, I, I knew you were going to ask some questions or you were going to ask the right people about doing some Supercross in, uh, in other places. Did, how'd that go? Are we going to Bulgaria uh, together? No. Bro? Yeah. You. No, well, um, is this, it, was, it a, was it a yeah, no, not going? Uh, I don't think I'm going to go because I, I, I want to go to the Bulgarian deal. Okay. Because uh, I like uh, Eric Bernard and stuff, so he's a he's a good dude. Well, there's a I chance. There's, wanna, a, there's a chance I'm going you, to Bulgaria with you. Then I'm definitely going to Australia. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, there you go. I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to say spend, I didn't want to say where, but two I freaking days. Yeah, I'm, there's no way. Well, I can't it, spend two days in Bulgaria with Steve. Well, I, I knew I, I didn't want to say where, but I knew no. that, that had come up. And uh, Eric, also, I was, yeah, doesn't he do Australia also? Though? Yes. Uh, yeah. the, okay. I have to write a story in Australian mag about the rivalry of Stewart and Chad, and it, over the years, and they only give me a thousand words. Uh, I need a lot more than that to talk about those two guys. <laughs> so, but Phil, you're, you're not you're not going over that that got kiboshed. Yeah, yeah. I, I was excited. I thought okay. I might see you over there. What about the Monster Cup? Mm, no, I'm not. I'm not doing Monster okay. Cup. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I haven't been told. J Bone didn't answer. He's running. He's running for us. It's it's Labor It's nine o'clock yeah. there. He's fine. He's not doing nothing. Yeah, or maybe he's blasting. You want me to text him too? <laughs> uh, okay, Phil. We'll let you go. We're at the hospital with your dad. We appreciate you yeah, picking up. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't have any like stern, stern answers. But like I said, okay. Just Jay tell Bone, me this. Jay Bone said there's no rush, and I honestly, I, I'm, I'm going to probably stay where I'm at. Alan, I, I like the guys, and it and it is a good gig for myself. And you know, they give me a good opportunity. So yeah, if there was Alan, a better gig, uh, we as a, would say, as a former it, team yeah. owner, Alan, how many times do you tell riders there's no rush? <laughs> I told somebody that yesterday on the phone. Right, right. Um, um, yeah. Well, look, Phil, look, tell me this. 
If they don't offer what? you a full-time Supercross and motocross ride, will you buy a Ford van and hit the road? Um, no, because then who am I going to have? Eddie come wrench for me? I will. I will wrench for you. <laughs> Thomas has got a no, nice sprinter then, no. you can use. A no, sprinter. I would, I, yeah. I would just move to Houston, Texas and put in a job application with NFAB Inc. And Start grinding bars? Yeah, so I think uh, that would be my best shot. Why, you think I'm not but a good no. mechanic? We can't do it? <laughs> no, we 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 would get it done. Well, what but about I, me? Yeah. What about me? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the last time when you spun a wrench was. And your 1988 Cowie project doesn't really count. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a Yamaha. <laughs> it's a Yamaha. There you go, Phil. But, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, Filthy. Thanks for taking our call. Good luck with everything. Yeah, we'll talk. Thanks soon. for having me. Have a good time, guys. All right, thanks, thanks Filthy. Phil. Appreciate right. it, buddy. There he goes, folks. Filthy Phil going to get a van and go racing. You heard it here first. Phil would never do that. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't give you a more answer like... Like, you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah and yeah. maybe a few other... You, you know, know, I think it's subjective. smart for him to hold on a little bit, though, and see if something else surfaces. I don't, but I don't you know, know what, what it is. Honest, hey, hey look, nobody my, knows what it is. But. My tongue is in my cheek when I'm talking about Phil buying a van and going, going, going on the road. I'm, I'm not being serious. But you're absolutely right, Thomas, but what is going to surface? Like, you know? So, and you know what? The thing about it is that team. Because what about those, Albertson? Those, those guys, Nick Way. Those, those guys no? would seriously, uh, they want the best for Phil. I mean, that's why. That team is, you know, I mean, I guess you could say it, but it's more like a family. Those guys are really cool with each other. Well, if it's a family, put a third bike on the track. Yeah. Well, you know. You know know what this sport costs. You you know of all people how much it really seriously costs. We could be sitting here arguing over nothing, and Phil probably might have a full-time ride. He just is working it out. Give it time. Hey, no hurry. Well, you, know, the, you know how this sport is. I think, I think if you want to call it a fill-in, uh, he's, he's obviously a full-time outdoor guy. Um, luckily, all three of them kind of made it through the outdoors, so yeah. it, wasn't, uh, it was good. So last year he got 10 races in, and he showed some promise. So, but he's still not at that level you need to be to get a, you know, the, the Kawasaki fine. ride. Uh, JT, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Jason Thomas, everybody. Fly Racing Zone. Jason Thomas. What, uh, what's cooking at Fly Racing? What's new? Uh, well, business as usual, just uh, a few weeks into 2016 stuff, so right. still busy, that's for sure. Yeah, pound, uh, Max getting the resume sorted um, for, for days. Pro stuff, but I, for I days. grade a lot of the amateur stuff, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, uh, what, where's your next trip? What, what's new for you? What's, uh, does Nations? What uh, you- I'm doing the shootout with Kiefer this week. Whoa! Oh, Eddie Ray. Yeah, he, got so that, he got that cover uh, shoot, apparently. Eddie Ray, Eddie Ray was saying, hey, what about calling Kiefer and getting me in? And hey, Kiefer, I'm in California this week if you need a vet rider. So you're doing it? I'm doing it, yeah. I fly down uh, Wednesday. Oh, did you get the cover? Oh, I don't know about all that. Hey, call Kiefer. Call Kiefer. We're going to make this, no, this bullshit. I, we, we, <laughs> we knew the terms when, when we talked about it on the show. And well, so, I'll, let, I'll let you finalize that, but I'll be there. I'll be there Thursday and ripping it up. Uh, BTOsports.com, a VIP program going on, too, for you now. 2016, now happening. Yeah, we're still doing Monster Cup, obviously, too. Um, that's my first priority. But, yeah, 2016, uh, we're going to mm-hmm. kick it off here. So, got plenty of time, obviously. But, yeah, might as well. What uh, You have spots open for Monster Cup, too? Yeah, yeah, Monster Cup. We got a few going, but um, it's going to be, you know, obviously the last month here. I think it'll start to fill up pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty cool to have Davey there and have the number on plate and all that. And yeah. obviously, anytime you go to Vegas, it's uh, having the press box and all that for that race is kind right. of uh, irreplaceable. Now, did I see Davey's doing the USGP? I saw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I haven't, you know, talked to him too much personally, yeah, 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 but, yeah, I, but I do know he's going. Yeah. Wow, that's a surprise. Yeah, pretty cool. 
Yeah. I think. Hey. Uh, yeah, I think he's just trying to get some gauge drops. I mean, he hasn't done much, you know, and I know he's been riding outdoors a lot. So he'll do that, and then he'll have, you know, mm-hmm. two more weeks to get ready for, for Monster Cup. So. Where. Um, for the VIP program, how can people get a hold of you on that? Yeah, just uh, you can email me. Uh, there's also a contact form at btosports.com slash VIP, or you can just email me, uh, jason36aol. Yeah. Um, you can shine a bat signal into the sky, and I'll probably respond. There, there's a okay. lots of ways. Tweet me, whatever, Instagram, whatever. whatever. We'll, we'll sort it out one way or another. All right. Kiefer. Yo. Welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? Okay. So... Thomas is coming down there to do the 450 shootout. Yeah, I went above you. I went around you. Yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> but we talked last time. Okay, he need, he's going to have to wear only fly. That's all he's wearing, that's, fly, fly gear. That's 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 done deal. Okay, all right. He needs pulp stickers on his helmet. I can, I, you, can, you can handle that. If not, I can handle it. No, you have the stickers. I gave you a ton. Put them on. Okay. And we need the cover. We need the cover. Sure. That was part of the deal. You 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 said you would do that. Cover is ma- not going to happen. Straight up, we're out. <laughs> we're out then. We're out. We're out. Yeah, we're not doing uh, it. There's there's other incentives down here for him. Like like what? There's I don't know the stuff, but I mean like no. I, I feel like as long as I get as long as I get some decent pictures in the magazine to to justify like expense costs. We need a full page color. Uh, that that can vary. That's easy. That's that's not a problem. Well, you yeah, well, apparently wasn't very easy for Villeman. That's fair. That's fair. Villeman got a half. Yeah, a half. <laughs> a half. Well, he also had to drive. Hey. There. I'm flying in hotels. We need a full that. page, and we need yeah, full page. Uh, I will take care of JT. And I problem. think we want him on. We probably want him on the KTM on the full page one. He, he can actually choose <laughs> which one I'm he on. wants to be on. JT's gonna no, pick. no no Bubba Burger or BTO graphics. Sorry. <laughs> we need shortened subframes and taller foot pegs in each bike. <laughs> ASAP. Hey, re- hey, check this out. I called Billman and see if he wanted to do it again. And I even before he even called him, Chris is like, Denison's like, hey, tell him what we'll get him on the cover this year to make up for it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I called him and said, hey, you want to test and I'll put you on the cover. His exact words were. There are more deserving guys to be on the cover than me, and I don't feel like riding. That was it. <laughs> Sounds a lot like Villaman. He uh, he quit doing those columns for me after every race because he yeah. told me I have nothing more to say. I've said everything I need to say. He's taking a step back from Moto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so he wasn't into it. So uh, okay. So full. Tell Dennison we need a full page, fly gear, and I need a I need a pulp sticker on the helmet. I need the helmet kind of facing the, the lens of the, whatever shot you choose. Yeah, I got it. I got mine already lined up today, so we're we're good. What tracks are you doing? Uh, tomorrow we're going to be at Sunrise, which is old race town. I'm aware. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thursday, yeah, Thursday is Glen Helen, and then went, next Wednesday is at Cahia Creek. So you're doing just the two, JT? Yeah, I'm You're just only doing, doing one. Oh, oh, just I'm one just day. Doing Thursday. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, the other one is the day before I fly to Europe, so can't really do that. Uh, Fuck you to both of you guys for not going through me to make sure that this is, it gets happened and gets done and arranged too. So, <laughs> Kiefer, hey, uh, I'm smart. What? Well, uh, sometimes the agent stands in the way. Right, and we need gargoyles on his helmet too. I know how you feel about agents in this court. <laughs> oh, believe me. Let's talk about let's agents. Take a look no, in the mirror, bro. No, let's not talk about agents. Um, well, uh, this yeah, just dropping this news on us. So, what else, Kiefer? What what else is going on? Niche. 
Uh, niche was last a little bit last week, yep. and uh, that's that's coming around nicely. And this week's dedicated to shootouts, and actually the next two weeks are dedicated to shootouts. Oh, okay. And then, uh, USGP. Oh, you're going to the race. You're going to a race. Wow, shocker. Yeah, I'm going to a race. Right. Are you staying for the race? Or you just going Saturday again? <laughs> I'm just going for the pit party. I'm going to bounce. Yeah. What, what about racing it, Kiefer? No, I'm good. <laughs> Listen. I'm good. No, I'm gonna go. There. I really, I'm really interested in watching everyone Sunday. So I'm gonna be there all day Sunday, doing some interviews and shooting photos and just doing some work. Okay. All right. All right, Kiefer. Well, we'll let you go. Thanks hey, hold for on. Hey, I Kiefer. Got, I got, Kiefer, I got, real I got quick. A for Kiefer oh, we got too. questions for Kiefer. Kiefer, yeah. ready, right here. Hey, uh, if anybody comes down with the flu tonight or uh, you know stubs a toe and can't ride, I'm in California. Yeah, need a vet guy. Eddie, Eddie, there you go. Eddie said to me, "Hey, if JT's not doing this shootout, get, hook me up with Kiefer. I want to do it." And I was, I'm like, "Okay, all right." But little did we know, it's actually happening like right now. He, last time I heard him talk about it, he said, um, "Yeah, it's going to be sometime next month." I didn't know it was going to be like two weeks later, the beginning of the month. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, Kiefer doesn't have his, yeah. his I know. schedule. He don't want no straight. scrub like me. But like I said, someone gets I'm, sick. I'm already I'm getting heat because of my podcast is lagging, so I got to hurry up oh, and get this bullshit done so oh, I get the geez. podcast going. Hey, Kiefer, you're a really nice guy. You've done a lot of cool things. Can you come up here to Vegas, pick up Project 88, and take it to Pro Circuit for me? Yeah. <laughs> See, he would do anything. <laughs> I got to drive there tomorrow. Yeah. I think. I think I'm going tomorrow. Oh, you're coming down tomorrow? Yeah, I'm going to drop the bike off. i got to get a pipe and silencer made for it. Well, then you can swing by uh, Racetown and hang out. Actually, yeah, it's not a bad idea, right, on the way back up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thomas? Yeah, so, sure Kiefer, this is Thomas well. from InFab. My, uh, Mike, do you know, because this is going to be a random-ass question, and I'm going to stop it after you answer, answer my first question, which is, do you know uh, Jerry Bernardo? Oh, yeah, me and Jerry, uh, we go way back. Okay. Well, then... Uh, yeah, I had an interesting story, but so that confirms that you know him. So I'll leave that story because because I've heard all the sexual innuendos. So I guess they're yep, all yep. true. Yeah, and no, I've heard our, I've heard, I guess they're true. He's you in know, Australia Jer- now, right? I don't know where he's at. I yeah. just heard a story from my. You guys might know. I have a buddy, a lawyer buddy named Cogdale. Yeah, Cogdale's awesome. Yeah, so Cogdale is, uh, yeah, so you, yeah, <laughs> I guess you guys stayed somewhere. I'm sure, I'm sure whatever he told you is probably true. <laughs> okay, well, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, it was, it was a uh, interesting story that I don't want to share on the air, but you know I, 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 I always got him confused with, and I'm not trying to, with the Tyler Keefe. Oh, Chris no, Keefe, yeah. Tyler Keefe. So this they, story they stuck in my that. mind right. for, I swear, for 20 years or 10 years or whatever the, mm-hmm. the, whatever the number is, and so that verifies the story. So, yeah, yeah. all right, cool. Small yeah, world. Jerry, Jerry is actually in Australia now, and uh, he's actually mellowed out quite a bit. He's not as gnarly as he used to be. Like, when I was in my teenage years, I hung out with Jerry a lot, and he was just super gnarly, like, gnarlier than I'm, I'm, I'm ever even thinking about. So. <laughs> yeah. All so. right. Hey, Kiefer, thanks for picking cool. up. Appreciate it. We need a full page. Full page, bro. Got it. Got it. I'll see you guys. And I'll uh, uh, see you Thursday, JT. All right. All right, buddy. See you then. All right, JT. Got a full page for you. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we're, you know, obviously I... I thought he said no to that. No, jerk off. He said definitely not. He said full page was good. Cover, he said no. Oh, cover. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. cover, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. But honestly, aren't you going to be a little biased towards the KTM, JT? You've ridden it a lot. you got a little more time on it. Lame. Uh, well, I mean, as I'm biased to the gear I'll have on. Yes, yes, your gear will. But I mean, you... we'll be riding. Fly yeah, gear, we'll be riding best the out there, bro. Will you run sector boots? Yes, absolutely. Oh, fantastic. Well, and do you need X-Brands? Uh, I have some Scott goggles that I'll be bringing All on. All right. Well, fuck you. Um, will you play the X-Brand goggle tear-off game with us, though, please? Sure. Of course I will. Okay. Well, I didn't know. Let's do it. 
It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. 15 seconds on the clock. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. We got them for Thomas, Eddie, JT, and myself. Alan, I didn't know you were coming up. Sorry about your luck. Alan's not talking anyway. Alan, no. You don't have nothing to say. It's all right. This is a little reunion of the NFAB Yamaha team. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys blow on the phone. So Blos is mad at me. He's probably still. Yeah, I got another for question about that. For saying he can't, can't win a Supercross I, I, I or something. I still can't figure out why, as a supporter of the show, why all the people that I'm closest with in the you know, yeah. as far as writers go, right. they all hate your guts. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. Blos. Yeah. Josh Grant. Right. Parsha. Phil. Phil. Barsha gave me an interview. At, uh, yeah, at and that's hey, that's a step in the right direction. So we're, we're we just got yeah. Uh, yeah, you just got blows and you know blows almost got a podium in Supergrass. He's getting a fourth. Okay, that's not a win. Far from it. <laughs> but uh, all right, X Brown goggles are choice of champions everywhere. X Brown goggles worn by a Nick Way, Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Norin, Jesse Wentland, Michael Lieb, Brock Tickle, Lieb. Right across the nations. Yeah, Puerto Rico. Uh, use the code PulpMX15 when you're checking out. Save 30%. Uh, or 20%, I think, at xbrand.com, E-K-S-brand.com, uh, the goggle of champions. Um, we know X-Brand quality stands for itself. And, uh, again, uh, all you people contacting Rich Taylor to take my goggle job, good luck. All right. Uh, these questions submitted by Corey Moser. They're supposed to be answered in rapid fire. And let's do it. All right, Eddie. What is the worst job you've had in the industry? I, yeah, I haven't had a bad job. Every job I've done has uh, been good. You lo- and you love changing tires. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, love, I, know, I, love I know. The tires, the tires are awesome. Um, hey, Eddie and Jessica both, are, uh, you know, I've been around them quite a bit, but they eat, live, breathe. Pugs. Sleep wherever. It, it doesn't matter where they sleep, what they're doing. As long as they're riding, right. it's just unbelievable. But, yeah, no no bad job. I've never had a bad job in this industry. I mean, this is what I do. It's the only thing I know. I've been racing since I was a little kid, so. Yeah. You know, any, I think anything. All right, 15 seconds. All right. All right, okay. All right, let's go. Next right. question. Uh, it's for Thomas. What is your worst investment you've made? Real estate in about 2006. Uh, this is Thomas Victor. In Fab Thomas. Oh. <laughs> but, but now we know JT's worst investment. Now we got two answers. Real estate in 2006. <laughs> uh, worst Mine, mine's real estate now. <laughs> worst investment is probably. Don't say the Pulp Show. Don't no, say the it's got to, it has to do with some vehicle or something because they're always a losing investment. Ridgeline Ridge Ridge steps. <laughs> Ridgeline steps is yeah as far as uh, as far as the time investing. F you do. No, it's got to nope. be got to be high end cars or something. Right, some some car that immediately depreciated forty percent when you drove it off yeah, the lot. Yeah, they all depreciate. All right, so. next question. All right, JT, uh, fantasy football or fantasy supercross slash motocross? Which one do you enjoy more? Right now, fantasy football because it's been so long. But I mean, my heart's always in moto. Like that's you know obviously way more involved in moto. But fantasy football is pretty exciting at the moment. I have to say, <laughs> fifteen point four. Good job, JT. I'm glad to see you're adhering to the rules of this game. Yeah, it's the off season. My mood's a little better. <laughs> All right, Steve. What project bike would you like to do next? Uh, an eighty nine CR one twenty five or or two fifty. All right. Eddie, favorite person to road trip with and the worst person you've road tripped with? Hmm. Wow. Let's see, I've been on a lot of road trips. Jessica? Uh, 
she she's the best and the worst. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she's she's uh no. Um I don't know. The the best person to road trip with oh definitely Jess because you know what? She uh she's one of those people she'll get behind the wheel and you know what I mean, like whenever I need her, so could always depend on her. The worst, anybody who goes with us and falls asleep like five minutes after we take off. Right. So All right. All right. Uh Thomas, uh what's the most money you've spent on a truck build? You know, honestly, that was probably back in the mid '80s. Like so, the stereo, when you were yeah, stereo, stereo god stuff of the world. Was, yeah, it was right. just ridiculous. So it's probably mid '80s, 2000. Let's say 2005 Forerunner. All right. You want to give us a price or no? I spent 150 grand probably on that. On thing. a Forerunner? Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Next question. Stereos, bro. They were big back then. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> mid '80s. You said 2005. You meant 85? 85. 85. Yeah, I think, yeah. No, yeah. it was – maybe it was a Shit, I don't know. 85. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Straight axle, so it was 85. JT, when you were racing, what was the first thing you indulged in after the offseason or before – during the offseason? Uh, alcohol, and I would say probably within two hours after the moto. <laughs> <laughs> or in the case of Elsinore, on the final lap. <laughs> no, I tried. I freaking denied the dude because I thought Davey was going to yell at me, and then he told me I was an idiot for doing that. <laughs> right, so. right. All right, uh, Steve, what's the best and worst part about your vacation to Toronto? Uh, the best part was walking, uh, watching the Blue Jays have a walk-off home run uh, in the first game. The worst part was... Uh, uh, probably the flight back. Flight back was terrible. Air Canada Direct, Air Canada Rouge, just a garbage airline with garbage seats that I didn't get the seats I paid for. I got shittier seats on a garbage airline with garbage seats. What do you really think? Yeah, yeah. really? Yeah, it was a joke. I'll never fly Air Canada again. All right, Eddie. Who has a closer relationship? Sorry, with- I'll never fly Air Canada Rouge again because they actually have Air Canada, which is pretty decent. Fuck flying. Pretty much. You hate flying, don't you? No, I don't care flying. You bitch a lot about it. First class upgrades are good. That's about <laughs> right. it. Uh, Eddie, who has a closer relationship with the Butler brothers, you or JT? Oh, for sure, JT. Um, mine goes a lot further back. Um, I mean, we've known each other since we were probably five. But, uh, I mean, JT deals with Forrest day in, day out. You know what I mean? So uh, I'd have to say probably probably JT. But, um yeah, back to my other one. I've had some good road trips with the Butler brothers. I think JT may have been on a couple of them, so they were probably oh, yeah. a couple good road trips, but we we won't talk about any of those. Any no. of those. Any of those. <laughs> no. Now we got them packed on some of those, but we, I, I, I thought about that after uh, after we talked about it. But uh, JT's like, no. Yeah, we had some good – hey, we had some road trips I'd love to do over. Statue of Limitations is a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, but some, I don't know. Maybe okay, not 15 seconds. Let's, let's go. All right, next question. All right, Thomas, if you hired Eddie to work for you, what would his job description be? Truck driver. Boom. Boom. Yeah, setting up, uh, you know, at other events yeah. that we do. Like, How many events shows. do you go to? Like, I see, I follow NFAB on Twitter and Instagram and everything. Are there, like, just all over the country all the time, it yeah, seems like? Like, just over. shows, right? Yeah, they're, like, vendor shows. Like an indie dealer show in motorcycle side? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But you got all different sizes. Like, we come here for SEMA, which is the yeah. biggest one of the year. No, but, but I understand that one. But 32. It's, we do 32 shows. 32 yeah. shows in a year. Yeah, you don't and then think Supercross and all that stuff. You don't think I could be more like your man friend or something? <laughs> Eddie's mad. No, man friend doesn't pay well. <laughs> no. Yeah, all right. That's, uh, that's, you get meals and a uh, place to sleep. That's it. <laughs> all right, next question. 
All right, JT, who is your favorite person you follow on Instagram? You don't follow me, My so it can't favorite? be me. Yeah, it can't be me. Oh, man. It's Chad, uh, Chad Reed. Come on. Dick. No. There's some riders we follow that we get a lot of laughs at in our internal group texts, but we shall not name them. But <laughs> there are some guys like that Eddie, are. There's like driving like road trip stories. Yeah, yeah. We can't yeah. talk about those riders, but they're hilarious in every which way. Uh, my favorite. Dang. That's tough. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look through um, my list to figure out who my favorite is. I don't even know. Thanks for not saying me, asshole. F you, dude. Yeah. Mm. On Instagram? You don't post very much on Instagram. Okay. Maybe that's why I don't see him. Are you a rider, though? Oh, did it say rider? No. Oh. Was it, was it favorite rider? No, just favorite person. Person. Oh. So it can't be a dog. Uh, my favorite is Basset Hounds of Instagram. That doesn't Get count. Get a kick every time. Could it be a chick? Sure. That's a person, isn't it? <laughs> JT's got to have some <laughs> chicks I, was, I, was, I will say that <laughs> very witty. Yeah, there he goes. The What'd you say, JT? I will say that Roxon's not scared to push the envelope sometimes. Yeah. yeah he's not I don't right. know if he's my favorite, but I will say that I, I like the not scaredness of that. Right. All right. Final question. Pike's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Blessing's not scared at all. He'll yeah. do it in between heat race and semi. Just start <laughs> yeah. bombing people. How'd that work out for you, Seely? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that might be one of the best ever tweets ever. Uh, right. Final question is very important. Steve. Yep. How do you predict Team Canada will do at the Motocross Nations? I'll tell you one thing. They're going to the be behind Team Puerto doing? Rico. They're going to uh, be behind Team Puerto Rico, apparently. Yeah. All right, that has been the X-Brand Goggles Caroff, EKSBrand.com. JT, uh, we'll get you back on a little bit uh, after these interviews uh, to talk more, do some more segments. And BTO Sports VIP, Jason36 at AOL.com, BTOSports.com slash VIP, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Okay. All right, thanks, buddy. All right, man. Uh, Eddie Ray, Thomas Victor, Alan Brown in studio. Thomas Covington coming up. Jake Weimer coming up. Vince Freeze coming up here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTGSports.com. Hey, wait. And Fly Racing. We got to do something. Okay, Thanks, take- everybody. See you after this commercial. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. 
Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts and the craziest contraptions ever plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun in all there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the usa combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked up bigger than ever nitro gigana ramp this is truly a visual experience never seen before Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes with Ken Rich on the number 10. Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer Brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like cutter on Galfer. 
Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams plus they now stock hints and clutch components peg armor arc levers and fasco products too works connection your one-stop shop for cutting edge products visit them on the web at w www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. 
can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. You go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. attention let's talk about wheels wusa based in orange county california the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport they carry the top brands like talon kite did excel as well as galfer and brembo brakes all the w wheels are built by the same guys that build chad reed's wheels whether you have a new bike you're looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels w can get what you need Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels just because you paid. $500 per set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. 
Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, you know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll you give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Eddie Ray's in the house, the great Eddie Ray. I'm getting all these texts. People love me. Uh, Eddie, you are you are sponsored tonight by Roost MX. Right. Yeah, good. You okay Christina. with that? Yeah, Christina's awesome. Roost people are good. RoostMX.net, been in business for 17 years. Quick 48-hour turnaround. They have a whole section on their site for Pulp MX. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. Great guys, part of the big part of the uh, Cycle Trader Rock River team. Uh, 48-hour turnaround on graphics, uh, T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, traffic, trailer graphics, and more. Some nice graphics and uh, great guys to be part of for the show. We appreciate all their support. Roostmx.net. Eddie, you're getting some Snapchats about how good you are on the show tonight. Yeah, a couple. Pretty good, exciting. Good to hear. People uh, like you. People <laughs> like the show. Thomas Victor from NFAB, also in studio, and Alan Brown from uh, Alan Brown MX, I guess. Is that what we're calling you now, Alan? Sure. Alan Brown MX? I call it Alan Brown Motorsports. Oh, okay. Well, that'll work. Alan Brown Motorsports, everybody. Uh, also, hey, so our first guest, Hot Cams, bringing you uh, Thomas Covington, the Hot Cams, the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the show, and 30% off if you type in uh, Hot Cams 2015 at hotcamsinc.com. Don't go to hotcams.com. It's probably not the site you want to get camshafts. Hotcamsinc.com. Hotcams Unleash the Power Within. Uh, pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night here. Well, if you don't count Filthy Phil, that is. Thomas Covington, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? We're good. Thanks for coming on. Eddie Ray's working the soundboard. So I thought that was something different. <laughs> I, thought was a, I thought it was a cheer. Sorry, oh, Thomas. <laughs> it's, it's not a cheer. Um, uh, it's all good. Uh, hey, thanks. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Uh, two GPs left, Mexico and then the good old US of A. And uh, your season started off pretty yep, strong yep. and uh, kind of didn't go the way you wanted after that. Some injuries, some missed races. But as a whole, what what do you make of your MX2 year? Yeah, I'm sure it started out really good. You know, I was uh, up in the top five on two of those and uh it was really good. And then uh came back to Europe. And struggled quite a bit on the tracks there, kind of like I did last year. Right. And, um, just kind of been building momentum from uh, when I dropped off there, when I got back to Europe, and uh, jumped in the top ten quite a few times. You know, it's like uh, it's been a lot better year than than it was last year for sure. It's mm-hmm. been a big step, and uh, like uh, especially my my fan batting has uh, gotten a lot better. Right. Yeah, and, you uh, have to be right. Lommel and right. Yeah, and then again this year or this last weekend, and uh, Assen was just like just as gnarly as as Lomo. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Got a, a top ten finish in that too, so it's pretty. It's been pretty good. Yeah, it's a it's on a road race course. It's a purpose built track, but yeah, it looked like uh, looked like Lomo with jumps, which is crazy enough, right? Yeah, yeah. The track was. I mean, it probably wasn't the greatest. The greatest track it was like. Uh, it's really short, like a minute and thirty lap time. But mm-hmm. um it definitely got brutal. They had like uh like six classes racing on the weekend, so um by the end of Sunday it was just insane. Seven oh two five eight six pulp, you have a question for Thomas Covington. Seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven brought to you by Hot Cams. Uh Thomas Covington in uh in on the line right now, Pulp Mex show. Hey, uh so you gotta be pumped about um look season's coming to the end, two more to go. Mexico and then Glen Helen. How excited are you for Glen Helen coming up? You gotta be stoked. 
Yeah, yeah, I've been looking forward to it for the past few months. Just couldn't wait to get out here. But um yeah, I came back from uh came back from Europe last week. Mm-hmm. So I'm just stoked to be home right now and um rode at Glen Helen a little bit last week, gonna hit it again this week and uh yeah, hopefully I can uh put it on the box for the home race. That's what I, yeah. that's what I'd love to do. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Uh I got to say, man, I've spent some time in Europe. I've uh, been over there for, well, I worked in Germany to do the GPs for like two months before I quit before the GPs and as a mechanic, and I've been over there yep. for a couple weeks at a time. You're an American hero for living over there, Covington, I got to say. It's, it, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know how you do it that long, you know? It's it's tough. Yeah, you know, I mean, I look at it quite a bit differently. I mean, uh that was the reason I went over there, like, mm-hmm. uh, be able to travel the world, you know, at such a young age, it's just a, such a cool opportunity. And, um, yeah, I mean, for sure, it's, it's had its tough times. Um, when the results haven't been so good, it's mm-hmm. tough. But um, I've, I've had some good good guys around me taking care of me and uh, got a pretty good setup over there. And uh, I'm really enjoying it at this point. And, uh, yeah, the plan right now is to stay over there. Uh, a couple more years. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, and then see how it's going after that. Your buddy Eddie here told me what you were doing, but maybe we're not allowed to talk about that quite yet, what you're doing next year, or can you tell us what your plan is for next year? Yeah, I can't really name anyone specific okay. about my deal for next yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can say, like, like uh, I'm really stoked to be uh, going where I'm going next year. Like, um, after the first three rounds, you know, uh, everybody's talking a little bit, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to decide what I wanted to do. I was thinking maybe, I'm thinking maybe about coming back here, yeah, and um, doing Supercross and everything. But um, after I thought about it, I was like, you know, I don't want to stay over here and and do this thing for a couple more years. And um, I just thought of the best team uh, that I could think of that would give me the best opportunity to to run up front over there, and uh, called them up just to see if they'd have a have a spot for me and mm-hmm. uh, it ended up working out so I'm really I'm really pumped about it. Should be nice. Good. Yeah. Hey Thomas, um I, we were talking earlier yeah. um, do you feel uh, like okay, a lot of guys that have went over there that you know decided hey, I want to go try this Europe thing, they go over there, they hate the living, the results aren't there. You know, yeah. and they they come home with a you know a bad taste in their mouth, and you know going over, we've sent over a lot of good guys. Obviously, you're a lot, you're a good rider, won Loretta championships. I mean, you you had a deal to go to pro circuit before you went to Europe, and you decided you wanted to go there. Do you feel like, you know, last yeah. year it was no, uh, you know, no secret that you you struggled. You had a couple good results, you know what I mean, but you were trying to run back and forth, America, yeah. Europe, America, Europe, and now this year where we talked yeah. earlier, like now you're living over there. Do you feel living over there is helping you acclimate more, getting used to the people, getting used to the tracks, getting used to the bikes? Like, do you think like how you said, Oh, I was going to come back, but now I'm going to stay there a few more years. Do you think in the next few years that, you know, your, your results are going to get even better now that, uh, you know, you're going to be living there full time. Yeah, I think, like you said, last year I was kind of coming back and forth every chance I got. You know, I was pretty homesick. But um, this year I've just kind of stuck it out. And, uh, yeah, I think that's helped me tremendously, just uh, getting some friends, you know, where I live. And uh, it, start, it feels a little bit more like home, you know. 
right? And, and uh, I mean, I know that we've talked before, and you've always said, you know, like you're one of those people that you know you kind of you, you told me before, oh, I have an old soul, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're kind of getting like, is this <laughs> is this uh, is this living over there? You know, a little more slowed pace, like like I said, just more more your style where it's not such a rat race, and you know, you're, you're kind of be able to focus on living there full time, and you know, like. You know, just one of those things, like, you yeah, become a, almost a, a euro. It's a different lifestyle, no doubt. I mean, now, like I said, you're making more friends. Like, yeah, do you feel a, like, you know. Different, all right, yeah. let him answer, Eddie. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it is a completely different lifestyle. Like, uh, it takes some getting used to, you know. Like, the first three months, actually, you know, it's, it's something new. And I was pumped on it. Like, it was sick. I was living in, living in Europe, you know, 18, mm-hmm. 19 years old. Uh, living in Europe, but then after the the newness goes away, it's like, oh, <laughs> uh, this is not that great, actually. Right. But now I've, I've really I've gotten through that, and uh, yeah, I actually enjoy it quite a bit, you know. Um, and then I, I come back here, and you know, when I'm there, I'm always worried about like, oh, I'm, I'm uh, not really staying in touch with my friends here, I'm with my friends here. But every time I come back, I just call my friends up, and I'm I'm right back in there. So. Um, I don't feel like I'm missing out on everything here. I've got a lot of good things going there. So Where are you based out of? Yeah. And uh oh. I'm in Holland. Uh or I've been in Holland the last two years and Okay. Next year I'm gonna move to Lomo. Oh jeez. And no wonder why hey, you're Thomas, good in the sand. This is uh Thomas from Infab. <clears throat> hey talk about uh Hi, what's up? Hey, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. I hope everything's going well. But Thank talk you. about you know, my question would be what does it feel like living over in Europe? I mean, I know there's a lot of people different that, that don't like us being Americans and all that. Do you run into situations over there where you feel a little uncomfortable or tell me, tell me about what it is running around there that if do, or do you keep it a secret or, or subdue that you're a, uh, an American or how does that work? Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, actually that's one thing that's been, that's been really good. Like, um, especially in Belgium and Holland, like, Everyone speaks English, and um, uh, they everyone that I've come across loves Americans. You know, I tell them I'm from America, and they they get all excited and start talking to me. Um, I really haven't had any any bad experiences with any, anyone. They've been nothing but nice to me. And uh, so, being American so helps been, you uh, pick up awesome. chicks over there in Europe. <laughs> uh, I'd say for sure it helps. Yeah. Well, good. There you go. Okay. Well, there's a reason to go over there. What about? Are you doing the mayo on the fries? Yeah, I guess so. Are you doing the mayo on the fries, Thomas? No way, dude! I'm uh. Not touching that. <laughs> that's that's dude, not... everywhere you go. They got like they'll give you like a like a paper cone with fries stuffed in it, and mm-hmm. mayonnaise just drenched all over the top. <laughs> I know, right? It's guys are nuts. Like. It's more of a Holland thing. It's like a yeah Dutch thing. I don't know what it is, but um, well, yeah, it should be interesting. Man, yeah. I I give you a lot of props for just doing what you did. You could have. Uh, stayed here in America, gotten a decent ride, you know, put in the results and and all that. You took the hard way, and and like I'm, I'm like I'm serious. Uh, it's tough, and I admire that you're doing that. It's it, it's it's something to uh, tip my hat to because yeah, you could have stayed here, but um, what you're doing isn't easy. And um, yeah, full props to you, man. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Personally, yeah. I think it's great. I, I appreciate you being over yeah, there, and it gives us somebody to root for. You know, we don't know what's going on there, but it seems like that yeah. uh, that. Those series are getting more and more mainstream. You know, get some TV coverage now, and you can watch them a little bit. And 
you know, we're always looking for the 64. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, especially with, like, uh, with Villapoto coming over, it's like a lot of people started watching it that don't, uh, you could that tell don't normally difference. pay attention to it. So that's been cool. Yeah. What about RV? Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, yes, I mean. What happened? Yeah, it kind of <laughs> sucks that he. he put... <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone's saying, huh? But, uh, right. No, I knew it was going to be hard for him coming over. Mm-hmm. But, um,. I thought for sure he would do better than he did in the first in like the first three flyways, because um, mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of how I am. Like I do really good on the flyways just because the tracks. Right. And um, yeah, he struggled a little bit. I think a lot of it had to do with the bike setup at uh, in Qatar. <clears throat> and then uh, from there, he's getting better each weekend. Got a win in Thailand and. <clears throat> Then in uh, Italy, just had that, yeah, that fluke of a crash. Weird. Uh, that was weird. Going by the mechanics area, and I think um, I was surprised he was doing as well as he did on that track, actually, because <laughs> Arca there in Italy is like, in my opinion, one of the worst tracks on the on the circuit. And uh, I thought for sure he'd be like, if he didn't get a good start, he'd be out of the top five, but. Uh, he was running good. Like on Saturday, he almost—I'm not sure. If, I think he almost won the the qualifying race. So mm-hmm. he was doing all good until that little uh, little mistake there cost him. Hey Thomas, how uh, once again? I think you just said, "What are you 18?" I mean, I, obviously, I've known you for a long time. What? How old are you right now? Yeah. I'm 19 now, yeah. Now let me ask him, will you try to go, like, for instance, like when Zach was over there, he, he raced in Europe for a, you know, a few years, really matured over there. Will you, do you ever have plans of maybe when you turn 23 or let's say you're over there and you can't ride, you know, would you come back to America and ride the, the lights class or the, the 250 class? Yeah, I mean, it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Like me and my dad were just talking about it over dinner. <laughs> And uh, he told me to tell you hey, by the way, Eddie. Okay. Well, I'll see him in a few and, days. Uh, anyway, yeah. But anyway, um, it's something for sure I'm, I'm thinking about. But at this point, it's like uh, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing and, um, you know, getting better each weekend. And um, at this point, I'm only planning on staying at GPs. But, um, you know, I'm going to see how the next two years go and then, after that, yeah, decide what I want to do. Well, uh, hey, thanks, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Hot Cams Inc. Bring Hot Cams Inc. dot com, bringing you Thomas Covington on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Race. And good luck with everything. We'll be seeing you at the Glen Helen race. That would be sweet if you can get on the box there, no doubt. Uh, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah thanks for having me. Uh, all right, see you later. I see you, Tom. Thanks, Thomas. Thomas Covington, everybody. That's ah, phone, your old phone was. Yeah, a bit it, was, of a delay. it was like really delayed, and that's weird because I talked to him on his phone, you know, the last couple of days, yeah. and it wasn't like that. Yeah, that's weird. No. I, I was like, wait, I was like, is he pausing before every question? <laughs> it was or what, just you know? taking a little bit of time to get to him. Uh, but thanks to uh, Thomas Covington for coming on, and like, I'm being serious. It's ballsy. What yeah. he did. It's and you know what I've noticed lately? We know his dad's a high up at Monster Energy. He's got support where he needs it. He's maybe get a you know a good ride. So for him to be like, no, I'm going to do this. This is a lot harder. I want to go do this. Yeah. It's ballsy. He had a full ride to Pro Circuit. Like when he came out of amateurs, he had a full ride. He could have went right to Mitch's team. And you know, I guess mm-hmm. that just maybe what maybe he. 
he's a smart kid. He's a mature, you know what I mean? Like this kid yeah. really thinks that maybe he thought it'd be better for him to go there and kind of get his legs underneath him and then come right. back years later. And it, uh, it sounds like he's really appreciating too the the pace of life in Europe, the different things. And like you know, I'm, I mean, is that was that really his plan? Let's let's do outdoors over in Europe a bunch and then then get our feet wet in Supercross later in life. Is that? Well, I don't think that was his plan, but I think when the deal came around for him, when you to think do about that, it, that's a good that's a good move. Yeah. You know, how many yeah. people do you see it that worked get out into for this? Zach, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How many people do you see that that throw their bodies, their lives, or whatever into the fray at Supercross way too young? And yeah, you know, so yeah. Man, if that yeah. was part of his plan, you're right. That's a smart kid. Yeah. Also, too, uh, uh, super uh, smart. The American Series, 29 races. You know, a lot. <sighs> I mean, he's doing Supercross, but so it's not doing a full schedule. But you know, the Euros are 17 and uh, 34 weeks or something. Like it's you know. Yeah, I mean, some kids just take a little longer. I mean, look, I mean, for instance, look at Baby Al. I mean, how many years he's been pro, and now yeah. look, he's yeah. he's maturing and he's coming yeah, he's into like Phil. his own. Phil you used know, to suck. And now Phil's no, good. they never suck. But I'm, 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 yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing maybe Thomas go over there, really, uh, you know, really. Uh, yeah. Get I used. mean, I would have never bet money that Osborne would come over, get a Geico ride, get a Rockstar Husky. You know what I mean? Like, you look at his results in the GPS, and they weren't. He was okay. He was had some wins here and there. But nothing. Well, how's that, made that me- okay? How's that okay? How's a win here and there okay? What does it take to get people's attention? Well, because sport? because in that class, in the MX2 class in Europe is looked upon as a weaker class. Yeah, I know, because you have to still, move out I of mean, it. You know how gnarly this sport is. Yeah, but as I mean, soon as the- you get good in that class, you you get you're kicked out because you're, you're too old. I don't know. It's just so it's okay not the same. to me to be over there and do what Thomas is doing is awesome. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, no. So, the idea, I mean, results-wise, what teams look at. Look, I, I want to sign. I you. get it. Yeah, you want to sign you know, him or right. whatever. They all want to sign that that top tier like, guy. I would, but I would have never to be thought, able to do this. Is awesome. I, I agree. Mean, no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I just wouldn't have thought Osborne. Well, then don't, don't jump on a team bandwagon and say it's like you know deflated. I, that's what I feel like you do sometimes. You you deflate what they're doing because they're not winning. You don't have to win if you're participating at that level in any professional sport. That's well, huge. Attention, Mitch Payton. These what would you have given? Are, what would you Mitch, have given to be able to go? Let me call Europe Mitch right now. Uh, yeah, Mitch. Uh, I got some guys. They're participating, and they're really enjoying themselves. They would like a ride. I don't think he's going to sign you. Well, I think I think even what Alan does, you know, he finds the guys that I agree. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we so let's talk about it in a way where they're all very everyone's They're great. all legitimate. Yeah, they're all absolutely. Legitimate. They, they don't have to win in order to make the guy feel like, you know, I mean, like he's the guy. I mean, to be able the to The fact that Zach that Osborne level. came back and got a ride on a top-level team where wins and podiums are expected was surprising to me. Now, right. the fact that he came back and would have got a ride, you know, doing whatever, cuz the American teams don't look at the GPs and, and have been like like, "Oh, I got to get these guys." The, the attitude is the how American many, teams How are, many guys has Mitch plucked from over there? Mm, Tons. Yeah. Well, I don't know about tons. Rattray, no, tons. Uh, I mean, how would you not talk about tons? Townley, well, the Townley. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Rattray, but yeah, he, all but these guys. They win world championships. That's when he takes them. When they win, he takes them. Fifth, sixth, Mitch is not looking at you. Well, not Tom, one. Not one of them was not a not a uh, world champion that came over here from over there. Well, Sorby was a French Supercross champion, which at the time French had a pretty good series, so he, he took the French Supercross champion. So he was pretty pumped on that. Basically, yeah, you you know, one of these guys got to be a winner. Got to be on the. Well, Tonis what didn't win, but he was certainly getting moto wins and GP wins, you know, and everything else. Yeah, I but, don't know. Uh, it's just I just know how gnarly the sport is. You know, sometimes I, I just take offense. I don't mean to be, 
you know, over the top. I just take offense. At, we, we, and there's nobody in this room that wouldn't have loved who's, to who, be able to brace at that level who, and have somebody, you know, pay these who's the guy stuff. putting these guys on the radio show uh, who get tanned? No, on hey, yeah, without I mean, this radio it's so show, gnarly, yeah, so, you know, like, so you carrying that torch should should talk about it in a manner that you don't have to be winning. You all know, I said, you don't have to be right winning the race. All know, I said you, was, you've Zach got some flack for that, no, uh, Zach Osborne, yeah, well. Again, that's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> okay. Zach Osborne coming back and getting a ride on that team where wins and podiums was expected to me yeah, no, was, was, was great but job by Zach. But he came over here, proved he had super cross skills too, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it took a yeah. five-race audition. Yeah, you know, but he, for, did a, he did a great job at that audition, if you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then at that point, if you got speed, then they're willing to take a chance on you. All these teams, they're probably lining up for Zach. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a, you got a podium, going, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Racetech. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension mod company. For over 30 years, Racetech is supplying riders, racers, and tuners with factory-level suspension. Vince Freeze uses Racetech. Yeah, Vince. Michael Lessie uses Racetech. Yeah, he does. Ben LeMay uses Racetech. Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. Privateer proven Racetech.com. Use the code PULPAMX2015 to save 10% at Racetech Parts and Labor. People, look. Do some work on your suspension. Get the oil changed. Get the bushings changed. Get the spring rate right for your weight and or speed. Just figure it out. You can guarantee a lot of you guys listening to this have never touched your suspension. I got buddies who have never checked their sag. I want to punch them in the face. It's important. Trust me. You don't want to check your sag? Like, really? Check your sag every time you ride or? No, no, no. Just set it, you know. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. All right. Here's some of the the beginning. Here's some of the emails of the week from uh, courtesy of Race Tech. Okay, Mathis, from, uh, this is from Ryan. Question for you. I always read your column on Racer X. I was hoping to see some lap times of RC and Ferry from the Legends race to compare to the practice and moto times of the pro guys. My gut tells me that if RC skipped a few cheeseburgers and trimmed down, he could still top 10 in national. Am I retarded for thinking this? Enlighten me. Ryan from Missouri. No. Do you know the numbers? I don't, that's a good question. Honestly, I don't even know the numbers. Uh, uh, no. No people, clue. Pe- people were asking me, and I'm just like, beat it. I mean, you don't know. I mean, have, it was it no, five seconds, no three idea. seconds, a second and a no half. I think people were more excited with that, just them being out there. Nobody was doing. But they probably times, didn't yeah. say, share that for a reason. But the question, yeah, no, maybe I, that was. Uh, an I RC have a funny contract. feeling. Ricky knows. Yeah, I, he probably knows. <laughs> Timmy could care less. K Dub could care less. Ricky was probably he. The hey, question the guy had though is if Ricky skipped some cheeseburgers and lost some weight, could he top ten a national? Yes. Yeah. No question. Oh, if Ricky mm. dropped everything, went back to an, Al, an El, Alden program, felt yeah, like for it. Sure. No, no. But if this guy just said skip, just lost some weight right now as he is in a retired state and dropped a couple. No, top ten. I don't think so. Alan, I, uh, just because you're not going to eat two, two, three more cheeseburgers doesn't mean he's on the top dude, ten. Dude, I mean, he's talking about you know losing some pounds. Yeah, lose a few pounds, but as long as he can make it through the moto and ride top ten, right? Ride his pace the whole time. Yeah, he'll probably get top ten. Right. I mean, Cooper came back at 40 years old and was doing pretty good. Yeah. He came back at 50 and hit the freaking super triple. (laughs) 53 years old. Yeah. Hey, second lap. Second lap. Like, everybody's rolling, and this guy just flying to the sky. Was that thing big? Yeah, Yeah, it's 110 feet or something. Full straight, stiff. But it's just one of those you don't see the other side, which is gnarly. No, it was fine. It was an uphill thing. You could see what you were doing. It was pretty safe to overjump it. You can't see it as you're going off the lip. Yeah, you could see it. No, you could see it. Oh, you could? Yeah. You know if you hit it wide open, you're going to make it. And it don't it's matter a, where you nice land. It's a nice, gentle ramp, too. Like, JT talked about jumping it a couple weeks ago. Right. Ryan sent this in. Steve, being the former, uh, this guy said, he meant to say goggle guy. It says Steve being the former Google guy. 
<laughs> better job than goggles. I was wondering if any, yeah, I, wish I, I wish I was a Google guy. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if any riders wear contacts, and if so, have you had anyone complain about their contacts trying out, giving them issues? That's what I have experienced mid moto. My contacts start giving me issues. Any thoughts? Good uh, question. I had con- I have contacts. Uh, I used to have contacts. Now I got LASIK, but I raced forever with them and. One out of ten times, I would have a problem. You just got to—I just got to blink a lot. You got to blink to lubricate the contact because it dries out. So just make sure you're blinking, which I mean you are blinking, but make sure you're extra blinking. That's all, that's all, all I ever had a problem with. I think uh, depends on what kind you're wearing too. Um, but none of my riders that I worked for in my former life, when I used to do goggles, talked about that. Uh, also, do you or JT or anyone in the studio have any stories on Joe Aloff or his mechanic Tom? Thanks. Love the show. We were talking about Joe Aloff on the way here <laughs> when we were pass- when we were passing by Comp Edge. See, Joe Aloff. I don't know about his mechanic Tom. Anybody? Uh, know I don't idea? know. I don't know Tom. I'm not sure about Tom. But Who's, what's Tom's last name? Doesn't say. Moen. Tom. Moen. Moen? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe Aloff. Yeah. Good guy. Uh, Maybe somebody could average Joe. Average Joe. Mikey Smith said this in. I am the mechanic for Randy Woodring on the 900. He got second in the Vet Pro about a mile behind Carmichael at the Sewing Eagle race. I just want to hear you guys talk about him on the show. He's my brother-in-law, and we listen to the show all the time. Whether we are on a race or to work anyways, great show, Mathis. Keep doing you. Fuck all the haters. Good job, Randy Woodring. Second behind Carmichael. It doesn't matter that he was a mile behind. You got no, second to Carmichael. Second. That's how it'll go. Tracy sent this in. I don't know if Tracy's a dude or a, a girl, but um, thanks so much for your show, articles, and involvement in the sport. I am a fan. The BTO discount is so very appreciated. I use it every time I buy something and only buy from them because of it. Also, I always go to your site for the hyperlink to their site so they make sure and get the traffic info. Thanks, Tracy. BTOsports.com, of course. Use, use code PulpMX. Uh, what's lame about that? That's that's how you get paid. <laughs> what's lame about that? Hey. Don't yell at That's me. That's how you get paid. That's how we you get make money. You allow the co-host to control the drops. Don't you're, yell at me. You're done with the, you're done with the, with the drops. Can I get some more drops, let me, by let the let way? Let me get one more shot at it. Okay. Uh, BTOsports.com. Use code PulpMX. Also, too, that's the Racetech email segment. Uh, use code PulpMX2015. Save 10% at Racetech. The 800... Ch- I, can we turn the volume? Trying to post of this about Can the show. You turn the volume down. I keep doing it, but uh, I don't know why. Thanks, uh, thanks to the guys at Race Tech for making it happen. And they do motors now. Race Tech does motors. Racetech.com doing motors. Uh Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, N5 Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, Atlas Brace, Official Brace of Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, Martin Davalos. RV used to wear them. Brand new model out now. Uh, it's been out this year. Less restrictive than ever. Atlas neck brace. Atlas.com. Atlasbrace.com. FMF Racing. We're going to have a little D on the show here shortly. Cool. Uh, you run FMF, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're Heck yeah. FMF, FMF athletes. That's all I know. That's all you know. Uh, w Wheels. Uh, Guts Racing. Official seat foam of the uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys. Seat foam base. Uh, Phantom seat foam. Two under. Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, uh, and the Nitro Circus. We're still giving away tickets to Nitro Circus to uh, Caller, which has been, light, been a little bit light on callers tonight, but I guess it's a holiday Monday. People are probably wasted. So, Thanks to Thomas Cummington for coming on. Jake Weimer is still coming up, as well as uh, our next guest, uh, Vince Freeze. He's coming up, too. We'll find he's out. He's already there. Well, he's already there? Yeah. Good job. Yeah, you know. Uh, I kill we, it. We will find out uh, right now from the horse's mouth on what Vince Freeze is doing next year. Vince, welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on, guys? That's Eddie Ray working the drops. 
thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, so Mike Genova called in last week or last show, a couple weeks ago, just cold called, and uh, had a lot to say, as Mike does. He's the team owner of Moto Concepts. We asked him about you, and he said you guys were real close to doing something for 2016. So, yep. are you going to be there? Yep, we, you... yep we, we, we just got it done just uh, a couple days ago. Ah, there we go. Vince Freeze, everybody, on the Moto Concepts team. Yeah, done, yeah. Are you going to do, yep, are you gonna do 250 Supercross again? No, I'm going to be on a 450. Whoa! I don't know how nice. I feel about that. I guess I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm kind of excited about it, but at the same time, I'm a little bummed to not be on the 250. But no, you need to be on a 450. Yeah. You ride a 450, great. You know when you rode the yeah, West. I was gonna. I was, well, I was wondering what you guys kind of thought about that. I know Eddie's kind of. He's always leaning towards me going off. How long have I been telling you to ride a 450? There's you n- told me that when I was like 14 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Vince, there, there's no money in 250 class. Nothing. Yeah, uh, sure. You know. Um, there, you got you, when you rode 450 east or west. I mean, you. I think you missed one main. I don't know what happened there, but you made all the mains. You're running like uh, 10 to 15 every moto, every race against these factory guys. Yeah, bro, 450s. You're ready. You're good. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's fun to be up in the mix on the 250, you know, and have a shot at a podium at least. And I don't know. I I, I think I'm gonna miss miss it a little bit, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it, it's a lot better to, to ride the 450. And I think. Just yeah. All even at the practice track, the whole deal. It's a lot. I don't want to say easier, but it's just, it's just, it's just better to ride the 450 than yeah than the 250. But yeah, I'm gonna miss at least trying to have a have a run at a podium. You know. Uh yeah. For a little while here. No, I think it'll be good for you. And like I said, the money is so much better. Oh my god, 250 Supercross purse money. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Yeah. It's it's, it's you know pretty pretty much not <laughs> right. Uh, that's Tony. Tony's feelings on the uh, on the on the purse money. Are you gonna ride a Honda, like like Mike? Yeah, that that's the plan right now. Okay. Yeah, Honda. Did now we know Mike's riding Hondas? Uh, were you part of that reasoning? Why? Like, did did they ride your Honda? Did you did they see your results or what was t- behind Tony's switch to Mike to the Honda? What, was it a little bit because of yeah, what you well, were doing? Honestly, I think the team's still kind of you know I think they're still kind of trying to feel out what exactly they're gonna do as far as bikes. But okay. I, I really like the Honda, mm-hmm. and I know Mike rode for pretty much all the bikes, I think, and I know he really liked the Honda. And, um, yeah, I think I think Tony and, and Mike kind of started to see that the big, you know, the bigger, more powerful Suzuki and, and the, all those type of bikes, Suzuki, Cowie, those type of bikes, are they're hard to ride, you know, and especially for a little guy like Mike. They're hard to ride and hard to hang on to for, mm-hmm. for 35 minutes or even – a 20 lap main when the track gets gnarly and it, the Honda is just such an easy to ride bike, I think. And, uh, I did actually a shootout on that, on the Cowie a few days ago and our little like test ride for vital. And, uh, what'd you think? I really like the Cowie. It's yep. an outdoor bike, but the Honda is just so easy to ride that it's, it's, it's hard to, hard to pick one over it. You know, it's like the bikes are so fast already. They're all, they're all got more power than any of us are going to use anyway. So it's like, go with the one that's, that's the easiest to ride, you know? Right. The, uh, the Cowie used to be a bigger bike. They've really worked on trying to slim it down and lighten it up, huh? Yeah, it, it's definitely, it's narrower and, and, and all that. And it's mm-hmm. light and it's, it, it's, but the motor is still really gnarly and it's still kind of just got a, a little bit bigger feel. You steer more with the back wheel than where the Honda is. You kind of turn it with the front wheel. And I don't know. I, it's just, it's it's hard to explain the difference, but the Honda is just an easier to ride bike. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be good. I didn't, we're breaking some news. Vince Freeze on the Moto Concepts for 2016 on a 450. 
Uh, that's yep. exciting. Yep. I like that. Uh, we had, and also too, Genova was saying again, doesn't look like you guys are going to do any nationals. It's going to be a pick and choose program. Uh, you know, you did the opening three, and then you did Calgary, which you won, by the way. Good job on that. Uh, what's your thoughts on that program, and what what will you do outdoors in 2016? Do you, do you know? Uh, yeah, we're still kind of trying to figure all that out right now, and mm-hmm. that hopefully will be known like more nailed down here soon. Right. And uh, I'm sure you guys will find out here, you know, here in the next next few weeks, hopefully. Okay. All right. Because uh, you you wow. were you were a guy you like nationals. You got no problems with them. Like not you know you were happy to do them. Yeah. No, I, I love racing outdoors. It's uh, it is a lot for for not a lot of money. It's a lot of work, a lot mm-hmm. of racing, and a lot of traveling, and the whole deal for for not a lot. There's not a lot of money there. You know, at least in the Supercross, we're, we're getting some some good checks every weekend. But uh, yeah, right. I think that's kind of Mike's deal behind it. it's kind of man is it is it really worth it going you know back and forth cross country that to, to do this supercross i think is is on the borderline of being worth it for for everybody mm-hmm. in, at least in, in our position you know mike Chanel and, and myself and and michael essie and tony it's kind of supercross i think is just just enough to be worth it but outdoors is just kind of they don't see it being fully worth it and Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with them, you know. I, I I'd love to be out there racing and, and getting paid good money, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a good yeah. Well, good that's, chunk of change to go that's, that's follow what, that series. But, that's why I'm saying for the supercross, you can make some money. Like you can, you know, yeah, you ride get a contingency. You can. Well, I don't know if you get contingency because you're gonna be riding the MCR bike, but. Maybe you can try to get some contingency anyways. I've been uh, telling Vince this forever. Like what? I'm like, man, why why do you want to stay on the two fifty? He loved it. I know, me too. I, you know what? And I, I, I said can the tell same you this. thing to him. I to, I looked at Vince probably three years ago and I said, Vince, you could ride this two fifty. I know you want to ride it. No one is ever gonna hire you to ride a two fifty. But you know what? The last two years, the rides he's put in, I I firmly believe he like you know, yeah. deserved a chance but, at if he put him on a PC bike, a Geico bike, a Star bike. I honestly believe he could have been a podium guy, and you know he had opportunities to actually do some of those. And you know he he sta- I, I I tried. I've been trying to give in. I mean nothing against you know the smart top. Just like man, there's so much. There's better teams out there for you. You know what I mean? Like stop. Being scared to leave those guys, you know what I mean? Get out there, you know. Go. I told him go down the PC, kick the door open, and say, "Mitch, you know, like, let me in." It's kind you know? of what you got to do, too. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I told him yeah. that, but you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's got a ride, and I'm, you know, he told me today, he goes, you know, I got my deal done, and you know, I'm, I'm making the money I want to make, and okay, then you know, I, I'm, right. I'm pumped for that. I mean, Vince is my friend, so I've just thought, stop selling yourself short. You know what I mean? I think the 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 past that proceed, you know, obviously. There was a rough past of you know some right. things that went on, but I believe it's like the Chad Reed deal. Nobody liked Chad. Now he's a hero. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. No. Vince, yeah, yeah a lot of people didn't approve, and people can still say what they want. But unless you know Vince, he's a good guy. I mean, hey, one thing about Vince is he can you know like let's say he does run it in on people. That's racing. We can say he does. But you know what? You could turn around and run it in on him and knock him into the four stands in the bleachers, and he'll look at you and say, hey, that's right. racing. Right. Never come after you and be like, you're, you know, you're a jerk. You know, right. Hey, it's racing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've never seen him get mad at somebody you know, running it in on him. And, yeah. you know, I, I, huh? hey, you know, it is what here's, it is. Here's the problem in our sport. Like, okay, Alex Martin 
prove this theory wrong because he got a ride with a factory-supported star team next year, nine-year pro or eight-year pro. But generally speaking, no matter if you're Vince or who you are, you get like a, a season or two to show what you can do, and these team guys will write you off and go to the 17-year-old kid. They, oh, for sure. They will, and how many times have we seen those, those kids fail? In our sport, we're not... But we're there just, is a time where they, they do occasionally go back to the guy... Who? With a little bit of age and a Bes- little besides Alex Martin, Langston, Langston, yeah, I mean he was. Uh, no, no, that he went two fifty, four fifty, then back to the two fifty. Brownie, Darren Durham, he got he got a chance at pro circuit after been riding pro for a few okay. years. Martin, how many? How many? You know, look how many chances he's had. No, but Martin never got off the gravy train of factory rides. I'm talking a guy getting pulled up to a factory ride. Well. So it just doesn't happen. I'm not saying. Larry, Larry so, Ward bounced around factory, non-factory, yeah, factory, non-factory for a while. Not really, but that's 250 class. But these teams, are look, they give you like a couple years, and then you're ah, – yeah, yeah, but some kids take more time to mature. I know. I'm not, I'm not, you I know? agree. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I think as long as you're put – I don't think they care about – they write you off. They write you off until they realize, okay. wait, there's some talent there. When Vince – let me ask you this, Eddie. There's been no bigger defender of Vince Freeze than you probably in the last – Ten years, five years. When people came to you and they're like, "Hey, I want to, I want to kill Vince. If I see Vince, I'm going to run him down with my truck. Hey, if Vince, if I'm going to see him in the pits. I want to beat him down with a crowbar. Blah blah blah. Justified or not, you know how that goes in a yeah. sport. What would you always say? What would you say to these people? Hey, there were times I wanted to hit Vince with a crowbar. <laughs> you know, but you you just got to know Vince on, on a level of like you've always without his, his hel- back. You've you, always you got to know back. him with his right. helmet off. And you know what? One of the guys that he's run down the hardest is now his buddy, like Chris. Because of Chris, you know, he met Chris through me. Chris wanted to kill him. Who's Chris? Blows. Oh, Blows. Okay. And now, you know, they meet Vince on a personal level. And they're like, oh, man. He's a good dude. You know what I mean? And, uh, hey, you know, we all make bad decisions at times. And Vince raced aggressive. But you want to know something? One thing I can say, what he did, all what he was doing sometimes, yeah, it was wrong. But at the same time, that guy was fighting for a position. He was fighting for food on his table. Vince, he, Eddie wanted to hit you with a crowbar sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we've had plenty of those times. <laughs> uh, you want to take a phone call from, a, from the Canadian National? Let's go. Uh, Gary, you got a question for uh, Vince Freeze? Yeah, hi, Vince. This is the RM125 from the chat room. Uh, excited to hear that you're signed with uh, Mode Concepts again. All those people in the chat uh, room are 95% So much excitement to dildos. the Canadian Series last year. It's just amazing. I saw you in Calgary last year and uh, Regina last year, and in Calgary you really killed it. So, uh, what do you think your chances are coming back up for maybe more than one national this year? Um, I'd say pretty good, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. We'll know here in the next couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, just just keep a lookout, and and you'll probably see something here soon. We haven't finalized anything, and uh, I'm still kind of still kind of working that out, but I'd like to come back up there. I love racing up there, and uh, mm-hmm. obviously I had I had some some good success up there at the one we went and did this year, and uh, that was that was obviously fun and good. And the year before that was was good, so yeah, I'd like to be back, and hopefully you will see me see me back up there. Thanks, Gary. Thank you. Canada wants you hey, back, thanks. Vince, because you provided uh, a lot of good entertainment. I don't think Quebec yeah. people want Vince back. Ah, forget them. Um, hey, uh, Vince, uh, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. I know he's on the phone right now, so it, you, it, it looks like I could, you know, be pandering to our guest. Are you ready? Yeah. I think Vince Freeze finishes higher than Michael Lessie in 450 Supercross next year. 
Boom. I just said it. Boom. And you've been saying that for weeks, and, and I don't doubt that a bit. I, I, I think Tony is going to lose his mind when Vince is beating Mike every weekend or most oh, weekends. Shit. See, he just lost his mind there. What the hell yeah, happened? I think, I, think Tony want, I think Tony wants me to do good. I, you know, I, I, that guy's I think going he, down. I think he just wants us, wants us both to, to do good, to be honest. And like how Eddie was saying, that he thinks I, I need to go move to, you know, find a better team or whatever. I don't, I don't know that there's many teams much better. Than, yeah, if you, Eddie. Oh, I, that, I know, you know, the, the team kind of, I don't know why it's kind of gotten a bad rap, and I don't know what. what I'll tell you why, Vince, because Tony, Tony manages it. I'm being serious. Like I like you, Vince. Inside of MX Sports. I like Vince. I like Mike Alessi. I like Mike Genova. It is Tony that is giving that team the bad name. Now, I know you want to say that, and maybe you don't believe that, but that is why everybody in the industry thinks that. Okay, can t- carry on. One bad yeah, apple no, spoils I mean, the bunch. I, I honestly... I don't I don't know what 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 why that is, but I mean the team from my standpoint has been nothing but great. My bikes are great. I, I got a top notch bike mechanic. You know, mm-hmm. we got our rig is is top notch with all the parts. I, I don't know what what we're missing to make us not a not a good top level team. And I feel like I can go do anything you know anything I could on any other bike on on that team and. Uh, I, I wouldn't have signed so early with him if I didn't really right. truly believe that. I would have held out and see if I could maybe get a fill-in spot or see if somebody could, you know, somebody got hurt in mm-hmm. training to hop on. If, if I thought the bike was going to be that big of a difference or a team was going to make that big a difference, I probably would have waited around a little bit to see what else, you know, right. I could fill in somewhere or whatever. But the team is top-notch, and everything about it I think is, is top-notch. And Tony might come off bad to other people, but for as a – team manager if i think yes if you're on tony's bad side and or, or whatever it might not be good but for the position i'm in he he likes me and i think he wants me to do good so i think it's it's a good thing for me and uh obviously i've seen you and him <laughs> your guys is, uh, you guys <laughs> no. deals and I've, I've seen you know i've seen some of the crazy stuff going on with between you guys but as far as just the team goes it's it's really top-notch and and uh just because we're not at all the outdoor nationals or whatever it's you know i I don't think that that takes away. Yeah, I'd like to be out there racing, but mm-hmm. um, there's perfectly good logic as to why, you know, why we're not out there at every race. So. Yeah, no, no, fair enough. I I, understand, I respect your point. Like you said, you're dealing with Tony, and he's and he's working great for you. And I get it. And like I just predicted, you're going to have a better Supercross year than Mike. I think you're going to do great. I'm just I, I'm telling you, and it's not just me. That is why the team doesn't get as much respect as it deserves. And that and I'll go to the grave saying that. Hey, but, Vince, this is Thomas. Um, my question, you know, I've talked to Genova a couple of times, obviously a great businessman, you know, what he's done for the sport, I think, because he's just, you know, being a part of the sport is huge, you know, cause it's not, it's obviously cost him a lot of money. He's, he's a obviously enthusiast, you know, but sometimes his thinking is out there, you know what I mean? And, and is let's say maybe hiring Tony is part of that thinking out there, but do you think. That is, you know, being in that team, do you think that thinking is, because sometimes forward thinking is genius. So do you think it's genius and they're really going to be able to pull this off in in a way that at the end it's, it works out like Genova wants it to work out? Or is, or is it uh, forward thinking that, you know, it's just because of the way the sport's structured, it's just not going to get there? Well, I mean, as far as just the race team as a team, it, I think it's, great but as far as you know genova's outlook on the big picture of of you know the way the sport should be and the way that the the sponsor should be going and all that i think he's he's been on and, and he's right and you know there's not really a a 
I don't know if there's a dead set way that he's going about it to, to fix it, but he knows something is not right and it needs to be changed. And he's trying to do, I think, as much as he can on his part as a team owner to to at least show people. I don't know if he's trying to say, hey, I'm, I'm changing everything. He's trying to say, hey, everybody, wake up, open up your eyes. Stuff's not quite right with, with the industry, with the way everything's going. This is the way it should be, and he's – He's kind of trying to do that through his team, and and you know I, I don't know I hate to really speak for him, but he's he's kind of trying to just I think show people what's wrong and and maybe a way to fix it. But it, it's tough. There's a lot of hard-headed people, and it's been going this way for for a long time, you know. So I think that's kind of how it is. And, and no, I, I I think he's he's spot on, and I wouldn't I wouldn't have signed with his team if I didn't think that uh, that he was right with it, you know? Yeah. Uh, we got a qu- another question for you from Nathan here. Nathan, welcome to the show. What's your question for Vince Freeze? Hey, Vince. I was just uh, wondering where you see yourself in the 2015 MEC, uh Supercross season. What do you think, um, Vince? I'd like to be solidly inside the top ten. And uh, I know that's that's a tough thing to do, and, and especially right off the bat. But um, you know, there's a lot of guys right right at the beginning of the season, and it obviously always thins out. But um, I'd like to be there in the top ten, even even with all the guys, and then you know, hopefully, hopefully, kind of work my way up and in, into the to the mix. Kind of, you know, I, I've seen what Pike's done over the last few years, and, and that's been awesome. You know, he's 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 came from kind of an area where where. I don't know if many people have ever done it the way he's done it before. You know, he's just a privateer struggling to make 450 mains, but now he's a he's a podium threat pretty much every time, and he's he's right there with those guys. And I I like what he's done, and and I've kind of always thought the only way I could do it be through the 250 class and and the podium and winning and getting a factory team there and moving up to a factory team. But um, yeah, I'd like to do do something like what what he's been doing. He's kind of set a good a good path for, for guys like me, I feel like. And, you know, I, I think I could I could definitely be capable of top tens and even top fives by the end of the season, I, I hope. Right, right on. Thanks for the question, uh, Nathan. Um, yeah, should be should be good to see. Do you, are you guys going to run the Moto Concepts gear again, or I guess we'll wait for the wait for the news? Yeah, I think we're I think we're kind of waiting to see. I, I don't know if, if all that's been, been mm-hmm. figured out or not yet, but um, I just I, I'm I'm fully, you know, Moto content, whatever they do with gear right. or whatever. You're locked in, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. hey, uh, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it, man. Uh, the Vince, Vince Freeze breaking the news tonight on the show. It's Resound and Moto Concepts for 2016, 450 Supercross. And uh, we'll wait and see what the outdoor program is. So uh, thank you for, once again, for coming on. I, I appreciate it. You always uh, always reply uh, to us whenever we want to get you on. And uh, and I appreciate that. And good luck with everything. Uh, you doing any off season stuff? Any plans to do anything? Uh, I think I'm going to do the um, the Monster Cup is the plan, and possibly the uh, Straight Rhythm. Okay, awesome, oh, cool. Yeah, uh, we'll uh, great. See you here, here soon. So, right. I, I appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, Vince. All right, right on. See you, see you Vince. Vince Freeze, everybody. I'm telling you, he's going to be Mike. Love this guy right here. What well, makes you think that? Because uh, I think down. Vince is underrated as a guy as a racer. Yeah, I, agree. I think he's pretty good. And I think Mike's... He's proved it this, this yeah. summer, for sure. And Mike's things are going down, you know? But, but, you know, let's say Mike's had a couple bad races, and he comes back and be does what Mike does, you know what I mean, and starts Supercross. I mean, you don't think that's a possibility? You think once they go down, that's it? 
I think Mike is trending downward. Uh, you think he doesn't have the desire anymore? He's just I think, I think complacent? He's just, yeah, I think is he's, he's just at that point in his well, life? I don't talk to him that much anymore <laughs> with the whole thing. <laughs> I just think Mike doesn't want to get hurt anymore. He's been hurt a lot. Yeah. He's, he's, and look, if he wasn't a, 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 a van, there's a lot of miles in that odometer. Is Mike, has Mike made enough to stop, you think? I don't think done? so. Would you? Uh, I, don't I think so. I would I imagine. I think he's done. Depending on who's in control of the money, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Depending yes, on who's in control of the money. Yeah. Hey, I felt like Vince was maybe giving us a little bit of a heads up, like maybe more Canadian Nationals than this year. You I didn't like, hear you that. Like you that's that? you. Well, that's your wishful thinking. I no, think right. you're speculating. But he yeah. was saying like to that guy on the phone, like, anything uh, Canadian. Just, see. No, no, no. I didn't it didn't sound like he was alluding to something like that. Thank yeah. You. That's the two Canadian guys talking to me. What the fuck It is, right? Know? Maybe I'm they t- know something we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They heard Do want, something I Because I talked hear. to Vince earlier, and I said, I even asked him, I said, hey, is there anywhere you don't want us to go with this? Or, you know, you know, obviously I, we don't want to bring you on and beat you up on this whole deal. And he's like, no. And I, he, he said, Why? I Vince got. Vince is among friends here. Yeah. Right? He said, I got my deal set. We just got it going for uh, for Supercross. And um, we're we're working on the outdoor deal now. He yeah. says, I really don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I, I wish I did know, but well, you know, no, we not that it matters to me. Does but. that mean he gets paid more if he does outdoors or is it kind of, well, I would assume I wanted to ask him like, Hey, you know, what kind of deal he has with them? Cause let's say Vince, I think it's per race. Let's just say Vince comes out. How does cross, Genova right? do it? You know what I mean? That's a good question. Yeah, How I, does think Genova I think it's run per race. Team? Well, I, I wonder if let's say he comes out, Anaheim won the That's first five races and Vince is solid top 10 guy. You know he's a good starter. You know he runs in the front. He'll qualify every time. Let's just say something happens to somebody at Honda, and they came and said, hey, Vince, you're our guy. You want to step in? I wonder if he would step away from Moto Concepts at that well, point. Yeah, that's a, that's a million-dollar question. He needs to. You know what I mean? He needs to. I mean, I know he got offered a factory ride from a team, and he turned it down to stay with Genova. You know? and that, that Yeah. 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 He Do you did, think Genova has some things in his contract? As a fill-in. As a fill-in. As a Uh-oh. fill-in rider, not not a full-time ride. Right. Halfway through, like not even halfway, like three races into the season, they said, "Hey, we have a spot. It's yours. You want it?" He said, "Will you give me a ride all the way? Th- I, mean, I need a ride to the end of the year, not yeah. just for." And they said, "No, we can't." And he said, "Okay, yeah, I'm not going." One thing that's over, that's not talked about in our sport as much is these fill-in rides are not that good. No, these teams take advantage of you wanting. The only to ride person there. that's good for is the team. You yeah, know? yeah, they don't exactly the like. Uh, Pay you a ton, or, or you know, if pay you at all, you know. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, some people say yes just to get up on top of the factory, you know, to, to ride yeah, a factory no, motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to roll the dice. Absolutely. All right, uh, let's take a commercial break here. Commercial break number What's two. What's up with Alan? He he nonstop talked all the way here, and he hasn't said three words since we started this deal. Yeah, he's just observing. He's your buddy. He doesn't talk to you? No, he? yeah, no, he's my buddy, and this is what I expect. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, no, well, I'm just making yeah, sure because no, he talks all the way here. He has lots to say on the way here. Probably why I don't have my own radio show. It's <laughs> not surprising. Uh, we'll take a commercial break here. Uh, come back with Jake Weimer. Find out what he's doing. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Pulp Mech Show. Eddie Ray. Thomas Victor. Alan Brown. Devin Gibbs. Steve Mathis. Stick around, why don't you? Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. 
Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone, Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, MFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. 
Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Gigantoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all new line of atlas braces are 20% lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now.
Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. 
All Vortex racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Show presented by BTOSports.com and Sly Racing. Thomas is, Thomas Menfab. Good your, song. It's your song. You like it, huh? Yeah, good song. I can see this. I, can I see thought, you know, when I've in the past I've heard songs, I'm like, what would I play if you ever asked me to play a song? Uh-huh. I thought this might be one that might break some gaps. Well, one to ten, that was a ten. I was, was hoping, good. I was hoping to be Van like Halen. It. I'm not going to lie. I was hoping to be Van Halen. but Well, we know you're always stuck in some little mode or another. Yeah. Uh, it's not Ridgeline, it's Van, Van Halen. <laughs> Van Halen with Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, it's good. I've heard of the band. I've never heard the song, though. I've only heard one song from them, so oh, I don't really? know. Heard, yeah. Well, I think no. this is their claim to fame. One hit wonder. Thomas Covington, Vince Freeze, all in a Pulp Mech show. Uh, coming up with Jake Weimer here. Shortly, if you have a question for Gibbs, btosports.com, Gibbs Gibbs segment, tweet him. You got a little bit of time left at Pulp Mech Show. Get enough questions, Gibbs? We're doing all right. We could use a little bit more. All right. We could always use a little bit more. Nice song choice, Tom. Thanks, man. Yeah, no, I always pick good songs, too. Oh, wait. 
After an enormous sellout tour in 2014, the world's greatest action sports show, Nitro Circus Live, is coming back to North America in October with a mind-blowing new show. Featuring Travis Strong and 40 of the world's extreme athletes in freestyle MX, BMX, and skate, Bilko, Adam Jones, Josh Ian, Cam Sinclair, 25 cities across the continent this fall. Head to NitroCircus.com. We're going to have Travis on, I hope, next week. We're working on it. We're tracking him have down. Have you seen that show? Yeah. I know. I like it, too. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, really it's amazing. Yeah, it's something's always going on. And yep. They're on big wheels or they're on coolers. Hot girls dancing all over the place. Right. We're, the, giving, we're giving tickets away, though, right? We're giving a pair of tickets away uh, this um, this three days from now. They're in Philly. Then they take a month off, and they're coming to Boston, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Fargo, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Portland, Anaheim, Fresno. God, it's such a sad life when I look at this list, and I've been to all these cities. Like, seriously. Just stop it already. World Traveler. Ticket prices range from $99 for the Nitro Club VIP package to 39 bucks on the low end. So... Get your tickets. Nitro Circus. NitroCircus.com. All right. That guy on the chat room who wants the tickets for Saskatoon, call back in. 702-586-757. Gibbs. Some guy's calling in from Canada. He wants that Saskatoon tickets. Let's give it to him. What's his name? I don't know. He called in earlier. He asked Vince okay. a question. All right. What's a Saskatoon? <laughs> Who knows? What's a Saskatoon? <laughs> I went to a blue. It's, I went to, it's, a, it's, it's a instrument. Next, it's next to a regina. <laughs> it's instrument. It's, it's next to a regina. I went to a Blue Jays game in Anaheim. Mangina? Two, two, three weeks ago. Oh, you did? Yeah, they were in Anaheim. Yeah. Yeah, and there was about ten guys behind me from Saskatchewan, from, yeah. from Saskatoon. And oh, jeez. They were partying like like who done it they were that's hey, your speaking of which to the show speaking of which do something mind you you've been watching canadian nationals on uh tv <laughs> i haven't no you haven't well haven't. that's why you don't have the channel the guys that do the announcing i don't know if they do this because maybe just a little pun or whatever but they were doing the regina race and the first thing they came on they said this week it's a little wet in regina you know what i mean like they yeah, just kept yeah, yeah. using these little puns yeah, like yeah. were you picking up me kind of what they were laying down you know it was mm-hmm. funny yeah, well, that's a little announcers for you. <laughs> okay, Alan Brown's in studio. Thomas Victor from Infab. Eddie Ray. Yeah. How's your appearance so far on the show? It's awesome. Hey, uh, if you're into hockey, and who in this room isn't, uh, Thursday I'm going to do a launch a podcast. Uh, Should pulp, I raise my hand now? Or? Pulp Hockey, uh, a one-on-one podcast I'm doing with Ray Ferraro, TSN's own Ray Ferraro. So if you're into hockey, go to pulphockey.com, subscribe to it on iTunes, and uh, we, uh, we're going to have it. So... We're pumped. Uh, we're pumped to launch it. I think it's gonna be good. Lame. Uh, did you get a sponsor for that yet? Nope. Why not? I did turn a couple down. Hockey, hockey. Oh, really? Turn them down. Yeah, wow. enough, I, there weren't enough money to be the presenting sponsor, so I'm like, nah, we're good. Once so we get this thing up, up and rolling, is once, this a sponsorship once, deal up for no, it's not. No? I need I need X amount of money. Um, Otherwise, you're just gonna do it for free. No, I'm hoping that people down the road will come in once they hear it. Once they hear the magic, they will want to be a part of it. So but I have to produce the magic first. The only way I listen to a hockey show is if you talked about motocross. <sighs> no, why, right? are, why are you this even guy, talking about your this hockey guy, show on your MX show? How does that even make sense to you? I'm trying. To, it's called cross promotion. Yeah, well, you know, well. I have uh, this guy. I'm doing it with has 150,000 Twitter followers. He's going to promote the show. Those people are going to into it. How many followers? I'm going to take that away from you. I'm going to take that away from you. Yeah. I'm going to take that away from you. I thought you wanted me to do this. Not if you keep hitting lane. When it comes no, no, to I did, but it, it switched off the screen again. Uh, yeah, well, some out. of them aren't. Some of them aren't. Even you might I don't know, man. You I, might want to stay in motocross. Did you get that guy? We're good? Is that the guy? Yeah, I got him. Okay. I'd stay in motocross, Steve, because, I mean, you yeah, go to Anaheim. You, you I'm pretty sure motocross is bigger in Southern California than hockey is. 
Hey, but what's that got to do with anything? That's what your fan base. Hey, is. I have I have oh. a f- appreciation for every professional sport. Let's say, but I think you're making a bad career move. It's an hour a week. Well, but but <laughs> I yeah, see aspirations. Yeah, I was going to say you have aspirations to do more, right? Uh, it's going to be a like, long Like, would way. you ever be done with this moto thing? No, I mean, no, no. I love I, – I think I would be done okay. traveling to the races. You know what I mean? Well, you're done with that now. No, I'm not. If you ain't got to do the goggles, why do you got to go? I still got to go for my – Watch it on TV. Journalistic responsibility. Well, you can't be a journalist that reports from the house like <laughs> some of the others. <laughs> there are some of yeah, those. There are, yeah. One thing I'll be pumped about is not, uh, you know, not go after the races running around collecting goggles or going early. So you don't have to, to go to work. Off. You don't have a nine-to-five. You right. got to go to the races on the weekends. You know, you do your little radio show. It sounds like a pretty good gig. This is great. This show's awesome. Yeah, it's then, phenomenal. Then what are you complaining about? Why you got to go to the races? Everybody, pophockey.com. Oh, go there, Ray Ferraro. Hundred fifty thousand Twitter followers. Check it out. Thanks. Hey, let's get uh, what's his nuts on the line, Jake Weimer. Uh, we should probably cool call Nick Way tonight too. See what he's doing. That's always a good time. He's probably just you know changing tires, adjusting some suspension in the garage, Nick. changing a, a rocker arm. I actually got a uh, what do you call that? A like from Nick today. I was surprised with that on Instagram. Yeah. Oh, well, I talked yeah. to Nick a few times. N- NYK guy, yeah. twenty-seven. Yeah. No, it's cool. We could talk to him about the uh, Edge of Summer race that he did. Uh, well, he didn't get first, second, or third. He crashed, because... in, he crashed in first turn. Got oh, eighth. He got eighth, yeah. So, bummer for him. Um, that thing is pretty cool, though. That race is pretty cool. Uh, it looks Did like... you go? No, but I saw videos and stuff. Did you watch that from TV? Did you write about it? Nope. Oh, well. <laughs> Not going to write about he it. He wasn't welcome so there. Much, so much for... Yeah, he wasn't welcome there. <laughs> was he? Ricky had a welcome. sign at the door. said, if this hey, guy shows see, up, don't I, let him in. I did Bro, see some posts. I know. They gave me money. I saw a post that was pretty cool with Roxon. Playing mechanic for somebody. Yeah, Blake Savage, his girlfriend's brother. Yeah, kind of neat. Well, that's a way to get in with the girlfriend, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah that's Pit brownie points. The, brother. brownie the points. brother's pretty good. He races Canadian Nationals. He's gone on the podium a couple times. So the brother's, uh, brother's pretty legit. I thought that was cool of him. I mean, uh, he had to be there, I guess, but it was, it was a cool post. We were hoping to have the guys from Slayton Racing on tonight. They were going to drop their 2016 lineup for the first time, debut it here on the show. Couldn't get it happening, but I think we're going to do it next week. So stay tuned. That's the Yamaha That's the Yamaha Slayton slash Strict team. Strict, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They so. couldn't get him signed, or, or I don't know. I don't know what the oh, deal they was. didn't return your call. Uh, no, no, they're trying to come on. Okay. They want to come on. They, 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 come reco- on. they, they recognize get... the power of pulp. Maybe the riders are holding up for more money. Yeah, yeah, you know more about that. Maybe they told him they're not. Maybe in they're hurry. trying to get in Phil's van with him. They want to get in the van with Phil. Maybe they're trying to get. Yeah, maybe they're trying to sign Phil. Maybe they're not in a hurry. <laughs> J Bone, don't worry. We're not in a hurry. All the other rises again. Signed. Jeremy just wants the best for Phil. I mean, you guys can balk at that or think that's not true, but they I want, promise. Ah, oh, come on. We've Thomas. had we have we have conversations about it, and we all want the best for Phil. As long as it, the best involves yeah. getting it for cheap for cheap. Oh, well, it's not a. It's, I don't think it has involves that. It's a. It's a. You know those. The, to put another mechanic, you know, on. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to but they have a guy. Call somebody around from one of the country to the other. It's just no. They don't have another guy. They got a Who guy. Who do they got? Like Spencer. S- Spencer doesn't want to do the whole series, and I'll do it. And and honestly, they're at the point now where, like the outdoors, 
were taking a toll on Spencer and his trying day to do job. His trying to do his yeah, normal job, yeah, right? Yeah, it was getting in the way. Vortex Racing, 40% off your order. Contact Jake at Vortex Racing. 20 years of intelligent race design. Vortex is a leading manufacturer of MX race components. They're on our show now, 40% off. Pretty good deal. Yoshimura, James Stewart, Blake Baggett, Bowers, uh, Ronnie Renner, they use Vortex. And they have the uh, V3 bar, and they have the, uh, the sprockets, that uh, thousand different gear choices. And uh, V3 sprocket, rocked by Ricky Renner in his clean sweep at Loretta's. Ooh, it's got to hurt, Eddie. Little. Uh, and Vortex is happy, pleased, proud to bring you our next guest on the show. He is a former 125 Supercross champion and uh, turned uh, Team Tatter Racing. Jake Weimer, what's up, Jake? What's going on, guys? Now, when you were here in studio with your lovely wife, Nicole, did you know at that time that you were going to be a dad? Yes, I did. But you didn't tell me. No, I didn't tell you. It was too early. Oh, okay. All right. Isn't there, like, there, uh, from what I'm told, there's, like, some rules? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you can't tell anybody until you're, well, I think it's 12 weeks, three months, whatever that is. Right, right. I didn't know if, uh, it, if you'd fallen in that three months, like, if you just, yeah. No, we'd found out, I think we were going to, leaving for Vegas Supercross. We either let, I think we left Thursday night, and we found out. We left Friday morning. We found out Thursday. Wow. So we so, just So that's out. why you were weird when you were here after the Supercross. Remember, we've covered this. That could have had something to do with it. And then when you came back, you were much better, but you didn't tell us again. But congrats on that. I didn't, congrats. Fuck it. I, did I not tell you then? No. Yeah, because oh, yeah, I heard it. I, I remember, remember hearing it somewhere, somewhere yeah. too. Yeah, I remember on the show? Yeah. I found Because she was here with him. I, I found out. Yeah, I I feel like we talked about it. Nah, I mean, yeah, I, I I wouldn't know. I mean, I don't talk to Jake. You know, I don't call him on the phone. But right. I heard it. I knew. I remember yeah. something about that too. Yeah, I think you guys are thinking of his Instagram and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Congrats, anyways, buddy. When when That's when did you have? You. That's awesome. Is it boy girl? No, not not yet. They, oh. they just she's pregnant. No, we know. Okay, it's a uh, baby girl. Nice. Yeah, that sucks. You got to get a boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um, no, girls are fine, but dude, that's a lot of problems with girls. A lot of issues. He doesn't have just, any kids. What does he know? Just about get anything? a boy, a and, and, and you can train him. him to be a supercross well, champion. I, I missed. I think I missed that step where the, you know you get like the page or whatever that you can fill out and check which one you want. <laughs> you know, I, I think I missed. Uh, that part of it. Right. Vortex Racing, you bring you Jake Weimer. So, hey, you're back riding, uh, long time off, bad injury, uh, Detroit yeah. Supercross. How's it going? How's the how's the riding going for you? You enjoying it? Nice to be back on the bike? Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm definitely enjoying it. It's it's nice to be able to go ride. Right. Um, when you get hurt, you always kind of go through this stage, especially when you've been doing it for a while, that you're like, ah, I mean. Mm-hmm. You're just like pissed about being hurt or, you know, dealing with pain or, or whatever. But then, I mean, this time was a little different because the injury was a lot more significant than really anything that I've had before. So I didn't really know how I was going to feel. But uh, I would say the first couple of months I was fine. Like I, I wasn't like really dying to go ride or whatever. Right. But then probably six weeks, a month before I could ride. Um, like I really, really wanted to ride again. So, um, it's nice to be able to ride. I'm enjoying it. It's fun to go out and ride. I, I mean, I still have, I think a lot of work to do. My arm feels pretty good. Um, dealing with a little bit of 
pain, discomfort in my shoulder from uh, the surgery. When they when they put the plate in, they had to cut my tricep muscle, so I have to go through the process of like getting that thing basically working again and right. and back to where it needs to be. So uh, it's getting better, and it's I mean I can ride; it's not a problem. But I mean I'm definitely you know kind of yeah. careful. I don't really put myself in any situation where you know if I really had to muscle my way through something, I kind of steer clear stuff like that for now I, i've only ridden three times but i'm gonna go again tomorrow so mm-hmm. no it's fun I'm, I'm glad to to be riding again so you're only like at this point you're outdoor milestone only type deal right for a long time yeah 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 i rode milestone a couple times and then i went to paula um mm-hmm. last friday and uh um they they actually have like some I mean, it's not like gnarly, but they have like some pretty big jumps there, like steep, right, like right. kind of blind, whatever. So I was, I was pretty careful, but I mean, I'm fine. I, I case the hell out of one of them, and I, I mean, I'm fine. I just right. I try and keep myself out of a situation until I feel like I'm 100. percent I try and, you know, be Jeez. safe. That was um, what are we in? We're in September. You got hurt like yep. in March. Yep. So what's that? Six months. Six months. I didn't ride. I didn't ride exactly the day I rode. It was five months, seven days. Okay, yeah, that's a long, that's so, a long time. That's a guy who wants to ride when he knows the days, <laughs> yeah. the months, and the day. I do. Yeah, no, it's got to be a little weird, right, to get on a bike and like you know, especially like you know, yeah, you're, you're a world class. Yeah, it was weird because I've 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 never been hurt for that amount of time. I think the only other t- the longest I've been hurt before that, I think both times. Uh, one, I was in a car crash, and then the other one, I I broke my forearm, and I think both of those were three months. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this was pushing double that time. Right. So the first, I mean, I'm going to Milestone, and I was like driving there, and I'm like, like I was like a little nervous, like, <laughs> right. like I don't know how this is gonna go, like whatever. But I mean, I showed up, and I was honestly a little bit nervous, but got on the track jumped everything on the first lap and i like i honestly didn't feel like i hadn't been riding like i felt right you know normal normal really so uh 702-586 pulp you got a question for jumping jake weimer uh or jake the snake weimer uh i know you love that one uh 702-586 um yeah, especially like you know your first day back at milestone and some b rider gets behind you and he's like i'm gonna race with jake weimer you're like, no, I mean, yeah. no, I didn't, I don't even get mixed up in that right now. Cause I mean, that is my attitude. Like I like, but in this situation for me, like, it's just, I'm not even going to push it until I feel like, like I'm a hundred percent. My arm's good. But I'm like I said, my shoulder's still a little bit weak. Mm-hmm. So for now I'm just, I'm riding and just I'll, I'll, pull over and get out of your way i don't i don't care about <laughs> right. that right now i just want to be it's just nice to be riding and rehabbing my arm and shoulder and as soon as i'm 100 percent, then i'll then i'll care but right. until then i just don't worry about it do we do we know what you're doing next year uh no i'm working on it i mean okay. i've yeah i'm working on it just trying to figure it all out because i i feel everything. like out in the world, there's this assumption you're going Team Tedder again, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know if he is. 
No, I've talked to him, and we're working on situations. But okay, as yeah. of now, I don't, I don't, I don't have, I haven't signed anything in boots, gear, ride, goggles. Nothing. I haven't signed Go- anything. Goggles. Goggles. Anything. Huh? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. So I'm just trying to figure out, obviously, the best scenario that I feel that I can be competitive in, and just working on that. So. Well. Um, when you're ready, no, I'm still working on all of it. When you're ready to do your goggle deal, come up to Vegas. I want to watch you ride and see if we need you on the X Brand. Program. You're out of the goggle business. I know, right? Let's. You're out. No. Yeah, he's out of the goggle. Uh, tickle ran him right out of the business. I don't build them anymore, but I'm still involved in athlete relations. <laughs> Who's building them? I don't know. You need a job? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> you're going to be why at the not? races, anyways. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> what kind of bike are you riding uh, now, Jake? Still Cowie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I've been riding Cali right now. Wait, hey. wait, wait to follow him on Instagram, Eddie. Um, uh, the 15 or the 16? The 16 or no? Uh, yeah, I just I just got a 16, rode it uh, two two times. Oh, okay. Well, look, we're trying to get Phil Nicoletti a ride here, and it's not working out. So he's going to get a van and do the whole series. So maybe you can get a van with Phil, and you and Phil can do everything. His JGR deals no more. Mm, no, I just want him to do a full time deal. It doesn't sound like oh. it's a full time op- opportunity for him. Jake's hanging up the call. I was fixing JGR. to say, what's their number? Yeah. <laughs> what's their number? <laughs> um, I just feel Phil should be full time. That's all. Mm. So, um, Dude, so it's, it's tough. Well, we were just talking about Bogle earlier on the show. Like, there's a big question about you know Justin Bogle coming off a 250 Supercross title uh, a couple years ago, and certainly yeah. a great rider, putting some good good outdoor yeah. rides. And like, yeah. dude, where is he going to go? Like, seriously. So, you know, a guy like you, like coming off an injury where the sport forgets about you. Like, again, like what's right. how do you deal with that? I mean, how do you like wake up every day and just not, you know, because obviously there's it's tough. I mean, that's one thing. Riders and I, I know everybody realizes it, but you guys got to, you know, basically any up yeah. a new job every year. That's got to be tough. Yeah, I, I actually I was thinking about that the other day and like. It's pretty crazy. I mean, I understand the fact that, you know, there's a lot of guys right now. There's only so many rides. But what is kind of crazy to me, like I said, I'm working on all my stuff right now. Um, And it blows my mind that once, you know, what injuries or whatever happens and you, as soon as you, are no longer, you know, quote unquote, the factory guy and in the factory rig. Mm-hmm. Like it's unbelievable how everything changes. And it's crazy because I think on a 450, it's a lot easier to deal with it because you can make a competitive bike and right. it doesn't change the, the way that you can ride or the, you, you know, your potential of getting some results, but it's crazy dealing with people. Like if, I don't. If you're say you're a thirtieth place guy, if somehow you sign a factory deal, you're going to get paid by gear manufacturers, goggle manufacturers, helmet, boots, like the whole thing, just yeah. because you're pitted under that tent. But you can take whatever, you know, this year in Supercross, like whatever I was ninth, tenth, you know, whatever. But it doesn't change, you know the who you are your ability but you can't like it's it's crazy that dealing with some people and trying to get certain deals lined up like you can't even get a call back just because <laughs> yeah 
Not because I'm a different rider or a different person, but because my bike sits in a different spot. So, but I mean, I'm still in the same spot in the starting line, but in the pits, I'm in a different spot. So it's, it's, it's pretty wild. Like how it, how it works. It's depressing is how it works. It's not, I mean, Kyle Chisholm's kind of going through the same thing, you know, um, um, Bogle and I spoke to his agent a while, a couple weeks ago and, yeah, like, I'm with you. It's it's just a weird deal. I just wonder how they deal with it on a day-to-day basis where it doesn't become, you know, overwhelming well, and they can get things there was, done. There was definitely, you know, I've thought about it. I've had a long time to think about it, and it was like, you know what, like, I don't know, maybe this is time for me to be like, you know what, like, I had a hell of a run. I did more than what I really probably thought that I could do. Maybe this is just time to, you know, pregnant wife, like, mm-hmm. you know, like there's definitely a hole there where you could be like, you know what, it's time for me to step out. But the problem is, is that it's like, you know what, keep your goggle money, keep your, you know, whatever I want to race. Cause I still believe that I can do well. So at that point, it's like, are, are, you can't quit because, you know, a goggle company won't call you back or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's that fine line. And it's like, so with my thought process being keep your keep your goggle money I, like that's fine I I would rather race I feel like that alone tells me like like if I was to hang it up now like I'd be pissed later so I I still want and feel like I I need to be out there Yeah, yeah. but it it is yeah. hard it is it's tough because it like it I mean there's days where I'm beyond pissed off and just can't even like fathom it like yeah it's 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 tough so do you feel like you get better or or you feel like uh, i got you know i just i got more in me so i gotta figure it out i think it's a bit of both i i think that i definitely feel that i still can bring something to the well not even that i won't even say bring something to the table because at this point there is no table. I'm going out there for me because I still feel like I could be I feel like in the right situation I could be one of I'm not I mean I'm not unrealistic and going to call a company and be like, "Hey, I think I can win 10 out of 17 races next year." Like I'm not going to say that. Like, dude, that's gnarly. Like right. I'm not going to say that, but I would confidently tell you, "Hey, if, you know, I believe I can be a top 5 guy, I'll tell you that." Like in the right scenario, healthy everything's good. I had a good off season. I'm ready to go. I would tell you that. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm unrealistic about it. I would never, like I said, I wouldn't call somebody and be like, Hey, if you sign me and give me $200,000 to wear your stuff, I'll, you know, I'll guarantee you 10 wins. Like I'm not, I wouldn't say that, but it, but I, I would also say that you do get, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bitter about a, a few do you know what situations? You know what the worst part is to me, and I've seen it time and time again um, from both ends, mechanic slash media guy, is yeah, the companies won't pay you as much, and maybe they don't call you back, but it's more like the dudes that were just blowing you when you were a champion and in factory rig, kind of don't have time for you now, and that's the disappointing part. People that you thought were your friends really aren't there for you no matter what, and that sucks, and I've seen it. It well, happens. I've been, I've been, yeah, you're right. I mean, I would say that I'm a little bit fortunate that I've kept 
some of those relationships that I had when I was doing well and and everything was going good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I obviously my relationship with Mitch and everybody at PC is still well, right. and they they helped me. You know, more than probably. Um, well, I mean, they still help me. They yeah. they do what they can. I still they'll test with me. They'll help me out, but. It's the situations where it's like, hey, you know, it's hard to to have a a long relationship with, you know, a, a any kind of gear company or whatever. I mean, I have good relationships with the people that were behind me this year, mm-hmm. but it's different between having, you know, like a long-term relationship like I've had with Mitch and the PC guys yeah. and people that I was successful with. So every year it's like, you're still fighting, you know, it's not like, I feel like you either, you're either going to get support because you're winning or, or doing, you know, really well, or you're getting support because somebody likes you there. So if you're stuck in the middle, like that's an <laughs> ugly spot to be in. Like yeah, yeah. you could be a, you could be a consistent, you know, top 10, top seven, whatever guy, but you're not quite doing well enough to, to, that they have to help you. Right. And if you don't have that relationship to where it's like your buddy and they're just going to help you because they're there, mm-hmm. then you're stuck in this middle road and that's a bad spot to be in. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, Tyler's on the line. Uh, Tyler, what's up? What's your, uh, what's your question for Jake Weimer? I just wanted to tell him, don't hang it up, bro. You still got it. Oh, that's deep, deep words. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I I used to race with you um, back when we were amateurs. I'm from Utah, but oh okay. Benny Williams, Jeremy O'Driscoll, yep. that that group. Yep. And uh, you still got it, man. I I'd hate to see a guy like you that, in quotations, made it and. And to hang it up, man. You you still got it, Jake. Do Tough it for time. Jake. I'll do it for Tyler. Anaheim. Do it for Tyler. I'll be at Anaheim for Tyler. Right. You better be. Thanks, Tyler. I will. Hey, Jake. Thanks, if man. you got a if you got a phone call from, let's say, I don't know, uh, not a factory team, but like any reputable team, and they came along and said, "Hey, listen, we'll do bikes, we'll do parts, uh, you know, all your expenses, and you can keep all your helmet money, gear money." all that would you would you take a deal like that for no no salary from a team but someone that could maybe build you back up to get you back to factory status like i mean i mean there are teams out there that are like that yeah for sure i mean honestly um you know my deal this year came together like so last minute and it was like kind of tough to get it i mean it was it it had to have been like a week or two into december once i got it all together so I mean, technically, like, it's not like I didn't race this year to make money. Like, I don't, I mean, I didn't, technically speaking, I I wouldn't have made enough money to pay my bills. So mm-hmm. at this point, I'm only racing to be on the best bike that I can be on that I feel like I can be competitive on. That's, that's my whole goal. It's not, you know, I've been doing it for 10 years and had some success. So the the priority right now is to be on the best bike that I could be on. If you ride with Tedder, do you got to ride a Cowie? Um, I don't know. Okay, you know all my feelings on that. I'm, I'm aware. Okay. Well, here's I'm aware. one other thing, Jake. Let's say the team but comes we over. But we have spoke with Cowie. 
what, let's say a team comes along, and I know you just said you have all these uh, relationships, like you know that Mitch has always been behind you. Yeah. I mean, would you step away from them if you? I mean, hey, listen, we can do this deal, but uh, you know, obviously, we're not pro circuit. Like, I mean, I know Tedesco yeah, was real. Tedesco is really big on always yeah. wanting pro circuit. Are you in the same boat, or you're like, hey, you know? Mitch will help me, but if I have a better deal, you know, I might have to use FMF. Come or, on, dude. You know. it's, it's shims and oil. I know, but, it's, yeah, but look at Tedesco. Yeah. He didn't want that. Uh, yeah, that course. was a bad attitude of by course. Tedesco, and I, and my opinion. Of course I would, and, I mean, Mitch, like, I feel like, like he's been awesome to me, like, you know, more than fair, and he, if there was a situation to come along that was, you know, going to be better for me, he he would tell me, like, he would tell me to leave. Like he, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I prom- I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, that's I agree. Not yep. that's not. Yeah, it's not about that. He uh, but, one mean, thing yeah, for Mitch: if you so. win a number one plate for him, he will always help you. On you've seen it time and time again. That guy is there for you. I, I mean, yeah. I think championship definitely helps, but I think like I don't know. I, I looked up to that guy before I rode for him, and then while I rode for him, like. I have the utmost respect for him, and I feel like he's treated me more than fair. And I—I uh, I mean, I—I text him the other day. I'm like, "Hey, give me a call when you can. I need some advice." And he—I mean, he hits me up like, "What do you need?" So yeah, he—I mean, I feel like yeah, no problem. Right. Um, well, if I mean, if you don't get anything lined up, maybe you can be—you know—sort of in the Publix co-host rotation, or maybe the producer job. <laughs> Listen, better than that, if you don't get a job. Let's just say, hopefully you do, Jake. But uh, your uh, your riding coach skills are pretty good these days. Uh, I see one of your pupils uh, took them uh, Loretta Lynn's title. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, Parabinos. Right. Parabinos. Hey, he trained. Uh, all I heard this whole time, you know, like Paul, Jake going to town, like you know, and guy can, comes out and he's, we, hey, he's been saying since January or February, I'm going to win this championship, and boy, he stuck yeah. to his guns. He can, won it. Can we talk about the, the hugely overrated Dan Truman, Paul Barabino showdown that I've been hearing about? That never came to – it never really came to – God bless Truman, but I heard that they were gunning for each other. They're going to be swapping moto wins, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, Paul. If the races were shorter – it would be that way. If the races were probably, right. instead of 20 minutes Truman being did, about Tr- six minutes, Truman and Parabinus would be Truman swapping moto didn't show up for his last moto. <laughs> Truman, Truman was on point for a lap and a half. I mean, he was showing some impressive skills. Yeah, yeah. But it just, unfortunately, went a little downhill from there. Because yeah. I even saw Jake. Hey, Paul, Paul said to me one after, I think, the second moto, he's like, dude, I just felt so tired. And yeah, I'm I was like, there. Look, Remember, like, I was standing there when you said that he hit a wall. Like he said, I hit. He goes, "I've never hit a wall like that before in my life." And I was just gonna say because Jake showed up for the last moto. Like I yeah, walked yeah. over there to see Paul. He was parked across from me, and of course, you know, just being Florida buddies and you know, friends yep, since right. we were little kids. I walked over there, and he told me, "He's like, dude, that moto. I don't know what happened." And but luckily, it wasn't the moto he was going after the championship yeah, yeah. in. But you know, Jake showed up. You know, had had some. You know, it's always good to have the guy that you know mm-hmm. trained you the whole time be there to support you. Yeah. Especially, you know, it was cool to see him win too. Yeah, that it was. It was awesome. I I told him. I said, "Hey, you you think you're tired? Everybody gets tired. We, you know, you train so that you can push through it." Yeah. But I said, "You you thought you were tired?" I said, "I said Dan got tired." Dan got tired. Dan got tired. Dan got tired. If you want to see tired, go look at Dan Truman. (laughs) 
Holy Jesus. Um, so when yeah. do you when do you hope to have everything done, or do you even know, or whatever? You, you any idea? Well, I mean, I'd like right. to have it done tomorrow. All right, yeah. Well, so this, is this is this going to stop you from coming back up here to co-host the show? Because I thought you were great. I mean, unless you change the show to Saturday nights, I won't be able to make it. But other than that, I should be able to do it. See, I like that. I like that attitude. I'm too busy training and riding. I can't come up. Weimer says he'll come up. Could, I think you could go for a run in Vegas on a Monday. It should yeah. be all right. Yeah, see? Exactly. Um, Alan Brown, why don't you get a team going and sign Jake? I would. He'd be uh, he'd be actually a really good candidate. That would be uh, cool. There's more to just than results. I mean, Weimer will get you the results, but there's also just being a good guy, having some fans, being a nice person. No, I think I think Weimer has that. Yeah, he's a marketable guy. He's good. He's got a good attitude. Right. And I think he's in a he's in a good place right now to go out there and just ride and just yeah. do the best yeah. he can. Just so. don't get on a Cowie. I love the Cowie guys. Love Cowie bikes. Get off Cowie though. What's wrong with the Cowie? Because Jake already rode for them and he got let go. So Maybe you need some change too. Don't exactly. Don't get a back on the bike that you know. You go get a new bike. That's it. Go get a new I, bike. I get what you're saying, but it, that that kind of goes back to what I was saying is that it's hard when you have I have good relationships with everybody over there. Yeah, so, you, you rode Hondas. You got like, good relationship with I, those guys. What? Nobody's even at Honda when <laughs> the same people than when I was there. Don't don't pull your facts out on me. I don't want to hear these facts. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, okay. Jake, there is nothing wrong with wiping the slate clean every once in a while and just starting from scratch. I, well, but like I said, I'll say the same thing again. My at this point, I race to the 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 main objective. the The priority mm-hmm. is to show up at Anaheim One with the best bike. So I have to go through my resources and you know make the best thing that I can. What uh, What about me coming back and wrenching for you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I could. I think I could motivate I, your situation. Reminds me a little bit of Nick Way in '02, Timmy Ferry in '99. I took. I the, heard you say earlier that you were part-time mechanic, part-time media guy, and then I was like, uh, I don't know about this. <laughs> Jesus, here we go. Um, you lost. You lost your goggle deal. I, like you're not your track record isn't looking yeah, good. Yeah, he's going downhill. I over walked here. away from the goggle deal. He's doing hockey podcast. Rock tickle. Rock tickle. Sentiment to retirement. If you can't do every story, <laughs> I'm hearing your side. I'm going to need to hear the other one. Listen, I played. There goes my hero, and I gave my retirement speech. It was it was epic. It was <laughs> I epic. Missed, Fuck where you was that? Your show oh, you don't listen this. weekly. You don't listen weekly. I'm very surprised. No, sometimes I listen to him on my road ride, though. Oh, okay. I, oh, well. I listened to Kenny's Corner with Brian Swink the other night. <laughs> well, that's depressing. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's wow. pretty depressing. Um, Dude, it's not even a laughing matter. Holy smokes. That was a tough one. Though. I didn't get 10 minutes into that one. I had to change. Do you? Before Watson did that one, Watson told me, hey, I've been talking to Swink because Swink's – Brian's been in a Is bit of a mess. Is it worth listening to? I don't, yeah, ask Jake. Jake. The what? Is it worth what? listening to? Is there I mean, is there yeah, a lesson yeah. in there somewhere? Because ten minutes in, I had to. God, this yeah, I would say there is. I would say that this sport is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, That's what I would say. Watson, Watson told me, "Look, Swank's been a bit of a mess on the Pulp Show a few times. He's all clean and sober. He's got a job. He's happy. He's in a nah. good place. Nah. I'm going to call him up. He's going to be a redemption podcast. He's going to. He's going to. You know, everyone's going to hear how good he's doing." 
And yeah. that was exactly the opposite of what Kenny thought it would be. Yeah, but why is Kenny telling him, like, hey, no, you're doing better, man. Like, you're you're on the right path. Wow. Like, I'm listening to it like, gosh, thanks, dude. I might need to catch a flight and go help help this guy out. <laughs> Maybe Watson, like, he's doing better as far as he was a negative 100, and now he's only a negative 70 in life. So maybe I mean, I guess technically you know? that would be doing better. I mean, I, I mean, I'd say this with the utmost respect. I mean, I yeah, I'm, badass dude. I've never met him, but right. yeah, he was he was gnarly. But geez, yeah. that was tough to listen to, man. Well, I think it was uh, three shows ago. Uh, I played. Uh, I, I announced my re- Eddie. It was you were here, wasn't it? Um, I thought you were I in studio. That was, no. was two shows ago. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was three. Yeah. I announced my retirement from the goggle business. So uh, I played. There goes my hero. It was about the nine o'clock hour. And I huh. gave a speech, and I and I signed off as only a champion like myself would do. Uh, what are we working on now? I'm gonna just try to do media stuff, bro. Just want to be a media Come guy. Come on, man. Come on. Apparently, he's working Open on just the same what, cul-de-sac. What are we working on? Uh, I'm really working on nothing new other than a hockey podcast Dude, that you can't get paid speaking for. Speaking of hockey, mm-hmm. speaking of hockey, I'm I mean Lame. I'm not like a big hockey fan. I don't know much about it. But I I was on my spin bike the other day, mm-hmm. and I saw, I don't know if it was a 30-on-30 30 30 or, or it was something, and it was a podcast or a, a documentary on Chris Nyland. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see that. Um, Dude. Wait. No, that's not the one I want to see, but because it wasn't going to be a 30-for-30, 30 30, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't think it's a 30-for-30, 30 no. 30, but it's. Mm-hmm. Wow, that guy is gnarly. Yeah, he had a, it, he was a brawler, it, man. He was a brawler. It didn't it didn't really end well, but um, it's yeah, yeah, it blew my mind. No, a lot of those guys that were sort of fighters back in the eighties and nineties, they've fallen on rough times, you know. Nowadays, yes, so and, and he did. Um, okay, uh, what else? Uh, oh, what about the proposed uh, Mafia Moto Crew, Jake Weimer, Nick Waite Super Team? How's that going? Mm, I don't know, but text him. Well, he texted me about another rider the other day. So, like, well, see that? Then why are you asking me? You already know more than I do. Well, no, but I was meaning like, oh, he's talking. He's talking about adding a uh, adding a dude, and I know you got to be in the mix for that. I I don't know. Would I you? Mean, I'm, I'm. Do you have to write a county for that? Do you have to write a county on that team? Is Nick? I Ken? don't know. It's not my team. I don't know. Would Big Nasty be the guy to talk to about that? Uh, I mean, I don't know, unless you're in the market for some pickles and maybe a motor swap. I don't know. <laughs> you better call T-Way. T-Way probably runs the oh, show Oh, T-Way would be awesome, yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I wish T-Way was my dad. I do. T-Way's, honestly. When, <laughs> of all the dads and moto dads, is there a cooler one than T-Way? Seriously. Eddie? Mm. Uh, even, uh, it's a good dude. And Mama B's just right there, too. No, I know. Yeah. There, there's so many psycho moto dads out there. Crazy-ass oh. moto dads. That when you look at See, T-Way, you know he what? is on there's the... There's, like, he, inside of MX Sports. T-Way is on top of the mountain with, like, no no peer. I don't know him as well. I don't know... Would T-Way ever give a German magazine an interview like Papa Roxon did? Seely's <laughs> <laughs> dad seems pretty cool, too. Seely's dad is cool. Seely's dad yeah, is way cool. He came up to me and said, man, uh, I, I can't believe my kid rides for factory Honda. I'm so pumped. I cannot believe it. <laughs> and I said, and he's like, I listen to your show every once in a while. Thank you for having Cole on or whatever. But yeah, Seely's dad's pretty good. 
There's a lot yeah, of good moto parents cool. out there, and there's a lot of bad hey, ones. There's probably one. more bad ones than aren't good there ones, are, but, there you are. know. Yeah. There's a couple the, good ones. The moto dad that did the best for his son and managing his money, and even though his son had some rough times, it's got to be Dick Lachine. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, he did, yeah. He yeah. did pretty good for the dogger. Yeah. Investing in that Qualcomm stock was good. Well, was yeah, a good move. just starting Maxima right, and, right. and building that for But T-Way. T-Way's I mean, cool. seriously. T-Way's cool. Yeah. Does it get any cooler? I remember one time when I was working for Nick, he comes over and he's like, hey, uh, boy, he's like, uh, they're they're tripling or quadding whatever over on that far section. And Nick goes, yeah, thanks, Dad. I know that. And he goes, okay. Turns around and walks away. <laughs> <laughs> like like you're like okay see ya, i've done my part i'm going to get a beer or whatever you know so hey see my my dad would tell me that same stuff but he was lying and because we do track walk or whatever and he's like hey i think you could jump six right here and i'm like nope you can't do that that's you, you can't do that and then after whatever first or second practice he'd be like they're doing it. They're jumping seven. Like, you're lying. You are lying because he wants me to do it. So I'm like, you're lying out of your mouth right now. You are lying. <laughs> you're lying right and now. Sure enough, then nobody does it. And I'm like, hey, I thought you said that some people were going like seven, jump, <laughs> jumping 16 at a time out there. And he's like, well, I swore I thought I saw someone do it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, uh, that's funny. There was a couple times on track walk where you and I were debating about different obstacles, and I think you ended up being right more times than I did. Oh, imagine that the the rider maybe picked out a, you. Just, you must not have been seeing very clear. Maybe you had a pair of them goggles on that you built. Oh, please give me a break. <laughs> um, well, hey, thank you, uh, thank you for coming on, Jake. Appreciate it. I hope yep. everything's going good in the uh, in the comeback. Uh, I want you to come back up here as a co-host sometime. It'd be great. Um, yep. I don't want you to ride a Cowie next year, but you can sign with Team Tedder. So go ahead with that if you want to do that again. Hey, if you if you want to be a team sponsor, let me know. I can give you. I'll text you my email address. We can talk about some pulp pulp stuff. Pulp. Pulp money. I'm gonna actually hit up Alan Brown here about running a team and, and how Pulp can get involved in in a, in a motocross team. Steve already gave all his money to Lobster Claw Boy. Yeah, you can't put a sticker on a helmet for free. I actually just hung a bunch of helmets up in my garage, mm-hmm. and I saw one of them had a Pulp sticker on it, and I'm like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> this prob- was for a three dollar Starbucks. I probably put that on when you weren't looking or something. No, it, that was our deal. That was our agreement. Oh, at wasn't, wasn't that? Oh, yeah, at, that was at Bercy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. more than a three dollars Starbucks. You said you'd bring me a, a coffee every day if I ran a pulp sticker. So I, yeah, I I agreed. Yeah, I agreed. And uh, it was about six dollars uh, euros, and also it was a far <laughs> walk. So I spent about. It wasn't that far. All oh, those cobblestone streets too—they're dangerous. They're slippery. <laughs> you know, um, that's funny though. I like that you still do wah, that. Wah, wah. Um, I'd like to get Problem X behind your effort, but the problem is, is, is you know, you're not going to get photos in MXA or, or, uh, or, or Dirt Rider if you got a pulp sticker on, so it's not going to work out. Huh. Lame. Well, so, There's you know. sacrifices and everything, you know? Give and take. Yeah, you got, you got a good point. All right, buddy. Thank you for coming on Vortex Racing. Vortex will give you sprockets and bars if you need them. Mm. They might even pay you. I don't know. I might. Jake at Vortex Racing, save 40% off. Uh, and, and mention the code PulpMX15. Uh, Vortex bringing you Jake Weimer on the show. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for coming on. No problem. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Thanks. See ya. 
Jake Wammer is another guy like we don't talk enough about as far as like the bowl goal. Or, like, I've heard a lot of people in the industry, oh, he's riding for Tedder again. And I know from talking to him, like, he just wasn't pumped on the Cowie thing. But don't you have to ride Cowie there? I don't know. What is Team Tedder doing? I haven't heard nothing since since Jake Same got hurt. Same as the other team out there going racing because they love racing. Guy, that's a lot of money to just love racing. Hey, you know, there's there's lots of money out there. We just we just talked about how you you love racing too, but you wouldn't well, put up a whole, again, for a whole team. I like sponsoring right. race teams that promote products, the products that I sell. But you do it right. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really say we do it right, but um, you're on the pulp. But show. I don't want to go racing. You're on the pulp show. Doing it right that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Um, it's, been a, it's been a good. Yeah. Like, okay, so no Nick Way? No Nick Way. Talked to Nick Way about this Edge of Summer race. He told me he had some Supercross suspension on and it was a bad choice. So, hmm. um, all right. Let's take our last commercial break of the night here on the Pulp Mech Show. Presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We'll come back with the NFAB question of the day. Or seven. And fab question of the days. Uh, Gabby Gibbs, Alan Brown, Thomas Victor, Eddie Ray. Lots more to talk about. Jason, Jason Thomas is going to come back. And uh, stick around, why don't you? Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement.
replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts and the craziest contraptions ever plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun in all there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the usa combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked up bigger than ever nitro gigana ramp this is truly a visual experience never seen before Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each, plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house, as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey, guys. It's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett 
Wyatt Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shermeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes. Ken Wrench on the number 10. Justin Brighton. Pat work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, is like the gutter on Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Andrew Short. Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. And go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech, privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
Hey, 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 W Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse you give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
back, everybody. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. And tonight, NVAB. Also brought to you by NVAB and Fab.com. Proudly made in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. Light, light mounting solutions, bumpers, Jeep gear, you name it. NVAB has it covered. N-Fab.com. JT. Yo. Welcome back. Thanks. Look, you're not going to tell us anything because that's how you are. Nobody listens to this show, though. Okay. But what is going on? Now with... that you said that. What's that? Now that you said that, I'll just say <laughs> whatever you want. Right. Thank you. Spill Fantastic. the beans. Uh, what is going on with Fly Raising and Monster Energy Pro Circuit for next year? Uh, nothing as far as I know. Do you think they'll be in four? Um, I don't think so, no. I don't. Yeah. But can you at least confirm that Fly is among the guys that are going for this team? Like I've heard. Um... It's really funny. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, it's not really my like. That's not my job. I know, to, but we're nobody listens. That stuff. Right, but nobody but, listens. Well, and that, and having said that, I'm not saying that because nobody listens. I'm just saying like I don't talk to Mitch Payton about that stuff. So I honestly don't know exactly where it's at. I know there was a bunch of companies, us included, that were all kind of interested. But you know what's funny? But I, I've I heard I've heard from people in the pits at Indiana. It is fly. It's done. Stamp it. I walk 20 well, feet. That's, that's no, no, I know. But I walk 20 feet. It's answer. Stamp it. It's done. Walk okay. 50 feet. Well, it's A-star. Done. Stamp it. <laughs> I don't know if it's done now or not with anyone. Yeah. But I, I can 100% guarantee you at Indiana nothing was done. No, I know. I, I thought it was hilarious. Like, And I yeah. these people were like, you know, semi-people that are in the know, and they all right. like, you know, it's done. Why are they shopping? Well, I mean, anything you have, anytime you have a team that's been that successful over time, when their contract is up, people are going to be interested. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's normal. So, uh, But you're talking about a team that's won so much. It's also very, very expensive, and there's a lot of factors involved. So um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. I know that. I'm I, as interested as anyone. I talked to a Parts Unlimited person who said that Thor is done. Out. Not doing it. No way. Not going back. As far as I know, that's true. Yeah. So now it's just a question of where they're going. What, yeah, what it, they, they went after a different team. So. What if what if we reword the question, Jason, and say, what are the chances that WPS starts selling pro circuit pipes next year? We already do. They already do. Yeah. They're, okay. Yeah. I thought they were still exclusive. Yeah, we, pro- we've been that. We've been doing that for about a year. Or so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Because they were exclusive parts unlimited for a while. Yeah, they for were. A long time. Right. Yep. Right. Um, it should be interesting to see what what he does, what Mitch Payton does. I mean, yeah. in one I mean, sense, it's like a big bidding war to be honest with you. Like he's got like an, an incredible team and we all know that. He's got all the plates on the on the on the on the on the thing to on the all the plates to uh to on the semi? to big yeah. resume. But he hasn't won much lately. And 2012. And so if he's going for a raise, which I'm sure he would be, and I might be at Pro Circuit tomorrow so I can ask Mitch about this. It would be tough to uh, to maybe justify that. I don't know. We'll see. Should be interesting. Uh, yeah, it's just a big number. I mean, you're talking whether he wants or I don't know what he was getting paid before. Um, I've heard rumors of what he wants now, and uh, it's a lot of money. So yeah. whoever does end up paying it, it's a it's a big commitment. Yeah, that no, should be interesting. That's one of the silly season things still out there. What gear yep. will Mitch wear, and and how weird will that be to not see him in Thor, right? Yeah, it's pretty uh, – like, I mean, and I think that was Parsons' fault. I think they decided to go a different direction from what I heard. I, yeah, I don't know. It's right. all rumor. You know, I, I no. haven't talked to either party. If you said Thor's going with another team, you know who it is? Um, I do, but I don't really think it's my place to really say right. at the moment. I heard Star. Did you hear that, Eddie? 
I, I honestly thought Star was going to be the team that supposedly Fly was going after. See? Stamp it. Fly. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Fly, has, Fly has Star and Pro Circuit. Stamp it. <laughs> and Weston Pike. Well, I'm probably fired then because I don't know where we'd get money for any of that. Right. Um, it, it, it's interesting for sure. We'll see what happens there. Um, all right. Uh, NFAB question of the day. It's time. Let's do it. We didn't talk about it. The NFAB question of the day. Since we have you in studio, Thomas, the owner of NFAB, I don't need to pull my copy out or, or, or talk about it, what I know. Let's promote your product right now on the, on the show. We thank you for everything you've done this, on this show, on the, on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. What's your best seller? What do you kill it? Besides Ridgeline, outside of Ridgeline, what do you sell the most? As far as vehicles? Yeah. Um, like what's, what's a popular thing that, that you can't keep our, stock of? You know, my number one seller, and it's not the market that we go after, but we do sell – a lot is uh, Jeep. Jeep. Yeah, you know, we start out. It's we're Jeep? you know Texas. Jeep, yeah, I know. Drive Jeeps. Oh my God, uh, the uh, we started Besides out. It's a Texas we company, should. so we we Fuck it. basically went after big diesel pickup trucks of the VEB. Yeah, when I had right. you know two different models. You're but, in Texas, right? Yeah, we're in Texas. So now that we have 3,500, you know, different SKUs that we built, mm-hmm. um, Jeep is by like times four the best selling model. I'm shocked. No, it's Jeeps. Yeah, Jeeps are great. Wygant's got a Jeep. That's the only guy I know with a Jeep. I sent Wygant. Yeah, Jeeps are. I, yeah. Jeeps are the most okay. highly accessorized vehicles there are. Uh, okay. Yeah. So just dudes bolting everything on them. Yeah, they're everything. really like hobby vehicles too, right? Like so many hobbyists have Jeeps for all kinds of crawling and all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, the weird thing about a Jeep was is when everything went to shit, you know, in 2008, mm-hmm. 2009, you know, the Jeep market kept growing because everybody sold their trucks and bought Jeeps and, you know, the wives are buying Jeeps and soccer moms are buying Jeeps, but they sell, they sell half a million Jeeps they're, a year. They're not comfy to ride in. They're not like, they're noisy. They got soft tops still. I, the Ridgeline guy, I expect to say nothing about anything good. The Ridgeline, <laughs> you can say something about Ridgeline, but you cannot say it's not comfy to ride in. You know, have, have you rented a Jeep or drove a Jeep lately? Why, Gantz? You drove wide against Jeep. I didn't drive it. I sat in a passenger seat. How to ride? Shitty. All right. Well. They were great in Nom. I mean, they had their purpose, like in Nom. Does he have a CJ? I don't know what he's got. You don't know the difference between a CJ and a YJ and a no. TJ? Which one is the popular off-roady one? They're all popular off It's a Jeep. Nah. Jeez. He probably I can't he has a four-door. You sell. I, I know he has a four-door. So the four-door he's got a four-door. JK. He's yeah. got a four-door. Yeah, so that's the JK. Isn't the Wrangler the most popular? Jeep Wrangler? Well, now we're all. I mean, well, that's they're all considered Wrangler. That's not a yeah. Jeep anymore. That's more of an. They SUV-ish. go by. They go by a letter, which a letter determines what year it is and what no. suspension. I can't believe you sell three times more Jeep stuff. I think it's four times actually. Four yeah. times. That's phenomenal. We sell a lot of steps. I'm a four-time Manitoba Jeep's champion. Just good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. All right. And fab.com Go on. Check out their Jeep stuff. God, I'm gonna have people. Well, we have we have a I'm lot have more people... than Jeeps, but no, I know, but I'm saying like distribution-wise. You know, which is which is right. how we kind of go to market is through distributors through all the and then they sell to the jobbers, kind of yeah. like what WPS does. Um, we manufacture a product, somebody like WPS or one of my distributors, which would be Foro Parts or Trans Automotive or mm-hmm. all those guys, those those guys that in my in my my segment of the industry, um, the Jeeps just move off the shelves. I mean, they're there's good good selling steps now. And then the Ridge Lines. No. The, okay. You can keep trying with the Ridgeline. Have you seen the new one? I sent you a I photo haven't. of it. 
Well, it was on the. You told me it was on yeah. the cover of Car and Driver. No, it wasn't the cover. It was just. Oh, it was in Car and Driver. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there you go. It's not a truck. It's a car. And if it's in that, it's suspicious. You yeah, said- it's suspicious. <laughs> so we can keep going back. I'd rather okay. just drop the whole Ridgeline. How's thing. the Toyota uh, thing coming along with Enfab? How's the Toyota Enfab collab going? Where you're making a lot of their hard parts for you for them? Actually, it's going better um, than ever. Yep. You know, we have a number of new programs at the ports, which are. Uh, different segments of the country, but we also have. I have a new product that is coming on the 2016 Tacoma. Oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're coming on it. Predator, yeah, yeah, as a as a factory um, offering at TMS, which is uh, you know Toyota Motor Sales out mm-hmm. of Torrance, which is moving to to uh, Plano, Texas, but for now they're they're headquarters mm-hmm. in Torrance. But but yeah, so for us that's going to be you know a different. That's like a whole new level. Now, I sent you a photo of some bars that were on a Toyota uh, Tundra over here on my dog walk. And you were like, cool, but those are Toyota ones. I don't remember which. Oh, uh, uh, okay. The- which I was like, they look like just like, you know, their Enfab steps. They got the Enfab logo and everything else. But I was wondering if the Toyota ones are slightly different than the ones that you. Yeah, they are. They're oh, just okay. non-logoed. Oh, so I thought these the, had a logo on yeah, them. Yeah, they're the they same exact. Oh, uh, okay. They're just, yeah, part, yeah. but they're just right. non-logoed. So that's okay. kind of how you tell the difference. Right. Um, so yeah, so we have that and we're also, you know, you remember the dream build that everybody yeah. got behind. And why'd you disassemble that? Well, there's a plan there, Steve. Oh. So it's not to disassemble. It's, is what I'm, what I did was basically, well, the problem is the thing weighs 14,000 pounds. You <laughs> okay. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a little heavy and, and right. let's say, let's call it even sketchy. Right. So that, that bed is 6,000 pounds, um, 7,000 pounds. So. What we're what I'm doing is I took the bed off mm-hmm. and I'm going to build a trailer for the bed, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, the truck I basically put a, a long bed because we spec'd yeah. it out to to be able to run a long bed you yeah. know, when it was built, right? Um, and what we're going to do, which you'll see at Anom One, and we'll have at SEMA, um, but we're Coys bought some European <laughs> road race kit that he put on a YZ450. Sick. Have you seen that? It's, it's pretty it is sick. sick. Yeah. Road racing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's a road road race right. built out of YZ 450. And I'm the guys. You've ever heard of the timber sled? No. I'm sure. I'm sure JT has. Isn't that with the Ronnie Renner thing where exactly. you hook it up to a dirt bike and it's exactly. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So timber sled is, is getting behind this project. Yeah, so yeah, we're going to build a timber sled YZ 450. And then, don't you think that'd be cool? I do, yeah. Uh, you don't, you don't yeah, see no, the idea do. behind yeah, yeah, Yamaha yeah. and the YZ450 right. and having a full, well, probably a factory right. um, YZ450. These two, was, different rep, two different representations of, you know, you're not with it. No, I get you, it. You don't think it's cool. I'm Canadian. You don't Everybody, think it's cool. If, if anybody thinks snow is, no shit is cool, it's me. Yeah, so anyway, um, this is what we'll have, and we'll probably most likely start uh, displaying it at the Supercrosses as well. I was laughing me. because the dream builder, I just remember the story where you guys thought you were going to no. donate money to charity because you were... <laughs> And then they didn't do it, and you each had to reach in your pocket and do it, which was a class act by both of you and Coy. Well, it's just it's the way it worked out. I'm, I'm happy with with. Uh, yeah, that? it was kind of tough. Oh, I remember. No, what I it remember was, the day he broke the that, news and said, "Guess yeah. what? They don't yeah. pay fifty thousand dollars. We got to dig in our pocket." Right. Coy, yeah. We, Coy, Coy was like, "Oh man, we." Really I was like, "You want me to tell Jessica she's out?" <laughs> yeah. So, so that's kind of some of the stuff we have going on with Toyota. Yeah, that's good. And uh, yeah, so your involvement also building a couple SEMA vehicles for them, okay. you know, to be in the corporate booth. So Do you want me to clean up the Ridgeline and drive it down for SEMA? I don't think it's going to help the Toyota booth. Okay. I got a 04 Toyota Tacoma outside. I saw that. It's bitching, right? It's clean. Um, it's clean. 
Uh, N-Fab.com. Um, we're great to have you in the sport. You're an enthusiast of the sport. You put your money in the show, put your money in the JGR guys promoting the product. And um, I'm sure that, it, you know, hopefully it's coming back with moto people, you know, buying NFAB. I, that's, I can't, that's the idea. I, you know, like I'm afraid to, to go um, change what I do right now with you or with anybody because we're doing so well. You yeah. know what I mean? So you don't want to change your formula. You want to keep going down the same path in the same way. And, um, because you can't tell exactly where it's all coming from, but when it's all coming, yeah. you know, you, you figured out something. And ask you Lance. Can't, you can't ask, put your fans. Ask Lance how the sales are coming from the show. Yeah. Sure Lance, I'm sure he, he's probably a fan, too. I don't know. And thanks to Eddie Ray for getting NFAB on the Pulp Show way back when. Hey. Donated some stuff. Jersey. There yeah. it is. Champagne bottle. Yeah. No, but I think the Pulp Show is great. I, 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 <laughs> I cringe every time you discount what you guys do here. Because I don't I discount think, it. You do. You do. It makes no sense. You talk about his janky radio show. And well. Nobody listens. I've always said, tell them that. If, that's that's not a great way to inspire people to want to sponsor your show. If the oh, guy, he knows. Tell me. I've had this conversation with him many times. <laughs> He, he mean, might know, but he we, doesn't we get it. We got some He's... tables from Home Depot. We got, you know. So how are you going to work your way out of this position? Wh- if you don't talk about it like it's, hey, my deal is fake it till you make it. Well, okay? okay, I need that's, to do that. That's right, always been, right. yeah. And you look bigger and you sound bigger. I'm going to start dressing better, too. <laughs> Take well, pictures of another studio and start Instagramming <laughs> those yeah. when it's not really your studio. T- take some stills of WKRP <laughs> yeah, in Cincinnati. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, so it's cool. Get Lonnie Anderson in there. Right. All right, so the NFAB question of the day. I signed Eddie Ray to this. He passed it on to you, it sounds like. But we take a couple questions and, and we get this, the poll of the audience. We had a JT bunch here. driving up here. I don't. What do we got? Give it to us. I had one that was uh, – so we haven't talked – I mean, a little bit about Motocross the Nations. My question is, um, out of our three guys, who's going to be our anchor? Like, who's going to be our number one? Like, That's who's easy. a guy we – Yeah, Bam Bam. Yeah, You think course. he's the anchor? Yes, uh, absolutely. You think it's the guy who's never raced a 450 besides outside of Japan in the Monster Cup? Well, hey, that's his. Hey, that's his opinion. Yeah, that's just. I'm just. You asked me for the in fact question Barsha. of the day. Barsha, stamp yeah. it. Barsha, stamp it. Alan, what's going to happen when he gets mad at one of these euros and wants He's to fine. clean them out and takes them both out? Me and Coy will be there. JT no, and I no are the only, the only people here that have been to every destinations that Justin's been at, and he's been solid. He's there's nothing wrong with his rides. Nothing? Like besides falling hey, in the first a turn. Question. Yeah, that's a question. Alan, who's going to be the rock? I'd like to say uh, Webb. You're just saying that to say that. No, uh, you're trying to cause controversy on the Pulp Show. I like it, but you don't really mean that. I like Webb. Well, no one's saying no one's saying that. You know, Barsha's good too. I mean, the, when I know at Lomol, everybody bagged on Barsha for not getting it done, but I think he did really well. I think it he was, rode well. I think Dungey kind of was a little absolutely. Off. I think you know more so. than a little. Um, <laughs> Hurlings and Caroli had nothing for them, but everyone else was fine. You know, maybe we could secretly use some team tactics and have Michael Lieb out there to knock down some of the French riders. Maybe you know, JT. What about you? Who's going to be the te- team USA anchor? Um, I mean, you have to say Barsha, but I, I think all three of them are kind of in the same spot where I don't think any three of them will be the favorite in their class. So. Oh, it's not, I think it, I think it's uh, I think it's up for grabs for that. It's not what Eddie Ray says. He's going to fight you now. Nah, I'm like you don't think that Jeremy is a favorite in the in the MX2 class. Definitely not. Marvin Muscan on it in France. Just because they're in France. Favorite. 
Yeah. Okay, we run the motocross the nation's in Glen Helen. Well, that changes things. Oh, okay. I think they're pretty. They're pretty. Okay. Equal I, I mean, yeah, I understand why I didn't think just because they're in their home, you know, their home country that it makes them the favorite. But you know. Yeah, and, and he's there practicing. Like he literally was there practicing on the track. You know what I mean? They just have. They have. They're going to have an advantage. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But I like Bam Bam. Okay. Uh, that's been the NFAB question of the day. No, and, I thought we had and, we had seven oh, of them. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. No. My oh. question, and we don't have to have seven. We can have two. You know, we there's been a lot of talk about Millsaps and him doing the BTO and mm-hmm. how's that going to work out. But um, how if and again, this is one of those dumb questions. I know you hate, but he's gotten second two times in the Supercross mm-hmm. series, right? One Monster Cup. What would his value be right now? If those two seconds were first, just a couple years ago, would it be the same conversation it is today, you know, because he's been off? Or would he be able to come back and... I think this goes like, like what you believe happened at Cowie. Would he have been let go if his results had been better? Whatever you believe, I think, is what you're kind of thinking about Davey Millsaps. You know what I mean? Like what they did was weird. Now... You know, was his side, their side. You know, nobody really knows what exactly happened. We think well, we have an two idea. People know, and then there's probably yeah, the truth. But. Right, right. So, you know, does he get let go from Cowie, or does he keep building on his so-so season, or does he so get you better think results? His cloud or? has been dropped because he got let go of Cowie. I think that, yeah, I think that hurts him. Or does it? Did his cloud get dropped more because he never really raced the KTM? Well, but he was hurt. Right? Well, yeah, I don't. We don't. I don't know. think. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was like I hate. I know we like, and I. I'm the one. Can who, he do it again? If if I'm just saying, you know, what I mean, because he could have. Well, when you're second, and obviously there's the Wyndhams of the world. Now there's there's a lot of people that have been second when when the best guy is winning year after year. Mm-hmm. But without Villapoto, what would what would? And Millsap's probably done well in his career. It's oh, been yeah. a great career. Yeah. You know that he could call it now, and and it wouldn't be a. I'm sure he'd be fine, but. It's a huge signing by B. It's a huge r- risk from BTO. I mean, not financial wise well, you know, or whatever. We, he a sponsor, that, there's but. that thing with with Millsaps where is he going to try? Is it going to be the the which Davey's going to come to the yeah. race? You yeah. know. So yeah, but but he he's been off. He's probably hungry, and I think if yeah. he I think if he would have got first, you know, in two Supercrosses, maybe things would have been different. It just goes yeah. to show you how rocky the sport can be. You're finishing second a couple of Supercross. A couple yeah. years later, everybody's you know kind of writing you off. It's a yeah. bummer. It's kind well, of like the Jake thing we just talked yeah, about. Yeah, when you miss a whole year, it's yeah. like Jake, Jake's talking are... about how people forgot him after six months. Yeah. Davey didn't race a year, you know. Mathis. Yep. Would you agree that the most ridiculous comment of the 2016 Supercross, 15 Supercross season was when I asked the question, I said, if you put Ryan Poto and Davey Millsap's shoes one year prior – and the same scenario happens, he would be fired. That's what you're claiming. I asked this to a Kawasaki employee, and the answer was yes. <laughs> that was no. the most ridiculous answer. I, that's the most ridiculous thing I heard all year. Well, I guess what are they going to say, right? Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. What do they but, have to say because, you know, they got to work? Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Uh, um, here's the thing. Davey's motivated because he's not making much money. Is he motivated? Well, he's got, he wants to make money. I what think. makes you think he's motivated? Why he, do you he think he wants, he needs to, he wants money? to make money? I think he wants to make money. He's got a family, you know, and all that. So he does have a lot of money, I think, you know. But then why does he need to make money if he's got a lot of money? 
Start a business. Do something else. He's got to be hungry. Have you talked hungry. to him really about starting a business? Me? No, I mean, have you ever talked to him? Do you think he could start a business? Sure. <laughs> you got a business here. You might have a business. I guess. Um, he's talented and he's motivated. Yeah. I think. He and that's, da- race, and yeah. that's dangerous. Plus, it's a good team and a good bike. Like, it's not some janky I team and Forrest bike. I think Forrest has done so, a fabulous job at, you know, but putting his deal together. Honestly, sure. I mean, okay, so I say he's talented and he's motivated, but I still see, and I know Forrest isn't talking like this, I still see 5 to 10 spot, 5th to 10th for Davey Millsaps. I see that. Do you see him getting better as, the, as it goes on? Or no. do you think he's going to start like he did in 12? No, 5th to 10th, I think. And if somebody that's, gets hurt, That's as you good know, as he can get. Unless there's injuries or whatever, you know what I mean? But a full field, and there will be injuries because there always is, and one of them could be Davey. Fifth to tenth, Eddie. Yeah, I mean, I say yeah, but you just never. Davy is like Kevin Windham. You just don't know. You're either really all. You know, when Kevin would come out times yeah. and just annihilate everybody. Right. And you know what? For the for the for BTO team sake, I hope he comes out the Davy that you know is. Yeah. The Davy that came out that rode the Suzuki two years ago. Right. And um, it's just hard to say if he comes out like that. To say he's five through tenth, you're crazy. He's way better than that. But then again, with all the all the time off and That's all what the I mean. turmoil, like time doesn't you know stop what? for these guys. Some, in a way, kind of got bought out. You know, like hey, we're getting you a spot. You know, yeah. it's not really. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, is he going to appreciate that, and, yeah. or is he going to take it for granted? I mean, Dungey, Roxon, James, Chad. Yeah, but a good Davey is, is right in that group. You can't say he's not. I, I, that is a gnarly field, though, huh? Uh, Canard. We haven't even talked about Trey. Field is deep. Deep field. If someone says deep field, I'd freaking lost it. Yeah. <laughs> I will lose my mind. Anyway, bad point, maybe. No, but no, it's no. Just, it's, it just shows kind of how the sport works. You know what I mean? Where, yeah. But maybe it's professional sports, like I was saying. It's just crazy. JT, if, if Davey of 2013 comes out, Where's that speed right now? With when he no, uh, is he behind? Yeah, number Pike or I don't think I don't think the pace has really changed. No, okay. not, no. Right. I mean it's no. I, I don't really think so. No, I think it's pretty pretty similar to what's going on now. I mean, you watch it, and there's only so fast you can go. You know, and if unless the bikes really improve, a lot of the innovation in the riding comes from better bikes. You know, so. I don't think the bikes are much better than they were two years ago, so I don't really see much right. change. And I know it always comes back to you know who's saying it, but supposedly his you know lap times and stuff, or you know he, where he's been riding, he looks you know what he looks really yeah. good. You know, with but, the, with the lineup you guys you just said, you yeah. didn't even say Eli. I didn't see. Right, Anderson. Anderson, but yeah. I think Eli, you know, could be. Yeah, absolutely. If he comes out in Supercross just, like to the outdoors, holy smokes. Heck, maybe getting 5th or 10th will be good. I mean, you could be second one week and an 8th well, the next. Didn't, didn't uh, maybe JT, maybe this was you or maybe this was another co-host. 20-man uh, main event, they said there was 19 factory-supported guys. Did somebody tell me that? Yeah, that was, uh, I remember yeah. hearing something yeah, like that. Great. And there's no <laughs> rides available for a guy like Jake. Well, or Bogle. Bogle. Or Bogle, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you remember the beginning Supercrosses last year, if you remember the first round, only one guy got lapped. That's how fast, you know what I mean? Everybody was moving at that, you know, yeah. everybody was so fast. Yeah. Only one person got lapped. I don't remember who that was, but, you know, it was Tapia. <laughs> that was funny. It's like, who, who's going to make the main and Tapia? Good job by Tapia. Yeah, I mean, hey. But, like, he was, if you would have put him in Vegas at odds, 
Tevin Tapia makes A1 main event. They uh, would have been. Right. What, um, what factory team was he on? Three brothers. Or yeah. what, three bros or something like that. Three, what? It's his, him and whatever. I, I don't know, but JT's bitter because Fly lost him to seven. So we can't talk about Tapia. All right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, – the, the corporate takeover. <laughs> uh, all right. You know uh, why we didn't answer? We what? didn't talk about it either mm. on that lineup. Stewart. I said Stu. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Can we just up. all agree that Stu's winning the Monster Cup? Can we just stamp that? No. I, I think. Yeah, I don't believe that either. But I think it's going to be cool to watch him, dude. He is coming out like a barn on fire. The that, thing that, we, the thing he's, we don't know how he's going to come he's out. He's coming out like yeah. a barn on fire. Yeah, what do you say? What do you say? <laughs> a bat, bat out of hell. hell. A horse on fire? A yeah. bat out of hell, Steve. A bat. No, I'm talking hell. about on fire. Something's on fire. Well, bat flying out of hell. Technically. On fire? Yeah, it looks like it should be on fire. He is going to... It's over. Like, don't even show up. Does Mookie have a ride? I don't think yeah. Feld wants that. He does? That's yeah. Uh, Geico. Geico. Yeah. Oh, Alan? Geico ride? Stu? Monster Cup? I... Is it going to be checkers or records, or is he going to, if he's not winning? No, it'll be checkers or records with James. Checkers it always, or, but it'll, checkers you don't think records. he's kind of matured out of that a little bit the no. past couple years? No. 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 He's going to win Monster Cup. That's what Cup. Stu does. He's going to win Monster <laughs> Cup. You know and what? it is going to be glorious it'll to be watch fun. him. It'll be if it's checkers or records, it'll be fun to watch. Hey, oh. Is he going to win the million or just win the overall? I just Let's give him the overall. Actually, maybe better odds that he wins the million than wins the Yeah, because he usually you know doesn't I mean? settle for second. <laughs> right, right, right. What are the odds on him hitting a quad no one else hits? Oh, yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, right. pretty good. Well, if they build the about. same track they always build, there won't be a quad. I saw that. that. I, I saw that. I saw that, too. What did you think of it? Did you like uh, it? The thing with the with the, the, the Joker the, lane? The Joker lane. What yeah. are they going to do? Are they going to put those pads out there and expect them to all to run in yeah. between the pads? JT, How's that going to work did you see the animation for that? The track map? I saw part of it, but I didn't watch the whole thing. Well, you got to get oh. to the end. Oh, were you, you too busy? The 39 seconds? Was, <laughs> yeah. did, did, were you I, busy? I want track walk to be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but they have pads on the starting line yeah, that you got to run through. Like like the pads they put out there. For when, the mechanics when, area. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. That's been the NFAB question of the N-FAB.com. No split start. Probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. And but it's in the stadium this year, which I like. I don't like that outside the stadium. Boy, it was a long, it looks like a long trip outside the stadium, too. Yeah. But they are going to go outside yeah. the stadium. Yeah. Okay. They go outside the stadium, and yeah. then they have a over-under that they jump. And then I think the rest of it's just turns and stuff. Yeah. It's, the first year, we had like a whole section out there. I mean, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's yeah. a big section this year, too. Any whoops or no whoops again? Yeah, you hung a left coming out of the stadium, and then you were like back in the woods <laughs> somewhere. Are there whoops yeah. this year or no whoops? No whoops. That hurts, Stu. Stu needs whoops. Yeah, no well, whoops, maybe really? Davey too, but I mean, he won last year. Davey's amazing yeah. at the whoops. Yep. Think about it. Uh, N-Fab.com. Support the sport. Buy NFAB. Damn it. Just Please. do it. Get some Jeep shit. Um, all right. BTOSports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Let's do it. BTOSports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Use the code PULPAMX when you're checking out at BTOsports.com. Save some money there. Anything you need for your biker body, BTOsports.com has it, people. That's right. BTOsports.com. 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 These are questions submitted to at Show, And Devin Gibbs goes through them, picks the best one. And thanks to you guys for listening. Thanks to you guys for submitting the questions. And let's do it. All right, uh, let's see. Ben wants to know, will Kelly, Ken Roxon's old mechanic, uh, still be at KTM, and what will be his responsibilities? 
He's going to work on the factory services program, so he'll be like Andrew Langston's there. He'll be servicing motors, I would imagine, probably not suspension, but maybe suspension, um, for teams like the teams that, that uh, Bug Hewitt and the BTO run and everything else uh, that is factory services. All right. He also wanted to know, JT, did you ever race any races in Australia, or did you get any offers? Yeah, I raced in Australia twice. I won, uh, I won one Supercross and got third in the other one. What about your New Zealand trip? Did you go on that with Harrington and Kelly Smith? Yeah, that was a three-week trip. You guys just got wasted the whole time, didn't you? I did. I didn't even drink then back then, so oh. they were they were hammered the whole time. And yeah. it was then you sure. guys went on some like bungee jumps or some hang gliding or something. Yeah, it was. Uh, the trip was sponsored by the country's tourism department, mm-hmm. so it was you know their goal to show us the best time they could and pay for everything so we would report back and you know how awesome new zealand was so they took us to do everything i mean everything that you can do like activity wise i mean it, it new was zealand pretty awesome yeah so it's a cool deal yeah and awesome. the cool thing about places like that is uh you can't really sue anybody so they'll let you do anything i mean they do not care like they'll just they just rent you a jeep and like have at it and you're like on this like you know mountain course and they don't they don't care Right. There's just you can't sue anybody. Nobody's liable, so it's just a free for all. Right. I was jealous. Cool. I can't was sue I, anybody. What does that look like, man? That's <laughs> it's probably just normal. Yeah. It's probably that's... normal living. I uh... well, I think it's just like at your own risk. Like if you want to be a moron and kill yourself, yeah, here, have at it. I was at KTM working for Kelly when you guys went. I was jealous as hell. That sounded like fun. Yeah, that, was a, that was a good trip. Uh, here's a question. I don't know if you're going to ask this one, but let me ask it. I've got an 06 YZ250F with yeah, a hole. my next question. Okay. With a hole in the oil tank, should I fix it or use a Tokyo Mods block-off kit? If you fix your oil tank, you're an idiot, Ernie. Get the block-off block <laughs> kit, Ernie. Or, uh, I didn't say it with that weird Dr. voice. Dr. D sells one too, right? Dr. Yeah. D does Tokyo Mods. Drop the oil tank, bro, and uh, lose the weight. The bike, will, bike will be better. So, Ernie. All right, Jesse wants to know, do you think Kyle Regal will have a ride for Supercross? Why? He's got a recross ride. If Bogle doesn't have one, how's Regal going to get one? Uh, he should go back to Arena Cross, right? Yeah. Heck Absolutely. Yeah. I know he kept saying, like, we interviewed him at the Arena Cross, and he did, said he wanted to be back in Supercross, and then even afterwards, after he won the title, he's like, I want to go to Supercross. Bro. You can want to, but. Yeah, stick in Arena Cross. Yeah. Is Blow doing it again? Yeah. See, he can win there. So we're good. <laughs> All right. uh, T. Evanson wants to know, how do you set up a bike to get good starts? I mean, you big could. Big bore? Yeah, big bore. Done. Next question. Add, at the add, local, the add local add level, it. just get your start. Get a, good, get a good rider? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. like, if you set your bike, say you uh, say that the track is hard pack, but the, the, the start is deep sand, go ahead and get a scoop on there. Good luck on the back section. <laughs> You know, I mean, I, you know, you can't technique. Yeah, start start hook practice. Yeah, at a local level, do guys have start hooks? Everybody? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm just checking. Like the, I don't know. Like, just hey, checking. Remember before it'd be like first thing you bought was you know people had to buy a pipe. Now they got to get a whole shot device. Right. Okay. Got to get the whole shot device. I got a whole shot device. I haven't raced in three years. Cool story, bro. Thanks. Uh, Ryan wants to know for this is for everyone. Uh, I want nothing but the best for the guy. But is Will Hans' time running out in the sport? I don't he's got a ride. Yeah. He's got a factory Cali ride. I mean, yeah. he's got to perform this year or he won't have his ride anymore. But, but he's got a ride for another year, so that's that's a nice yeah. you know paycheck. And yeah. Kudos. If he's got to perform, it's going to be this year. 
because just his contract runs out. So, I mean, healthy. he would, yeah. Just stay healthy for Wilbur. I mean, you know, obviously he's one of the nicest, coolest guys in the sport. I don't know. You know, I've talked to him a couple times. We don't know him that well. But I'm happy to see he's continuing on, you know what I mean? But I'm not 100% sure what the thinking is over there. But I guess it'll we'll figure it out soon enough. Yeah. And can you really go on the... Just stay healthy. I mean, I mean, can no, you stay no. healthy and get 17th every week in Supercross? He, not he wasn't. He wasn't. Well, Supercross he was done. Before he got hurt outdoors, he had gotten some 8th and some 10ths. Like, he was a nice second guy on a team. Right. But he, but he, he forever comes, gets hurt, takes a long time but to get back. But if his contract was up this year and he went and had another ride, would they have rehired him on that? No. No. Exactly. No. But injuries, not performance. But yeah, regardless. So does that make he's is, gonna is, it, is it good for Kawasaki? You know what I mean? The fact that they were they brought him back because of injuries is that what is that what you're saying? Injuries. What do you mean? Well, you know, I mean, because they obviously brought him back for a reason. Are they trying to give him another shot yeah. because of injuries. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, and I don't. I'm not. This is just what I heard. Some of his injuries were caused by the bike, not his fault. So when you're a team and that kind of happens, you're like, sorry about that. You know, and sometimes they'll they'll let you. I mean, it's happened well, good for them. If, happened I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, Christian Craig got hurt. Remember testing a bike, yeah. and Troy Lee no. kept him on. You know, it, when, uh, he, when Shorty broke his arms, KTM said you can you can have another ride. He left, but they they said you can ride for us. So, all right, Tom wants to know who will be the bigger Moto Dad in the future, Reed or Red Dog? Let's ask JT. He knows them both pretty well. Who'll be the bigger Moto Dad? Yep. Uh, I would say for sure. If Tate races, Chad would be because he's such a hard ass, stubborn guy. He just would be rough. Well, on, a, on a scale of Nick Way to Tony Alessi, where does Reed fall? Uh, he's not like them. He's 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 not like Tony. He's he's different. He would just be really. Uh, I picture him being like his dad, who was really hard on him. That he just he's not crazy. He'd just be he'd be tough to. You know, how could you ever measure up in the results column to what Chad did? So right. it would be tough to kind of be in that shadow, I think. Um, glad to see Chad's racing. Date City. Killing uh, it. Killing it. <laughs> you know what, speaking of something, when he just said something about Timmy, um, last show, you had Timmy on, yeah. talked about whatever, Legends and then y'all went into Evan. Yeah. Any parent out there that has ears – and knows how to work the internet, needs to go back and listen to that show. Yes, and get me and a listener. And take Timmy's advice about, like, the way they're treating these kids. And, you know, look at Timmy, like, with Evan. He's like, if he wants to do it, he does it. If he doesn't want to do it, I don't make him. Evan's self, you know, he's kind of motivated yeah. on his own. And like Timmy said, yeah, he'd like for his kid to be, you know, the star. But then he said after that, there's somebody out there right now that we don't even know of. Which is what Timmy was. Well, maybe not. But you want to know? I think that's what Evan is. Like right now, look right. at. Okay, no, you've said like, that. Yeah. Look, look at look at the kids that came up like Alessi, superstar. All these guys, superstars, and then the kids that made it were the kids that were in their shadows. It's funny you say that. Coombs, Davy Coombs brought that up in an editorial meeting once. He's like, look at these kids: Stewart, uh, uh, Alessi, Millsaps, um, even Adamson Cirillo. Who you know, we're not judging him, but these phenoms. Bradshaw, kind of. They're Bradshaw. Brad, yeah, but I mean. And, and, like, but the winners are the Ryan Villapoto, who used to get worked. Uh, um, like you know, Chad instance, Reed, who came out of Australia. We see all these kids right now. 
Ryder D. Francesco. I guess Ricky blows that theory hey, out of the water. But. Uh, you know, Jet Reynolds, um, all these kids that are so young. And, like, they're putting them on a pedestal. And all these – we don't even know if they're going to make it. You know what I mean? Like, you Shit, just never know. one of them know. signed with Harvick's agency already. Yeah, that was the, <laughs> the you know, Ryder. But it's just so weird. Like, but you look at Timmy – People need to – every parent needs to take that approach with their kid racing, right. and that's the, that's how you're going to make it the farthest. I live my life these with ones my Timmy's going, advice. Yeah, these ones I that did. are going crazy. And, hey, the more popular the kid gets, the parents just turn more into rock stars than they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just – it's ridiculous. Why can't they be like Frank Thomas? Yeah, why can't they – yeah, why can't they be like Frank? Why can't they be like yeah. Timmy, Frank, you know? Frank yelled a lot, though. I'm just saying, like people need to t- people need to go back and listen to that and take his advice and you know let their kids be kids. I live my life with Timmy's advice. <clears throat> Look scary, at your show; dude. it's doing great. Yeah, it's it's bigger than ever. You let it run its course. It's fantastic. Exactly, the biggest thing ever. See, I'm I'm Did learning. Timmy, uh, tell you to do this show or something? Am I missing something here? <laughs> no, Mathis, I, I, you need to stop mechanic and then go do a radio show. Because I think he was tired of things falling off his butt. Yeah, or something, right? <laughs> um, all right, next question. All right, uh, Skyler wants to know, JT, what was the most fr- uh, frightened you've ever been at an overseas race? The most frightened uh, overseas race? Well, I got a gun pointed at me in Mexico, but I wasn't in a race. I was on vacation. Uh, that's definitely the most scared I've ever been. But at a race, yeah, that was uh, we How'd were you get out of that situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get more money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah. I was hoping you said you like Bruce Lee them or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we gave him all our money and he did not shoot us. Yeah. It was really weird. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. we we made a deal. All right, what's frightening uh, you? What's the other, you I guess at a race, we basically were running through in a taxi. Like We didn't even know where we were running from, but uh, in Prague, trying to uh, avoid some people who wanted to, uh, I don't really know what they wanted to do to us, but we were trying to get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to find. Didn't want to find out. Right. Apparently. No. No. They. They didn't look like real nice people. Hmm. All right. Uh, Scott wants to know for Steve if you were managing Top Jimmy's team, would you have dropped him to the 250 class Hold or on. Supercross? JT, you wrote on Pulp Mex that Jimmy's riding a 250 Supercross. Yeah, he is. What? That's crazy. Yeah, he's riding a 250 <clears throat> Why is he doing that? I. Why well, you'd have to talk to Jimmy? I think. Top Jimmy. I would fucking call him right now, but it's midnight there. Call him yeah, anyways. Man, fuck it. That's ridiculous. Make Sinjin happy. Call him. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Why is he doing that? So, Gurky's riding a 450, 17 rounds. Yep. Jimmy's yep. on a 250. Yep. And yeah. I think Jimmy's signing one other 450 guy also. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? Mm-hmm. Damn. That's why people read Pulp MX, other than you. <laughs> How do we feel about this, JT? You know what? I don't. I don't really hate it because it's been a rough. It's you. been a rough go for Jimmy lately. Um, injuries and you know I, he just hasn't done what he you know I feel like he thinks he's capable of and I think he's capable of. So I think it's not the worst idea. I think it'll give him uh, a chance to kind of maybe race for you know a top five result or something. Um, let him build some confidence and build some momentum again because you know what? Honestly, he hasn't been really. The same guy that we saw a few years ago where he was capable of being in the top 10 quite a bit. So I think anything right now that will change up his program and kind of get him excited and, and maybe going back down the, the right path is good. West or east, do we know? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that part. Okay. Oh, by the way, uh, JT, Vince Freeze said on the show he's riding 450s full-time next year. 
So okay, and and I (laughs) said. Never mind. We'll skip that. I said, I, I, JT, I said, not a fan of events. No. No, not a fan. Honestly, like, I told, like I told Steve, as long as I don't have to compete on a motorcycle against them, I have no problems with it. Uh, do you think, I, I, I said on the show um, that I think he beats Mike in the points next year. I really do. Would you agree? In Supercross. Yeah. Um, depends on which Mike we see. If, if Mike's 100% healthy and gets a full training all season in, I think Mike would beat him. Okay. Um, well, good for him. <laughs> All right, yeah. next question. Uh, Tyson Stegall wants to uh, know, ask JT if gear companies design their jerseys to give sponsor logos a good placement for teams. We don't design jerseys for um, other company sponsors, no. And this was uh, – sorry, JT. Interrupt no, me. I was going to say oh. we move around our logo. Like all of basically – like um, everybody that's out there that's racing generally gets their jerseys made custom um, to do different materials and all kinds of stuff, basically for logos. We have to sublimate the logos. So we can't call the factory um, overseas and say, hey, we need these, you know, jerseys sublimated. So we do, everybody does that in America. And then we can move, say we want to move our fly logo around on the jersey so it can be better mm-hmm. visible. So like, uh, if the if the fly logo is in the middle of the jersey, but Trey's jersey with Honda needs to have a Honda logo in the middle, we can then move the fly logo around so it'll still be visible, you know, with the Honda situation. So that goes on a lot more than say worrying about other, you know, other sponsors' logos. That's kind of secondary to what we're worried about. When Geico wore Fox, one of the things that pissed them off and caused them to leave Fox was Fox. You know, the rider gets interviewed from here up, chest up or whatever. Fox had a big giant fox head there, and they would not put a Geico logo over the fox head. So it was always down low. And even though Geico was like, hey, we need to put the Geico there. They pay us more than you guys do. Fox was like, nope, that's our fox head. Well, it, it's, that's tough. I mean, that's your gear. You know, that we, no, it, I know. That's, yeah. that's gear. Like, that's all, that's all Fox is trying to market is gear. We run into the same thing. I think Honda's the toughest with that. Uh, because Honda has a pretty strong mandate about their logo and logo placement, uh, so I could I can definitely understand Fox's side, and I can understand Geico mm-hmm. the team wanting to do something different. But man, it's it's a tough battle. Like if you tell Fox to move their Fox head, what are they in it for? You know, what is wh- why are they spending the money then well, to be involved? I, th- I think you know, well, no, I don't totally side with you, JT, because if you look at Fox gear, outside of being interviewed from chest up. There's a fox head or fox word 8,000 times all over their gear. Like, there's no mistaking what kind of gear fox makes, right? Well, so, and, and I, you know. I do understand your side, but at the same time, well, I don't understand companies your side. Are, com- well, companies are telling you where you can and can't put your own logo. That gets a little bit like, hold on a second. Right. Like, this isn't yours. Like, this is yeah. our gear. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's the ultimate don't fight, right? It's, it's, our a constant it's, yeah, it's a it's and, constant battle. And Thomas, battle. you run into this oh. probably with the NFAB logo, right? I'm yeah. never happy. <laughs> I just, you know I mean? You're like, can we get it bigger? Ah, and then... like, yeah, can we well, put it funny. here? Can we put it there? Even though Fox makes, you know, even just like Fly, I mean, they make, uh, you know, their gear, then they make the Rockstar gear. When Jessica got her Rockstar deal, like, they were not happy about her having to wear that, even though they make it and yeah. they sell it. They were uh, not happy. I've heard from so many people that Rockstar is really bad to deal with, with mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. 
Like they're um, they, they're not they're not that bad. They yeah. just have a they have a, an approval process. Yeah, exactly. Have to work through, yeah. For right. sure. But they always want more from people I've talked to, agents, well, teams. They I always think, want more, more, more. You I know? think everybody yeah, always wants more. And Fab wants more. Yeah, everybody wants more, yeah. Yeah, Pulp, it's, it's Pulp always doesn't. a battle. Pulp's yeah. good. That's, the only thing I ever get upset about is when a company tells you where to put your own logo. That that To me, that's a little bit like, no, don't do not do that. Like, we'll work with you on putting yours wherever you want it, you know? Yeah. But don't tell us where to put ours. What's well, funny, like JT, you're coming from a gear guy. Alan, you own a right, team. Right, of course. Of uh, course. Thomas, you're a major sponsor of a team. You're married to a person who had a sponsor. Like, you, you all, everyone for it's, you. It's all, all what makes you the world go around. Yeah, no. It's, different point yeah. of view right now. Alan is like, well, listen, when I owned a team, it's I. It's all negotiated. Yeah. So. It's crazy. It's, as long as there's no surprises, then but what are hey, you say? how just, funny would it be if the fans got kind of a behind the scenes look at what's going on with all this shit? That ter- in terms they of couldn't keep up with it logo all. size, right? No, it's, logo it's, it's placement. A, it's like, ugly. It's ugly. Right, it's right. terrible. Yeah, right. and nobody's happy. No, no, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> thing. But yeah, what do you do? But the true spectator will never understand what really goes on behind you know yeah. behind the scenes. Like you see these guys that want to be mechanics, and all they see you know they're at the races and they're like, oh, I'd love to do that. All they see is you with your nice pitch shirt, your headphones, they your tool the, bag, riding back. on the back of your guy's bike, not what you do. On Sunday through yeah. Friday, they, they see it's Ben's, like ridiculous. They see Ben's yeah. beard. They're like, I want a beard like yeah. that. <laughs> I will say that Max, who's you know, this is his yeah. job to do all this stuff. He he works endlessly on this stuff. Like he yeah. really, really tries to make everyone happy and do the right thing. So I think he would be more patient than I would be with it. I mean, he tries. He tries mm-hmm. really, really hard, which I see all the time, and we talk about it all the time. So it's Gar- I think it's tough for all those guys in that in that spot. Gargoyles, bro. Gargoyles. Well, you're, he's an, he's answering to Craig, who is our boss. Yep. Um, and then he's also answering to you know guys like Thomas and guys like Dan Batley and all these Alan guys Brown you know, and on Ray. what they need to <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Ne- next question. Uh, Will wants to know, Steve, how's that oldie Yamaha coming along? It's good. It's ninety-five percent done. Did you say that last time? I gotta no, go I to Pro Circuit. Ninety percent. I gotta go time. to Pro Circuit and drop. It's done. I mean, it. Yeah, it's good. You saw it. Yeah, it's done. I need to get numbers. A, well, I, I'm gonna graphics and numbers go on very, very last. You know. But Did they have graphics back then. Yeah, they had graphics back then. I mean, like not like we have now. No, I have, back I have in looking, I, I'm gonna put it in a stock looking oh, okay. graphics. But uh, I've got to go drop it off at Pro Circuit because they don't have pipes and silencers for it anymore. So they're gonna have to make me a, the, using the bike as a model. They're gonna have to make me some. So. Why don't you do it up like the, the old Works YZM graphics? Yeah, I thought about that. I just I'm sticking closer to stock. I do have a, a seat on it though, like a trick yeah, seat I cover. See, so. yeah. All right, next question. All right, uh, C. Burton wants to know. I feel like the MXGP has better coverage of the race. Do you guys think so? Why or why not? I've watched them this year. They've been pretty well, good. Well, they don't show the. They only show highlights of the first moto. At least we show yeah. both motos. You know and, I mean? and and when you buy it on the pay per view, it's a three hour, four hour show, which is what the, the American guys have to fit it into. What one an hour? hour? Yeah, yeah, one hour. So it's oh, kind of apples and oranges. I watched it on a bit. CBS Sports. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, which is highlights of the first moto yeah. and then the second moto. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think it's good. One thing that will continually amaze me, and I'll go to the USGP in a couple weeks, and I'll, and I'll be amazed again, is the riders finish their moto, they get interviewed for TV right there. They're all covered in dirt. Then they go to a stage where I they know, get right? interviewed again uh, for the fans and for everything else. Then they do like more TV. They sit around again, still sweaty, still in their gear. Hey, uh, Stu, come on. We're going to need you 
five minutes here. We need you ten minutes. Like, no, it's not going to happen okay in America. And the Euro guys, I asked Caroli about it. He's like, it's just part of the job. It's what you do. Yeah, it's what you get used to. Yeah. They all put on fresh jerseys over there. Over there, you know, they yeah. when they go up there. Right. Our guys are, you know, like sometimes you see um, Georgia get there and still got boogers in their nose yeah. and dirt on their face. They're trying to wipe the dirt out of their teeth. And yeah, the trophy things. Sometimes they throw a, their uh, X-Brand goggles off so they're all covered in mud. <laughs> so I think I think ours I does it kind of quick. You know what I mean? What? Sorry. You think that's funny? It's hilarious. Not, not you. Him. Well, all right, go. Go ahead. Uh, final question. This is from a uh, – you, you may know who this is. Zach Osborne. Uh, not he, familiar with him. Me neither. He says, ask Steve – where Team USA ended up on day one of ISD. Jesus Christ. Nobody cares, Zach. He, Nobody this cares. This is a question for you, I Steve. think they were tied for first, right? Alan Brown cares because he was one tied for ask, first. He wanted that to be an in fact question were, of the day. I, was I brought like, it up on the way here. Yeah. Road. They, were they were either tied, they were leading, or they were one second behind, but now hey. two of their guys got hurt. Oh, yeah. Zach, no one cares. They care. So. Don't listen to him, Zach. Caleb, Caleb was leading like E. One class and then Sipes Sipes was one, two the test. Class. Well, it's the middle of the day right there over there, right? So they're doing it right now. Yeah, Sipes one, two test, and then Baylor separated his shoulder, and so did uh, Lane Michaels. He separated. Oh, his really? Shoulder. Yeah. So two of their guys are out. I like Lane and Allison Chains. He was good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, never heard of him. There we go. Yeah, piss off, Zach. All right, there you go, Zach. Sorry. Is Zach Zachy going to do any GNCCs? I have no clue. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, JT, um, thank yeah. you. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, no always a good time. Love this and, guy. Right uh, hey, you were on more tonight than you've been recently. I like that. I like that attitude. I like that, that, that uh, go getedness. Well, it's off season. I have a little bit more time because just everything's easier, like riding's less. And yeah, I'm into it. Okay. So. Hey, JT, since you like being on, uh, I, wanted, I told Steve at the beginning of the show, I wanted to bring up the. Uh, the Legends and Heroes race, and I told him, I said, I oh, watched, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I watched yeah. JT ride, and I thought you looked good. I mean, you know, hey, I'm just saying, I, I went out there uh, and watched. Ride at Indiana? Like, don't get me wrong, hey, I'm, I was bummed about your whole first turn thing, and the guy that sent the email at the last show that, you know, people that just talk crap, like, you know, I mean, just like you were pissed, I'd like to choke him out too, but I watched you ride in practice. I thought you, st- I mean, you said, oh, I put myself about, what did he say, five? Yeah. I honestly put him, like, Three or four, like that's where I really put you. Like I thought that he's you not would, beating uh, Tim Ferry with that start he got. He should have. Hey, no. if he wouldn't have broke his throttle, he might. have. I mean, no. Timmy had some ground. You know, some nobody's beating Timmy. Hey, Tim, <laughs> hey JT, I thought you rode pretty good. I was watching. Thanks, man. I'm I'm uh I'm excited. If you need to give again, yourself more credit. Ride well. I know how I felt, and it wasn't great. Um, just the bike. It, I honestly feel really good riding at home, but the bike was. So much different than anything I've ever ridden. Uh, uh, that, since, that was the toughest part. Since Legends and Heroes, have you ridden any more? Like you've been, you still been doing a little riding, or just nah? Shoot yeah, up. a little bit. I'm actually riding tomorrow. We have a uh, we have a ride day for a dealer, local dealer, and then uh, have a shootout on Thursday. So I will ride twice this week. Hmm. I was gonna say yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, I, like yeah. I said, I. I saw you, you know, cruising to the pits, and hey, let me tell you something. Another funny thing about Legends and Heroes. Um, so, you know, y'all are racing. Along comes Stanton. Yeah. He walked through the pits with an entourage. Like, he thought it was still 89. Like, <laughs> four guys to the left. Like, you know what I really? mean? Like, oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. I was talking to him out of the 100, then he was by himself. Well, he huh. has kids with him. Oh, yeah. He but. had a whole bunch of people. He just walked through people carrying his bags and. 
I was like, dang, like he was taking this serious, you know. You know who but, I felt bummed for that took it really seriously was Emig. He was taking it seriously. Oh, jeez. And, and he, he got gets a flat, the flat, flat. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Timmy, like Timmy said, Timmy brought nothing. Emig brought no. clamps, yeah, suspension, yeah. <laughs> you know. Emig brought grips for Timmy. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So, but no, I thought, I, and that, all in all, I thought that was a cool event. And hopefully, uh, hopefully they do that again. And uh, like I said, whoever, the guy that sent that email last time that was kind of bagging you out, I definitely think uh, you deserve to be out there. Because not was... many guys made a living like JT did. And his longevity in the sport. And, you know, I, I know he kind of plays his career down like you do your show. Like, oh, I sucked. See? I did. It's not just but, me. you know, yeah, because nobody wants to say, I'm, I'm, you know, it's tough, you know what I mean? But look at what JT did and how long he did it and well. the money he made. You can't deny. Like, he, I don't know if he's a legend. I don't know if he's a hero, but he fits in there. You know what I mean? He's our hero. I said before the race, they should have went down the line and chose, are you a legend or are you a hero? Which one do you want to be? Well, I just want to. Well, I, just, I, just, I, I, I honestly felt like I was just. I, I was felt very fortunate to be out there. Like I, I know where I fit in with the guys that were on that line, and I, there's no one knows that better than me. Trust me. Um, but I also thought it was a great opportunity. Like I was, I felt super just lucky, and I was, you know, proud to even be on the same track with those guys at that caliber. So there was never any doubt for me. The guys, you know, that want to email and say that stuff, that's fine. I, I don't really care. Um, I just I know I know it was, it was a great opportunity for me. So there's no way if I'm invited or allowed to race that, I don't care what the situation is. I'm saying yes. Every <laughs> I could see this thing matter. gaining traction. Like I could really oh, see this thing. Like next year, I could see them doing like watch. It's going to go from is there one really race. That much time at every national? Though? Yeah. Hey, I think there was time this. I could see them going from India. one race to going to three races, making like a series. And next thing you know, Here's like the thing. these guys are back on factory. Here's rides. the thing, though. No, you. You can't expect these guys to show up and put effort in without paying them something. They're part of the show. They're attracting fans to your race. Will MX Sports pay these guys? I'll wait while you insert the cricket sounds. That's not going to happen. Here's the question. Did anybody in that lineup that day get paid to come there? No. Did they there pay were for people thinking that hey, There were people honestly thinking that Ricky got paid to be there. No. That they're like, he don't do anything for free. If MX Sports invests some money into it, and I hope they would, they could have a real three, four race yeah, series. But pay them. Like, what are you going to pay them? 500 bucks for gas and hotel. You think those guys care about five? I guess. Sure. Maybe, Some think it's expenses. Todd DeHoop. You think Todd DeHoop's just rolling in it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. I think it's a great idea. I think, I think the thing worked awesome. But oh, I, I thought it was awesome. Hey, did you see the people? I mean, the people around the track? No, they were pumped. Oh. They got ticket sales from those people, show, those legendary sure. heroes. More people were pumped about that. Than, so, you know, it's yeah. like they wanted to see the legend and heroes, and then they want to see the 250 race. So to me, invest some money into that thing, and you can really have something. And I'm not saying you need to pay these dudes like they just give them some expense money. Well, uh, the, the the flip side to that though is, how much do, does Giuseppe pay the riders? And they all show up. Yeah. So well, okay. I I just I think that they if you invested some money into this thing it would it could really work well but other to ask the guys to show up in a three four race series would, would you rather pay I don't Stanton think Stanton or would you rather in those guys Ricky whoever or would you rather pay more to a privateer that's a national number well unfortunately but those those guys are selling which you guy tickets. you got to pick a lane which one is it. The legends are selling you think, tickets. I don't think either one's going to happen. So it doesn't yeah, right. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> the legends are selling you tickets. They really are. Yeah, that's not a bad point. There's that's a reason. A, there's a, a reason point. these guys are retired. 
they don't want to do it anymore. They don't want to do it at that level and work that hard. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah, and, but at the same time, I, I don't think they them? mind doing a, a few races. No, I think they get a kick out of that. They like, they don't want to work too no, no, hard. No, no. Two, three races. Four races. Three races would be great. Yeah. Have one, a little one, series. One in SoCal, one in Indiana, one at Millville or something. Whatever. Yeah. The three, whatever Fuck the three it. best tracks are. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they got time at, and I mean, they draw a crowd. They draw a huge. They, they would. I, I'm telling you, I think it takes money to make money. So, so where's the petition in... so we can sign this up? I mean, where, oh, I'm sure oh. somebody's got one. Davey's listening right now, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's probably he's probably listening right now. I just I, I think it was a great idea, man. It worked. Yeah, yeah. for sure. There was some hype going in. I'll, I'll oh say yeah, that. I was oh, I yeah. was pumped to see it. See the 15 on the track again? I mean, come on. There wasn't a dry eye anywhere. I oh, shit. Only time I saw him was when he was behind Rainer coming over the finish line. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right, JT. Thanks for coming on, bud. All right. See you guys. All right. See you. Jason Thomas, flyracing.com. Check him out. Um, Paul Metro presented by btosports.com and Fly Racing. Hey, speaking of that, yep. like saying with Davey, listening to, you know, let's just say he listens to the archives or whatnot. Millsaps? No. Oh. <laughs> We, Davey Fuck don't it. listen. Oh, nah, he oh, probably no. does. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I've gotten texts from Davey in between heats and semis of things I tweeted. So well, believe me, he's up on that. But, like, you after after Indiana, you do the – you talk to the riders. Mm-hmm. What's that called? The, the Post-race podcast. Post-race podcast. Okay. Pulpcasts. Sorry. And then Very you popular. have riders Very on. I was going to say, you need to download those on Saturday night, not Sunday morning. You, hey, then later, you have later. riders on. Swiss score. Oh. Then you have riders come on to the show, and they talk about the race weekend. The one thing that I hear, and I agree because it was kind of like Loretta's. Did you hear riders? I mean, the best riders in the world complaining that the prep is too deep and too wet. Like, it, it, it's so deep and so wet that what happened to the days where there'd be a berm and you could square across up? Now it's like eight ruts that are this deep, and, yeah, like, the yeah. track is so... Hey, before Indiana, coming up before the finish line, the inside was so ruddy. They couldn't even go inside and double up on that thing. They had to go way outside. And it's just like it's so deep that the creativeness, the creativeness has gone away, like out wide and yeah. squaring across. I, but, like why not just a little less water? So what if it like gets a little European dry? races where they're, yeah. they don't do well, anything. Yeah, it's it, just who, hey, and like Trey said, what happened to every track we have is loam. Yeah. What happened to hard? What happened tire. to this? What happened tire. to that? You run one tire now. Yeah. You dump sawdust. You dump uh, this you year, mix the hey, mulch. This year at Loretta's, yeah. I can remember back in the day, it would get down to the hard. It would be slick. There would be ruts. But do they do that for dust for spectators? Is that why they do that? You think they're – listen, they walk around in the pits all day where it's dusty. Their legs are dusty. I'm, you just, know? I'm just saying. No. I think they're trying to keep the dirt so good, but yet – Look at the turns. The ruts are so deep. Once you get in one, you can't I, move. I think they missed the market, Indiana. No, they, they missed they, it at a bunch of them. I believe they missed <laughs> it at a bunch of them. And the riders, you listen to them talk about it, they agree. They're like, why is it so deep? Does it have to be that deep? Yeah. Like, why is it all, Why do we got to keep adding sand and salt? Oh, I agree. Just let yeah. the dirt be the dirt. Like, How about you know? watching races at Redbud back in the day? The place was like concrete. Let it be. Yeah. I mean, it, some, look at Carlsbad back in the day when it was like a road. It, right. But it was cool to watch. This, you could watch guys go wide, yeah, square across stuff. Now it's like up the inside, hit one rut that when you're in that rut, you can't get out to your 50 feet past the turn. Right. And then you're in the next rut going into the next turn. Yep. It's a never-ending debate because you can do it. You, you make it nice and loamy and stuff, and then it turns in all these ruts. But then you get the people like, okay, so groom it between motos. But then people freak out. Don't, don't grow it because you're taking away the bumps and it's not tough. 
but you don't need you could groom it between motos but i don't mean make it smoother i mean just fix it where it becomes gnarly unraceable right, right. you just you heard race it hey, you know you heard the legends guy say it was sketchy out there yeah. yeah even the legends guys and hey those guys are experienced like they said it's you ask the riders Dude, it was sketchy out there. I mean, they have to deal with weather, unpredictability, some things that are just sometimes out of the track's control. Like we went in Calgary this year. We got there in the morning, and it was kind of muddy, but it 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 got really good by the second practice. And the guys were coming in. They said, this is the greatest track we've ever ridden. It was awesome. The dirt was perfect. By the first motos, it started to get a little blue groove, a little, Mm -hmm. little hard pack. But then it went away. And then yeah. by the second motos, it was like riding on ice. Yeah. But they couldn't do anything about it because it had rained so much the night before and yeah. it was already wet. It's, yeah, it's a, such a window. It's, it's a, a window, window that's yeah. like, yeah. It it's went like, from being it's the... It's like, a, God, we used to joke in our Supercross testing. Like, we have, what, 17 minutes of Supercross testing where this thing's going to be really good. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to be too wet or too dry. Yeah, you water it, then you sit there and wait for 30 minutes, and the guys do a couple laps, and it's good for 15, 20 minutes, and then we got to stop and water it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's tough. You're telling me with all the technology and all the different things nowadays that people can figure out, they can't figure out dirt? Yeah, put a roof over it, and then you're good, and you can control it. <laughs> oh. Hey, what about this? the last race at that Assen circuit? That was cool. You know, did you see the crowd at that yeah. race? That was, yeah. yeah. That was uh, – Kenny, I think, has it – hit the nail on the head. Kenny Watson? Watson. I don't, if they could, I don't know if anybody's ever said that hey, before. If they could build an outdoor motocross track inside Daytona Speedway, I think you'd, kill, you'd fill the bleachers. If you could sit and watch the whole motocross, like Supercross. But well, now, that's what they're trying to do at Utah, and everybody makes Miller, yeah. complaints. Isn't that Miller? Yeah. I mean, Nobody's happy. Everyone hates that place. The man-made track. But how many loads tough. of dirt was that oh, European God, race? Right? It was, I mean, that was Eight so bajillion? much. Oh, my God. Right? I forget how, how much money did that cost to get it was all 75, that dirt. I don't know how much 75 centimeters were, but that's how deep it was all yeah. the way around. Um, uh, hey, I wanted to touch on, before we wrap this thing up, we've got voicemail still coming up. Uh, Eddie Ray, Thomas Victor, Alan Brown uh, in studio here on the Pulp Mech Show. Alan, I'm, it's it's September, so I'm guessing you're not having a team this year? Uh, <laughs> he knows as much as Jake right now. You, uh, <laughs> are you trying uh, to get something going? I'd love to, yeah. Yeah, but are, are you it? trying? Are you working with something? This is the time of the year that I get a lot of phone calls. A lot of people are talking about stuff. And but no sponsors, no yeah, money. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, it's people don't realize how much money it really takes. What does it take? What does it take? Okay, look. What if, if the gear riders, if the riders can keep their gear money, and that's their money to live that's on, and their price money. That's a loaded question. That's because, a loaded. Yeah. yeah. Why? Why? What does it, it take? Okay. What do you want? How good what, equipment do you want? What are do you co- want a practice bike? Do you want? Well, of course. What are your you goals? Wanna, yeah, exactly. What are your goals? Uh, main event. On a 450 or 250? 450. I want to put guys in. I want to do what you did with Blos, Nicoletti, and Bobby K. He, like did, a good, he did a good job. Solid team. You right want there. to take uh, or trip any of your Triple X years? A, you know? a two to two to three rider 450 program that's going to be racing, like that are making guys that mains. Are making yeah. mains. Yeah. Making mains. I mean, you want to do the whole year Supercross and motocross? I mean, it's it's a million dollars. Come on, I'm I'm telling you. You start adding it but up. Unless we're paying the riders nothing, and you're yeah, you're still yeah. you're barely if you're even paying them anything. Now they can get their they can keep their gear money, right, right, their yeah. helmet money, the yeah, big, prize money. Yeah. Because the problem is, I can't sell the team. I can't go to Jason Thomas and say I need one hundred fifty thousand dollars from Fly for my team. He's going to be like, oh, we can't do that. 
but yet they'll pick apart the riders and they'll pay this rider 80 this one 20 and this guy gets nothing and some riders will pay five 300 yeah, whatever. yeah the riders on their own get more money that way the it's big, not it's worth a million it to, dollars to do the whole year yeah pretty much to do it right to, to have anything and how much to do let's say well pulp two out. supercross riders two supercross guys 450 supercross only Guys keep their gear. Da, da, da. Like, what does it take aside from the salary? No salary, just mechanics. Twenty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> what about a straight truck? What about a straight truck like Nick Way? A couple guys out of a straight truck. Yeah, like, but what Nick Way's doing is a whole different thing too. Like, what Nick Way and Chisholm are doing, they're doing that on on, a, on way less money, but it's all for themselves. Right. It, it's okay. Why did it cost Velocity three to do three races? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Everything Yamaha gave him. Apparently nothing. Yeah. Apparently. Every single penny Yamaha gave him. Yeah, but yeah, that's about it. right too. Well, I was going to talk to you about putting Pulp Mex on your team, but I don't. I don't have a million dollars, so I'm out. <laughs> so you're gonna Does you're gonna is, have somebody sponsor your radio show, and you're gonna turn those funds over to sponsor a race team. That's a good plan. I'm giving back. I'm like Santa. Okay. You like re-gifting? Yeah. Paying it from wrapping it back up and giving it away. <laughs> like what, what, Butler, what the Butler brothers have going is is a really cool deal. Listen, like, okay, look, I'm calling bullshit on you. We've been friends forever. You didn't give me any water in Binghamton '97. <laughs> There's no way you ran your team for a million dollars. The Nfab Nicoletti Blos Canari team for a million dollars. No me, way. You, we'll no break way. it down for you. It's no chance. I'm just. You said, what for, does it take? We know Alan Brown. <laughs> hey, I remember. I mean. You worked that. We're not going We're but, not going to talk numbers, but I remember the the Jessica Patterson bill for three races, you know what I mean? What it that's what it cost. That's just the thing though. That's just the thing. So Alan Brown runs a team, but because he's scraping to get it by and he's producing this product of a race team. He's producing this product. Yeah. This good. And now I have to try and sell it. But because I'm I'm so cash poor, then people are calling me cheap. Oh, well, I think Alan Brown yeah. was trying to. This is not a million dollars. He was he was trying to f- to show, you know, like for the next year. He was like, we we're gonna do yeah. all this so he can he can kind of like show people for the next year and selling me yeah, again. The hey, the yeah. next year, and yeah. I was I was on board with it, but I don't remember where the train went off the tracks. But you you got to remember, like it's it's like okay, so I had. For example, Pedro was one of the mechanics. He was? Yeah. yeah. Pedro? Yeah, Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. Pedro. It was Chris's mechanic. I don't remember that. Yeah, hey, yeah. We, need to, we need to stop for a second, too, and congratulate Pedro. Pedro's for getting his, married. Yeah, getting married. Yes, yeah. next Saturday. That's Pedro. Yeah, there so, you go. I'm glad get, you're so excited about that. Well, I, I don't know Pedro at all. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's I, a I, great I don't, guy. Yeah, I don't nice know. girl. Um, the first thing Pedro says to me when yeah. he's building his motocross bike, so he starts from motocross. Eddie was a okay. supercross mechanic. Pedro's going to be a motocross guy. Comes to the shop first day. I said, well, here's your bike. In a crate, take it out. We're gonna go through it. We're gonna build it. You know, first thing he's like, "Where's my titanium bolt kit?" Did you laugh? You laughed at him. And I'm like, "We don't have them." He's well, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "I'm sorry. It's just one of the things that we don't have." Yeah. <laughs> he was looking out for Chris. <laughs> like, 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 I can't spend thirty five hundred dollars to take one pound off the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't. Not that I You're don't. You're making my case for me that you didn't spend a million dollars. It's not that I don't want to. <laughs> of course, yeah. But I have to. I have to look at it and say right. I only have this much money. Right. Well, I could take thirty-five hundred dollars and pay your salary for a month, or we get a bolt kit. I'm gonna just be I, able to pay another salary. You know. Yeah. I would have given up my salary for my rider for a bolt kit. 
I would. Seriously, for titanium bolts? They're no. pretty how, cool. How, they're pretty cool. You know what I say? How many cool. places is that going to get him in front of the place? It's all was, mental, man. Uh, but maybe if Blos, Blos didn't have a very good outdoor year. Walk maybe another hour on the treadmill. Bolts. You'll be fine. But you yeah. do have or to balance poop, that out. Poop in the morning. Yeah. You have to balance that out. You said it's mental. You're right. It is mental. And for some guys, they can't get past that. They can't. It, it's a good point. You have to pick your right guys that can That's get right. past these. They yeah. can't right. roll up to the start line and look at their bike and their handlebars. Oh, Nick Way would be destroyed. And they don't have titanium bolts on their clutch perch. And, yeah. But the guy next to them, oh, uh, Nick, how can Nick, I win? Nick this Wade. guy's got titanium bolts. Well, Nick Way had his own tie from years of riding for teams. but Yeah, but that's, right. you know. It's what was the it's best? Tough. What was the most rewarding year you had as a team owner? And I know you've done a lot, but you know you had Nick Way, you had uh, the Nick and Letty thing, you've had the Triple X thing with Huffy and Kyle Lewis doing well. I don't know some of the some of the Tim cool, Ferry in '06. Timmy was it was pretty cool. Yeah, Timmy did really really well. Um, it was more like the years, more like who were the more enjoyable guys to work with. You know. Um, Timmy was was good to work with. I yeah. mean, I've known Timmy for. The a only long complaint time. was you had no bathroom in the semi. He hated that. <laughs> yeah, that was about it. I, I get that. Yeah, everything okay. else he was yeah. bumped on as far as you know. Josh Summy was a lot of fun to work with. Was he? Yeah, yeah he was a good guy. Uh, Have Nick, you seen Summy now? He yeah, looks like in, he looks like in Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Nick was Nick was fun to work with. He's entertaining. Yeah. He's challenging, but he's a head case. He's challenging yeah. at times, that, but. He, Challenging means head case. And we love Nick. But he he was fun. What yeah. about the Big Bird? Larry oh, was Oh the Big Bird. Larry was cool too. Larry I actually I, I I like Larry more now than when I worked with him. How about the Big but. Bird when I worked there? Doug the slug <laughs> couldn't take his seven eighths bar off of the mounts. He used the same tag bars all year. They were shot peen gray. Yeah. He never let him take him out of the mounts. I remember the throttle end was so worn out. It was so bad. Oh, Larry. But your guy Nick Way made us made me carry triple clamps to the races a few times too. Oh. Triple clamps with the bar, like the whole oh, triple oh, clamp, the whole thing. Yeah, 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 the whole thing. Right. Carry this, take this to the race like that. Million dollars off his practice bike or whatever. Yeah, right off his practice uh, bike. No, seriously, if if you're like, so you're not going to do it this year. I do, probably not. Right. I I I I have. There are some opportunities that you, are there. Yeah. If I can put the right pieces together, I would love to do it. But it's to put all the, it's to bring all the people together that have different agendas. You know and get them to agree You know what to, sucks about our sport, in a sense, is like I'm obviously I'm biased. You're my friend. We've been friends for a long time. I think you know how to run a race team. Um, you know, not, you know, you know how to run a, a successful race team. You've you've made something out of nothing, quote unquote nothing, a lot of times. For what the results you got with guys for what you were paying them, far exceeded. So you were good at that. Here's the thing, though. And there's been so many teams come in. Like, I'll just, not to pick on anybody here, but let me pick on somebody. Brad Williams. Dude was loaded, right? Oil guy, came in WBR, uh, had a ton of money. Hires his bro to manage this guy. I don't know the guy's name. But it's because it has to do with the relationships. No, I know, but yeah. like... Like, why can't Alan... It's supposed to be a fun thing, so you want to hang out with your buddies. What's why wrong? can't Alan find the WBR guy? That's, or what, you know what I mean? Like, the problem, yeah. Like, there's so much money. Mike Genova, we talked about him tonight. Now, say what you want. I think he's I think he's lighting his money on fire with Tony Lessie running his program. Whatever, that's his choice. More power to him. Like, you actually run a race team. You actually know how to run a race team. You've, you've gotten great results. Better results than... Uh, Genova's got some good results over yeah, time. Yeah, Genova's... But, Better results than 
75% of the teams out there that have run into your, that are in your budget range. But yet you can't find this guy to, to sponsor a team and step up and do all this kind of stuff. And the other guys that do have the money that are bringing title sponsors in hire morons to run their team. Like, it doesn't – I feel bad for you. Yeah, they're going to hire their buddies. You know, and, and even – that's – You know, yeah, I just – I just it a million but times. But at, yeah. at the same time, let's say the oil guy comes in and says, hey, I want you to run this team. The oil guy doesn't want to keep quiet. He's like, hey, if I'm putting the money in, I want you to do what I'm telling you. And he's well, not – he's but, really taking the – really pulling maybe, the reins away yeah, from him. Yeah, but maybe the oil guy is just like, hey, I, I want three things, these three things. I insist on having a mascot, a dragon mascot. Okay, we'll get you a dragon mascot. You know, it's your money. Like maybe there's only a few things like that. But maybe yeah. basically he has the money and he loves the sport and he wants to run it and he's giving it to you. But unfortunately – it's the other idiots that, that run these teams into the ground that come and go. There are very few, like, very few guys like a Mike Craniac that that yeah have have come in, put their own money in, and let somebody else run the team to go win races. Like that doesn't yeah. that almost you could almost say that doesn't happen. Right. But at he, some he's point, done it. The, even, yeah, you know, yeah, like Craniac decides, hey. This is no more fun. This is not working too out. Much, right. Too much yeah, babysitting, right. too much bullshit, too much whatever. And I'm not having any more fun. I hired James Stewart, and now it's a three-ring yeah. circus or and whatever. And I think there's still lawsuits involving that deal. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, Mike Genova's, Mike Genova's, I've talked to Mike Genova hundreds of times. And like to a, me, he's a good guy. He is, he is a good guy. He's infusing his own personal money yeah. into oh, the no. sport. He's got no sponsors to pay him. Yeah. There's nothing on that truck 100%. to pay him. And right. it, thank you for that because you are employing some mechanics and some people, you know. But he great, picks but, Tony to run his team. Well, that's his Maybe choice. Maybe he likes Tony. That's his choice. I know. But once again, the guy putting up the money is still going to yeah, make he's the making call. No, and, and, that, right? and that's the whole point of this conversation is there's too many guys like Mike Genova that are picking, making wrong decisions. And we've seen it. I've been in doing it's, this thing for 20 years. Okay. I've seen. 30 guys come in, pick their bros to run the teams, and they run into the ground other idiots. You want to know why? That Chad Lanza is the last, the latest guy, too, a few years ago, you know? It's too easy to come into this sport and be a player because it doesn't take – it's too little amount. <laughs> right, no, right. There's too yeah, many, yeah, no, it's not F1. It's not, there's right, too many right. guys that can come up with $1 million and be like, I'm the next big thing. I've got a million dollars. I'm going to have a team. And MDK. I'm MDK. MDK. Anybody. And again, like, and it's MDK easy. hires Danny Palladino, his buddy. And Danny, I don't mind Danny. I had a good relationship with him, but not many people like dealing with Danny. But if it... Riders, mechanics, that type of people. If it costs $20 million to have a team, the guy would be like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, right. I, better, I better make so sure I have So you're saying the $1 million dollars gets you more crackpots. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, kind of. You know, I think uh, even... It just frustrates me. Yeah. It's... There's... Like, why doesn't somebody give me a million dollars? I'll run a team. How's your gig going? Yeah, yeah, how's your gig going with getting that team manager job? Uh, I haven't heard anything. Fell apart? Yeah. No, I'm talking 450 riders, main events. Yeah. No, a Jimmy Albertson, a Canari, a Phil. Uh, uh, yeah. what, uh, Phil's I'm, actually I'm, maybe a I'm talking. Better, I'm talking Phil Nicoletti, Jake Weimer. you got a dog on your cord. Uh, I see that. I'm talking Phil Nicoletti, Jake Weimer. Yeah. Justin Bogle. Yeah, yeah. Like, like okay. Yeah. Here's my team. You know, I got Justin Bogle, I got Phil Nicoletti, and Jake Weimer. Yeah, I need a million dollars. Okay, and, yes. And you know guys, what? Yeah. And they're probably still going to complain that I'm cheap. 
and we don't have this or right. something or you know. No, yeah. Well, they're riders, so yeah. I, it's and just... they're gonna and I, and I get it because because they're gonna look over. You know, Phil's gonna be like, I saw everything Gibbs has. Thomas, it doesn't. I take got a, a lot of shit. Doesn't take a million dollars. We don't have these. Doesn't things. take a million. Oh, that gets. Come on. Sorry. It's... He's just saying, he's trying to get a million dollars for anybody who's listening. He wants to put. I'm not he wants saying, to put seven hundred thousand in his pocket. No, he's not saying that you can't do it for less. I'm not saying you can't do it for less. Yeah, and I'm not you saying I need a, you need a million dollars from one person. And hey, Allen's probably the best one. At what's the bare minimum we can have a team with? Can we do a team for three hundred thousand super costs only? What probably. is it? Pawn stars? Probably. Yeah, that's what you're <laughs> you got you got an extra three hundred. Okay. Grand. <laughs> yeah. But you're not gonna have. You're not gonna. Yeah. Okay. So for three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. You're not going to have Jake Weimer, Justin Bogle. Why not? And they're, they're getting their gear money and, and Phil shit. Nicoletti. You're oh, not going to no. have all three guys. No, no, but they're getting – look, bikes and parts are easy, right? How easy? How easy? God, Yamaha is just like, hey, who wants bikes and parts? Really? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah okay. you just make one phone call. Is that, is that, how, is that how it was? Let me call my buddy Keith. <laughs> you work for Keith? <laughs> Listen, bikes, Suzuki just gave Dirt Candy a bunch of 250Fs. <laughs> they're out there, okay? Dirt Candy. It's – can you do it for three hundred? Yeah, but there's going to be certain things Boom. you're not going to be able to do. I just got them seven hundred thousand dollars cheaper. Okay, yeah, no, no, no. But uh, you, you're you're not you're doing not, three guys. You're not getting no, the no, same that's riders. Fine. That's fine. You're yeah. only doing seventeen events. Yeah, you're not getting doing tapia. twenty-nine. Yeah, you're getting tapia. No, you're I'm, not, I'm getting yeah, Weimer. I'm no, getting Weimer. Getting I'm getting Weimer. No. Okay, if you had three hundred thousand, could you run the straight truck, Jake, all by himself, Supercross and outdoor only, or Supercross and outdoor? When you say Supercross and outdoor, that make if the Supercross you you could. Do a good effort like that. Yes, Supergrass. And it's not that the straight truck what do you costs mean? much less than a semi. Let's say, but you still have to, you have to, you have to obtain that asset. That's what so, to say. He already has to, the asset. I know, no, 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 he's got it. That's what I mean. Well, I know, but, but, saying, yeah. but you yeah. don't have but the asset. But what if you don't? No, you, you don't, do. No, I'm talking about you. No, but you don't. A lot of finger pointing so, here. <laughs> Y'all need to be in here right now. <laughs> I mean, there's fingers everywhere. You don't have the, the asset. <laughs> you, the, the semi <laughs> alone. Okay, so the semi You get alone, a car, and you get a car, and you get a car. Uh, Everyone gets cars. Your, your race vehicle alone is going to cost you $70,000 a year. Yeah, but you have that. No, 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 but I'm saying whether you lease it or you buy it, it's yeah, still yeah, yeah. going to depreciate, or right, it's going to cost right, you $70,000 right. a year. You haven't wrapped it or put an awning on it. Wrap it and put it, you know, what, you know, how, much a, you know how much a full canopy with graphics costs? It's pushing $20,000. A wrap is $20,000. So you, you've already eaten up. You're already at, you know, $110,000. Stop it. You have tense shit in your, in your shop. No, but you don't. I don't, I'm saying I don't care. St- I'm, no, but I'm, if you're going to start a team from scratch, yeah, but I'm pumping you expensive. up. I'm trying to pump you up. Yeah, I have it. Okay, I have them at my disposal. But right. it, these are expenses that I mean, you're going to incur. Listen, somebody who's listening to this team, um, this is the show. Give Alan some money for this team. Three hundred thousand dollars. We're going to run a truck. We're going to have Weimer. It's that easy. If I hit the lottery, I promise you, Alan, I'll hit you up. That would be the dumbest thing you ever did. I know, right? It really? depends how much you... I wouldn't let you do it unless you won, like, $100 million. Yeah, you'd have well, to yeah, win so much that. money. Yeah, well, You <laughs> win, like, well, $37 million, I can't... Gibbs, Gibbs wins forty-five grand. Here's it all. Here's, here's, 40, here's forty-five grand. I want a scratch ticket. That's the other thing. But the funny, funny thing is there's people out there, there is, that yeah. want... Yeah. That they just... They buy... The, for instance, you have guys who have bought their way into this sport just so they can... Meet the riders and yeah. be around the riders. Like Thomas. No, bull. Yeah. That, he's the exact. You hey, met Phil. Look at you met Phil. Here's the thing. Grouchy you have those Phil. guys that buy their way in, and they're there every week, got their team shirt yeah. on, rock. Tom, he doesn't even come to the races. Can we get, can we get Oscar the Grouch as Phil, on the back of Phil's pants? 
Is that possible? No. Is that a trademark? Hey, He's got the, something else back there. Hey, the year the Infab, oh, yeah. Hey, the year the Infab Tyler Yamaha team. I think Tom came to. I didn't go to one outdoor. No, no. I think <laughs> he, he came. He came to Lake Houston, Elsinore. Dallas, and Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you're right. But I, I, all I know is I got Allen for seven hundred thousand dollars cheaper than what he started with. That's all I know. I got him down. <laughs> well, I got a day job, so it's hard. Yeah. You, yeah. Hey, let me work 40 hours a week and then uh, or 50 hours a week and but then get on a plane. 40 hours a week. I listen right. to 40 hours a week in my world. And then get on a plane and fly yeah. to, fly to our race. 40 hours a week is 24/7 for this but, guy. Yeah. My is. biggest frustrating His the guys biggest work frustrating. Today. Yeah. <laughs> Labor the day. biggest frustrating <laughs> thing I think is I can produce this product that is a supercross race team. And it costs me Let's say it cost me five hundred thousand dollars to yeah. produce. Okay, this. so now we're gonna meet in the middle. Yeah, just right. just say, for example, it cost me five hundred thousand dollars to produce it. Why can't I sell that for seven hundred? You can if you knew the right people. But you're Alan Brown from Canada living in Corona. Like, if you were in, if you were Bobby Nichols or one of these dudes, if you had some Bobby Nichols, he's gonna bring me money. He's connected. That's what I'm saying. Okay, it's, it's, it's guys. Guys like that, like you don't run I've in talked, those circles. You don't I've run, talked to Bobby Lotz. He's never brought me any money. No, but you don't run in these circles that these other guys do that get money. And no offense, I mean you're just my buddy. You, you know. But, but even if I go to Thomas, Thomas is a businessman. He understands. No, but that's that's different. He understands. He wants. No, but he's I not try, just a guy hey, with money. I, I, no, but it, it, to your point, I tried to send him the guy that sells all the Lucas Oil sponsorships. Yeah, yeah we tried, and, and, and he was like, I don't even know. He talked to the guy. I didn't talked talk to the guy. guy, and he didn't. Yeah. It just it's. It's not as easy as you think. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it's, it's easy. I never said it's that. It's not a but I build it and they will come. But It doesn't like, work like that. Plenty, it works like that if you're like Bobby Reagan. There's plenty of – Bobby probably sunk how much of his no, own Bobby money before. Don't tell him, but yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Before it finally paid off for him, right? But it's not – well, Why did it pay off? off? Why did it pay off? What's paying off? What's paying off? Oh, you don't think he's making money now? Now? You think he's making money off the team yeah, enough to – now. I don't know. You think Coy Gibbs makes money off his team? No, not Coy. No. No, but why Bobby, Bobby not Coy? Yeah, I think Bobby. Bobby, Bobby doesn't make money off his team. No, yeah. say okay. how many? Right. I was yeah. just, well, I'm thinking by now maybe he is. No. But I mean, it's been 15 years of Keith Johnsons. So you know, I yeah. think I think the point is, is that. that in order to do no, this, not, yeah, in order to have a team, it. you gotta have you gotta have money. Creighton Yuck had. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. I mean, seriously, you gotta be able to to ride out the lead time. I don't know that it's. I don't know that if it's a it's I a just, good business plan. How many times have I said that? Yeah, I tell them all the time. Hey. It's. I think. I think. I think. Thomas, so it's a vanity play for. Look, the only thing Thomas invests in that makes money is this Paul McShaw. Let's face lame. it. That's it. But if so, I, like I said, if I if it's going to cost me five hundred grand to produce this product, yeah. And I go to my, I go to Thomas and say, hey, I'm going to do this product. We're going to go to the Supercross. We're going to have this much exposure. I'm going to sell you the canopy. It's a forty foot logo. You're going to be titled this one. You're, Thomas is going to be like, I already yeah. own one. Why do okay. I need another one? No, but he's going to be like, cool, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm right. in. I, I, that's worth 150 grand to me. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but it cost me $500,000 to produce this, Thomas. Yeah, well, it's worth 150 right. well, grand to me. Well, that's not. That's a bigger issue. That is the name of the game. Well, that's but a that's the issue of just saying. this whole deal. Like, how do we bring more money in like that? Well, if all you team owners would actually get together and – you know, form a little association and try to like better things for yourselves. That would be the step one because someone is uh, making a lot of money producing supercross races, and it ain't you guys. Thank uh, you. Uh, Thank you. No argument. <laughs> there goes my any chance I have I of a live. I think the guys. There goes there goes any chance of me making any live uh, 
uh, broadcast from Supercross. <laughs> no, but it's true. Is the guys, I think the but guy's you can't fault them for it. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you can't fault them for it. It's no, a great no. show. They, Grab they it what they can. And, yeah. and why would they ever voluntarily give anything up? I'd never do that. Well, but okay, so how I didn't do, want to pay Eddie. How do the people do an F1 and all those other series? Dude, right? I mean, those series are just, I mean, you're just looking at. But that's, I guess that's I corporate, counted, right? I, I, th- I saw, and I think it was F1. I don't, I'm not that familiar with it, but right. I, they were on top of one of those Ferraris or whatever, looking down, and, and I counted. There were 23 dudes yeah, doing yeah. the pit stop. 23. Did you have 23 guys on your team? <laughs> I know, right? No, I was, we had that was two just the people or three. The tires <laughs> so it looked like 23 <laughs> when you wrote it, if you didn't put that thing between it. Two it was, or three, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, I don't, all right, well, listen, we could go around and around, but I just – it's broken, but it's That's a good my, show. That's my biggest, yeah. my biggest complaint show. is like, hey, and you know what? He's ready to sign up for more of that nonsense. Yeah, he's an idiot. Uh, I just, I, mean, I, I see these. I've been in twenty years. I've been going to these he's stupid like races. He's like fiending to, to go spend his own money and yeah. do this again. I've been going to these races for twenty years, and I've seen these guys come and go. And I look at their program from the outside. I'm like, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? And you talk to riders or mechanics who work there or wrote for them, and you, you hear these stories, and you're like. They want to go racing. They love racing. They want to go racing. There are very few, very, very few race teams that really out there in Supercross that truly make money. Yes, I would agree. I think BTO, Mitch Payton. I think Mitch Payton probably has had some really good years. He's probably had some lean years. I don't know. But about he the, has a practice, though. The Geico yep. team, yep. I don't know what, they, what they're doing now. I would think now. they make money, but who knows? I don't know. There's a few owners there, too. Yeah, so they've yeah. got some money. But you remember, you worked for it. You know, how long were we, was the Moto Triple X team going? And how many people did come to you and said, oh, man, it must be pretty cool that, you know, you got these musicians that just put all this money in to run this race team. That team actually ran its, like, it actually. Read the oral history of the Moto Triple X. It supported (laughs) itself. You know, we need, like, that was a business model that worked. Jessica. Oh, God. It was 11,000 words. Mm. You only needed about 500 to fit her in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh hell here we go again but that was a team which that, alan, that after, after alan i interviewed alan i was asked alan said to me i don't really want you to run any of that i still did though because <laughs> jordan would get all mad you know what that I, that story taught me something about journalism what not to do it i'm not to do it no smoking mirrors. the only thing no the only thing i would say <laughs> two or three the only the only critique the only critique i would have for you yeah. about that story are you going to say like jordan where i changed what he said nope is you waited too long to post it. You did the interviews, oh. and you got the emotion. You got the interviews from the people. Like, I gave you an interview. You talked to people. But then you posted it almost – I was a long time. Eight months, I Eight months. I was going to say a year. Yeah. My – if you had a, interviewed me eight, eight months later, yeah. I would have answered – some of the questions differently because of events that have occurred well, over that time. I apologize. Time. I figured 15 years after the team was enough. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that's the one thing for for you. Constructive criticism. Dude, it took me forever to get all the interviews yeah, yeah, yeah. lined up. I but you guys you know, are being too vague. It needs let's, to be, let's hear some detail. You need to keep it more current. Well, it needs to be nah. even a story like that well, has I, to be like more. Well, current. I don't want you to have a team. Let's spill the beans. Let's get the dirt out. What's, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking <laughs> about. No, no. Oh, I, that yeah, was just just yeah, when yeah, I when I read it. I read it after, and I was just like. Man, I, I would have answered that differently today. You're like, yeah, I you sound know? like a dick. No, no, I would have. Some things were. Different. Listen, if someone out there is listening that has five hundred thousand dollars, Alan Brown will put you in touch with him. He will run you a program. Bogle Weimer, uh, who else is out there? Eddie, Tapia. You need to package that up a little different. Oh. No, it needs. You to do. Be- you need to go. Hey, if you got a product to sell, 
It's got to make yeah. sense. And you want to get yeah. it out to and the Supercross community. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got it. B2B. We're going to do B2B there in the pits. Go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to be B2B. We're gonna have email signups. We're gonna have a mascot. Yeah. What? Alan what? Brown. What? What is? What can Brown what is do? Alan you're Brown gonna do for that? You're back with a mascot. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you start doing like he's like Thomas says B two B. Okay. I, have I a, said B two B. I. I got. I have a, I got like, so let's say you have a product and you're like, hey, I really I like motocross. I want to expose my product in there. Yeah. I don't want to give Alan five hundred grand. I'd give him two fifty, but I don't want to give him five hundred. Mm-hmm. You do. Well, it for, P- but, P.S. We'll do it for two fifty. But that's okay. and, and I understand that. But maybe I have. A plastic injection molding friend who, if your product that's plastic injection molded, yeah. and you do $2 million a year with this yeah, product. Yeah, B2B. If you take your injection molding business to him, yeah. he'll, he'll be like, kick in thanks, and, yeah. Alan. Here's two hundred grand to put into your race team because you brought me this client. Right. And then all of a sudden it's funded. You know, I mean, Can we get are... Yamaha bikes and parts? We're good there. Apparently, well, I think it would. Hey, Steve, I honestly don't think it would matter. Like if Alan, I'm if you're just an average Joe and you're like, I'm going to start a team, manufacturers are going to look and go, Well, we don't really know you. No, but it's Alan. Have. They know Alan. Alan. He could I probably can, get bikes from any manufacturer. Really, I can walk into I can walk into Yamaha or walk into Honda, but Mike Genova, who just starting his first year, he can't walk into Yamaha. Because they don't know him. How long does it take to build a relationship with Yamaha? For well, them now, to... now he's going to send Tony, and good job trying to get bikes and parts. For, uh, yeah, Antonio. but anybody, anybody, right. anybody that comes in, just because like the manufacturer isn't going to get excited because you have a million dollars and you're going to have a race team. How long did it take Bobby Reagan? No, and that's another in problem in our industry too. A you bit know? is the manufacturers. They're 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 loosening up a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean. The, the, the tightest one right, is Honda. Listen, you guys yeah. got to drive back to Cali, so I want to run the sh- run this show along. We got yeah, voicemails now. Yeah, this is now. definitely uh, something you could talk about. No, for we, yeah, we yeah, could. Yeah, we could. could. This is a separate podcast. And you know what? There's really not a right answer. It's, no, there's no. Yeah, it's all over the. I just I get pissed because I've seen these teams come and go and make these colossal mistakes with so big you money and be in the hub of uh, this on this giant radio show. Yeah, exactly. With tons of listeners. What's the answer? The answer. What, what's the answer in ten words? I know everything. Thank you. That's four. The answer is for these team owners. See, but it, again, it's super difficult because you have the OEMs who have no owners. So the owners the are, spo- the owners. Owners are supposed to gather the, around each other, and the riders are supposed to gather around no, each no, other. Riders, riders won't. Riders are idiots. Okay. Owners so, get together and be like, look, Feld MX Sports, we are investing in your series. We're not seeing any return. You know what I think Help Feld us. would say? What? Feld would say, Matt. Nah. We don't need teams. They don't. We got the riders. We'll do our nah, own teams. They will. We'll, we'll they, do a monster truck just like the monster truck model. Maybe. You maybe, know, and then but, all you owners are, yeah. psh, we don't need you. Uh, they we need we can hire the talent. We'll pay them. Nah. What do we need all these owners for? I don't know. You're, you're Listen, semi-right. But, you've got Feld that yeah. run the super. I'm just saying, yeah. if I was in control yeah, and I was the like, Feld guy, I'd be, be like, hey, yeah, yeah, I'd be like, fuck right, off. Right. Exactly. We've got Feld and Tom, I think Tom will, he may disagree, but I think he'll agree with me right now. Feld, run supercrosses. The manufacturers, the four or five or six, how many, the, they want to sell motorcycles. They don't really care too much about outside sponsors. They want to sell motorcycles. The more motorcycles they sell, the more accessories But that's and a gear, jacked up industry all the way around. Yeah, too. but it's There's the same. Margin in them. That's what funds all the other teams. And it's just like Thomas. If Toyota stops selling trucks, there's going to be nobody to buy steps. Well, original line people, but yeah. If the yeah. manufacturers stop selling their products, the aftermarket companies will die, like Thomas will yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. So 
it, 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 they control it. They control it no matter what. Say yeah, whatever they, you want. They, it's their show. It's their show. But like in NASCAR, there's no OEM teams. So let's get to that. <laughs> NASCAR is a whole different business. Let's model. Let's get to that point. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole different business model. It is because you can't Somebody go and buy a NASCAR. Steered NASCAR no. in a direction right. that that made sense, but it's still. There's still people that mm-hmm. control the show. Yeah. They're still I, selling Camrys and Fusions. And, yeah. I really, I blame Eddie. I blame Eddie Ray. All right, 702-586-757. Hey, at oh, the end of the day, all I want is I just, you know, want Supercross to survive. I want to be able to watch the races. I mean, I that do too. Yeah, I love it. I love great. it. But, you know, having. So all the intermediate, you know, having, we, yeah, having we don't Cor- have enough clout in this yeah. room to fix anything. No. So Having you know Corey Gibbs and Kerry Hart and uh, Ricky owning teams, that's awesome. Uh, guys like Mike Genova putting millions of dollars in there t- that we need those type of dudes. Bobby Hewitt has got a nice thing going. You know what? You said a good point right there. It's going to take a lot of uh, an eclectic group, a lot of different people to make, as it does right now. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of different people to make, make the Supercar I think, show go. And maybe I'm crazy. And Alan can tell me if I'm not or I am, but I think we're at a tipping point. We're coming to a tipping point. I do think that. Just all of a sudden? I do. I think not next year, not the year after. But so at that tipping point, everything's just going to We're getting fix. to a tipping point where the owners are going to be like, guys, this, we're out. This doesn't make any sense. And there's going to be no new Mike Genovas coming in. Maybe I'm crazy. I think uh, there's always a new Mike Genova. I think, I think there's always a new Kriniak. I think okay. because, okay. because the, dollar, the dollar amount is low enough. That people can come in and play and around. And still do it, like you said, right? It's and it's going to be a few years. You know? I've spent enough. I'm tired of this shit. I'm going somewhere else. Why don't you go hit Subkovic up? Surely he's got some scam deal where he hey, can I, cut you some money. I did a deal with Subkovic. It was great. Everything I've done with Subkovic has been good. Oh, stop it. Swear to God. Hey, Someone, he brought me Summy. That's not what you told me. He brought me the Unbound deal? <laughs> You're not telling the whole story on the air. What did I not? Never mind. I'll he tell you can't. He's got to make sure. Yeah, that, I know. You know. I know. You know exactly. All right. Um, voicemail, 702-586-POLT. Here's the best of the best uh, that week that was. Uh, not that many calls from Crazy Lady. So there we go. Yeah, quick question for Ping. Uh, I heard the uh, podcast with Eddie Ray and the story about Loretta Lynn's and amateur nationals. How many people did Ping clean out in his amateur career? Got me at uh, the World Mini in 1990. It's so hard. He blew his radiator up off of my fork as he T-boned me. And as I'm trying to pull the bike apart, so he just left me there standing in an avalanche of uh, <laughs> hot, you know, coolant. So, anyway, just wondering how many people he's cleaned out. Uh, yeah, I should probably let go, but uh, I'm working on it. Thanks. Later. Matt, Matt this is Sonic from Arizona. Dude, just got done listening to the Focal uh, Max show with uh, Eddie Gray's co-host. Listen to his... Uh, your interview with him. Dude, that guy is awesome. That was one of the best interviews uh, I've heard in a while. My favorite Finch and Hall. Dude, Eddie Ray is shit. And, uh, yeah, I want He's more. Going a little far. I want more Eddie Ray. I think he wants more a Eddie Ray, less pay. Yes. Huh? There you show, go. <laughs> he, he didn't say you were shit. He said you were the shit. Ah, uh, yeah, but I think they're going a little far. That guy sounds what? like Wayne. 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 Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> no. Little Wayne? I think it's somebody Eddie paid. That's what That's I'm saying. Don- no, it sounds like Wayne. <laughs> That's Donnie from Arizona. He's a regular caller. Oh, yes? Yeah. Uh, okay, well. Thanks, Donnie. Yeah, less sure pain. More Eddie. One guy told me I was a legend. I had to tell him on Twitter to back it down just a bit. I said, I'm no legend. Are you a hero? Nah. Nah. Oh. Great interview. And uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to be uh, looking for that guy super crowd now. Uh, I want an autograph so, yeah. or a picture. He likes you. All right. Thanks, guys. Cool. That's hey, awesome. man, this is, this is Joseph. I got a message for JT. If you could uh, play it for him, please. Listen to the uh, episode with Bowers uh, in the studio. I'm still trying to get through my backlog. Talking about microburst uh, going in Indianapolis. Uh, I'm an airline pilot, so I've been trained to deal with these microbursts and wind shear events. Basically, for the layperson, uh, the way I would describe microburst, imagine a thunderstorm just taking a diarrhea shit all at once. Uh, it's just a huge volume of air just crashing out of the bottom of the cloud towards the ground. And uh, if you're unlucky enough to be on final approach, say a mile from touching down, and one of those things hits you, um, it's going to be fire while the throttles burn up the engine time trying to get out of it. Uh, Delta Flight 191 back in the 80s was a Lockheed TriStar jumbo jet. They uh, they went through microbursts and uh, crashed about half a mile short of the runway and killed the majority of the people on board. So JT is lucky to have uh, unlucky to have been involved in one. I've I've been at the airline for five years. I've never been in one. Hope to never be in one, and uh, he's pretty lucky to have gotten out of it as well. So, anyhow, yeah, just wanted to shed some light on that. Talk to you later. I told you before it was a valid option to pick him up right now. I have to go back up on Grash it, and I won't. Nobody's going to do anything, and the mayor doesn't get to listen in and do his bad path against me. Three kids are, are stuck at the final cut, or the director's final cut, or some shit. You're going to be an upshits creek because I'm not helping Sue ever again. The, the defined bad sectioning was I didn't um, get to pay $400 on Neutron. You're going to kill three of my best times of my life for, for 400 bucks. I doubt it. It's not the throne that she was breaking. It's every chair in the house. Stupid pussy odor broke every chair in my house, and I had to tape it or, or glue it. Something screwy about the candle on my table. There we go. Hey. Crazy lady. Tape it or glue it. Yep. Hey, it's me again. <laughs> Man, Eddie Ray, uh, he was uh, he's pretty good. Like him, that Kiefer man, I can't get enough of that guy. Just a straight up guy. One person I get enough of is a fucking Gibbs. He's piping down a little bit more. Let's have a whole show where he doesn't say shit. All right, talk to you later. Goddamn face. I like that. I I, per, I truly like that because now he doesn't like me because I don't say shit. Before I was saying too much. Hey. Do you remember the message that guy left maybe for me? Ten shows ago. He's like, hey. And at the very end, he went, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> me and Jessica are driving to a race, yeah. and I swear we almost crashed the motorhome. We laughed so hard. We actually replayed it over the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, too I funny. Actually, uh, I actually played that for a lot of my friends who know nothing about moto. Like, getting through the voicemails to that voicemail was a struggle. Like them, like, well, what does that have to do with anything? Like, I'm not gonna explain a right. cam to you. Yeah, camberator. Camberator. Save me! Your freaking phone just cut me off. Now listen, you never, you never put these seats to the fire on this RCH bullshit. And I'm telling you, you know, look at the riders they've had historically. You know, out in, you know, freaking, they ain't get nothing, nothing, and then they bring over Roxon. And then fuck his whole career up. You know? It's about money. It's about money and, and Roxanne's daddy. You know? What is it? The agent? 
Wasserstein, Wasserman, Wasserman, and the agent, and 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 the energy drink company, right? All the same sort of folks, and all set up with RCH at the same time to put a big money deal for them. And then that poor young man comes over and fucks his shit up with all them losers. Think about Kenny Watson. He all of a sudden decided to spend time with you again because he ain't doing shit at that team. They brought in all these guys who are supposedly professional race managers, and they ain't doing it. They ain't doing shit. What does fucking Kerry Hart know about winning championships? <laughs> he knows that all those freestyle guys are freestylers because they couldn't handle motocross because they were fucking pussies. Goddamn, why don't you call a shit out already, Steve? Hey, um, Steve. I, I mean, the guy's wrong. Uh, but, oh, holy swell-minded. But I love, I do like this. In, in that voicemail, wrapped in that voicemail, deep in there, if you break it through and you dive in there, is a lot of passion. Because, look, I love hockey. Obviously, I'm doing a hockey podcast this Thursday, right far. But I'm not calling a, a hockey show and spouting off crazy theories. Do you know what I mean? So I, I don't agree with this guy, and it's kind of funny. But I do like the passion that someone cares that much about some rider they don't know, some team they don't know. They just have an opinion. Like, I like that. I think he cares about his 40-ounce. <laughs> and that's about it. I just, Mickey's. again, it's an idiot message, but I, I like the passion. Okay. Yeah. We listened to it for some reason. Hey, I just wanted to have an honest conversation about the Legends race. Now, I was excited, as you were. Um, I love all those guys, just like you. But I think the race was kind of boring, and the racing wasn't that good. Um, correct four, me if I'm wrong. Four laps, bro. I mean... feedback, but, um, the idea, the hype behind it was wonderful, but the actual execution was kind of a snoozer. All right, thanks. I uh, no, I don't agree. I mean, I don't think people came there. I mean, I don't think. Did you hear about this plan they had though? The JT yeah, listen, first of all, this plan that was that was BS. Because you know what? There was no way those guys went. There was how many guys were in the race total? Nine, uh, nine, eight. Okay, nine, yeah. eight guys would agree to it. There was one guy that would never agree to that because he was not going to go out there and not he win it. He was the one of the guys pissed that, that it did that the plan got out. Uh, well. I mean, it's a stupid idea. Like, the guy on the starting yeah. line asked JT, hey, are we still doing this plan? Like, clearly, like, these guys couldn't organize themselves. Well, I don't think people Anyways. came there to see a knockdown, drag out battle. I was excited to see those guys on the track. I agree. Cooper jumping 110 foot in his old gear? Yeah. Stanton with I mean, his old gear on? Did people really think that they were going to have this Dude, sick race? I, don't, I, don't I mean, come on. Yeah. There was too much. It's legends and heroes. It gave it back great. to the people who have seen that generation of racing. And you know it brought people back yeah, was cool. that haven't been to races because you know their heroes aren't racing anymore. Right. And you know what? Oh, you could stand around, and when those guys took off, people went berserk. To see Timmy on the track was it phenomenal. It was good. It was right. good. I've seen Timmy on the track a bunch. I, I was more excited to see like uh, all of them on the track just at once. You right. know what I mean? I was more so. excited to see Timmy. All right. Steve-O. Hey, do you think maybe Roxon did better? Because, um, I don't know, maybe Ricky threatened to hold a gun to his head. I'm just curious what uh, your thoughts might be on that situation. No, I do not. It's week one. No weekly pulp show. 
and I'd like to say I'm doing good, but I'm freaking out, man. Freaking out. This is what I got to deal. This is what I got to deal with. Like, people hit me up on Twitter. Where's your new shows? I put three podcasts out. How hard is it to do a show once a week? Whether it's Moto. Well, or go, what motives I mean, are going off or not? It takes prep to do and everything. Well, it might take a little prep, but isn't this what you do? Yeah. Well, then give us a show every week. <laughs> Why can I take some weeks off or no. no? No, no, not allowed. It's one day a week, four hours. I got to get someone in the co host seat. How hard is that? He's got to pay me, dude. Got to pay him. He's he got to be paid the same no matter how many does, shows you have. Right. So, I mean, yeah, so he paid me. So, yeah. Give a show every week. You don't got to pay me. You yeah, don't got to pay Kiefer. You live in South Carolina. I pay Kiefer. But Kiefer, uh, more the drive up is more hey, what I'm and, you know, about. I can kind of see why he didn't. I mean, I think it's more fun. You know what I mean? Talk motocross. Look, get to travel up. I mean. Move yeah. it to Southern California. You could do it every week. Oh, it'd be good. <laughs> Just to have Nick Way in studio every week. I think it's a bad idea. No, he wouldn't. I think yeah, it'd be no. a bad idea if he did the same co-host. I, I think that's a terrible. You know what? I agree. The one thing, I, I yeah. Love, the, I love there, Watson, but There is a lot of co-hosts that come to the show. And they're all good. Everybody all, brings bring something, something different to the table, to the table. Yeah. yeah, for sure. It's awesome. When do I get some credit for selecting those people? Hey, I never oh, do. You have the I credit. You do. Have, it's your hey, Gibbs, show. call in you don't and leave a credit. message about how yeah. awesome yeah, Steve it's, is. it's good. <laughs> Fuck no. Hey, you do a good job putting all these different have kind of people together. I agree. Right. We got, Tell we got, how awesome he is. I can stroke him a little bit. That's Pookie's job. Pookie pie. Hey. I ate some Pookie pie earlier. Is that the master bedroom? Where? That one? Wherever she's walking? Yeah, that's, that's where, where the magic yeah. happens. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it's not the East Wing. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm just I'm curious. <laughs> I'm just, I'm that's, the bu- that's the butler quarters. Trying to understand the lay of the land here. <laughs> uh, she's in her jammies giving you that look. She wants me to wrap it up because she knows you, have to guys, you guys are driving back. So. Oh, well, that's awful nice Yeah, she gets pissed at me. All right, then before we wrap it up, you know, we need to find out what about Southwick coming back at the National. Uh, did you, see, did you see Davey was there? Yeah, but he was at another track doing the same thing. Oh, he was? Yeah. He said uh, going to some cool tracks. He had a picture of Southwick uh-huh. and somebody riding, and then he was at a track in Utah. Some really sick track. Look on his Instagram. Oh, okay. I mean, this thing in Utah was all in the mountains, sick yeah, track, no, all I, laid I out. It, when we were there, I heard about it, yeah. So, I mean, what's the, I, I hope mean, they bring back Southwick, but what about my jar we, of sand? D- dump it back on the track. Yeah, dump it back on the track. Yeah, dump Recon- it back on the track. You have to, right? Yeah, you'd have to. I, I think we need a sand track for sure. Back. Oh, absolutely. I well, know. I mean, we got we got eleven or twelve deep loamy tracks that are like sand. <laughs> so well, apparently, you can build a sand track anywhere. Yeah, that's what they say. Let's well, fin- I mean, let's, just let's finish nine hundred lowest mills. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Peter Griffin. I was calling to uh, say the first. I'm a huge fan of the show, and uh, you know, I wanted to call and see if I could talk to one of you guests. Uh, what I want to do is I want to go out to the hills, Peter find Griffin. something like you know a nice thirty or forty foot tall Buddha. And then I just want to click third and whip the dog shit out of it. So uh, if you could make that happen, I'd really appreciate it. Bye. Sounded like Pat. Build it. Sounded like Kate. It's Peter Griffin. <laughs> there was a, there was hints of solid Peter Griffin, but it was sketchy at sometimes. What did, what was the question? He wants to find a thirty foot booter. Yeah, yeah thirty foot booter. So oh, the I thought you said Buddha. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Buddha. that's what they say. They're from, <laughs> from Massachusetts. Yeah, from Massachusetts. <laughs> Get in the car. Looking uh, for a Buddha. Build it. So do you do you want people to hear the Southwick story about uh, your riding? So remember how you're like, oh, you should have told that story. Yeah, why didn't you tell that story? I don't know. We, we there was an hour and 40-minute podcast. So, I mean, you, we were all looking at it like, hey, it's the longest one ever. And then after, you're like, oh, you should have told that. We so, okay. back then. All right. I forgot about this until you brought it up. 
All right, so uh, okay, for all so you, for all the people who listen that think you know these four Manitoba titles or whatever they are, don't really mean much. But so when I met when I met Steve, only two. He was working for Timmy, and you know just because I had known Timmy my whole life, obviously I'd be around the the truck and whatnot. So one day we show up at Southwick and they're having a uh, week before the national. It's a week before the national. It's called the Invitational, and like. Guys would come and get warmed up. You know, like Villeman would always go, Dowd. You know, all these guys would come. Semites would go. They'd do some weekend before. Well, they'd have an amateur day. So I, I show up, and I'm going to race amateur day. And I look over, and here's this guy on a YZ250, and it's Steve. So I'm like, eh, all right. They let us out for practice, and I saw him for about two turns. That's the God's honest truth. Uh, and hey, you, know I can, you know I can ride. I, you, you've seen me ride. Now, I saw him for literally two turns, and I was like, "Holy jeez!" Like, now, did I win or what? Did, no, I just saw you in practice, and oh, you were gone. Oh. And if I'm not mistaken, you were wearing a sweatshirt with like motorcross no, pants. No wonder and a why sweatshirt. you want to tell this story. Well, I don't remember it, but was it cold or something? <laughs> I don't know. No, it was in the middle of summer. <laughs> did I not fit into the jersey? You, I don't think you were that pants big. On, right. Yeah, yeah, motocross pants on, but you had like a sweatshirt on. I don't know. Was this like in the Nolene days? Nolene days, yeah. yeah. He was riding the Nolene. Uh, it was during the I Nolene days. I remember the race when you brought it up. No, I don't think I won. I think I got second or third. I don't know. This Did was you just, beat me or no? Hey, no. Oh. Uh, they let us out for practice. That day, I, I mean, I got smoked by B-riders because I hate the sand. I'm good in the sand. Uh, You've heard me say on the show about going to Manjimup that I'm good in the sand. Yeah, and I'm letting people know, listen, I've only seen you ride once in my life, and it was a sand track. Yeah. And listen, it's hard for somebody to admit that someone rode away from you, but I remember you Thank starting you. in practice directly in front of me. We went up. We rounded the first turn when it went the other way. We went over the hump, and then I just saw you like, you're, 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 you're like, like yeah. this sand guy. Like I'm trying to break point to point, you know, off wrote, the thing you don't do in sand. sand. Right. And uh, yeah, How so I mean, be, I have to I have to say that people. I mean, still got it. Steve? I want to say I, I don't know if he still got it. I want to I mean. say I want to say I rode two fifty B, and I got top three. Nah, or top four. I rode B because a guy named Bobby oh. Boucher beat me, oh, okay. and like they called Bobby him the Water Boy. Boucher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got but, beat by but, the Water Boy. But, but if you rode two fifty B and I rode two fifty B, and I got th- third or fourth. You, hey, you'll never believe who beat me. Also, who? Bill Dill. Bill Dill? Yeah. Bill Dill beat Did he have me. That f- yes. The, the pickle game? Yeah. The Bill Dill beat me. Why don't you team up with Bill Dill and get a team going? He had a team this year. Yeah, Bill Dill's he's plugging away. Same rig. Year. Same rig. And that yeah. thing is nice. That thing's nice. American, have a nice rig too, it's so. got American Eagle on the side. Yeah, yeah. Can't go wrong with that. How are you from Florida and not being any good in the sand? I don't know. I was, well, thank you. I, I was the opposite of Timmy. Like he, he killed it in the sand, and I was horrible. Thank you for bringing up that story. It makes me feel good. I don't. Nah, I don't remember it until you brought it up. For yeah. sure, that was. I think yeah. I, I remember having a sweatshirt. It was two thousand. I think. Yeah, yeah, around two thousand. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, it was like right around. 2000. You know what? It was. I was riding for. I wasn't working for Timmy. I was working for KTM, but I borrowed a YZ DVD. You borrowed or borrowed? Borrowed. Yeah, I want to say it was ninety nine. What we doing? No, ninety nine. No, I was two thousand K- KTM. Because we all raced there. Alan sent us there. He was our team manager. No, no, it wasn't when we ra- it wasn't when we worked together. <laughs> we didn't work together until later on, didn't no, we? No, two thousand. Were, oh. we, were we at High Point the, year, the weekend before? I don't know. It was ninety nine. Positive. When we won High Point, yeah, we, Kelly we, Smith. Yeah, we won High Point, and then I know you you talk about this. We went to Southwick the next weekend, and we had all we had five riders, and nobody scored a point. Nobody scored a point. Yeah. But I said, said we just I called said, in. Yes, we just I called said in. nobody qualified. <laughs> yeah. We just. 
I was wrong. My memory wasn't working. I was telling Steve this story. Do you remember that day? Kelly Smith didn't qualify, though. You wanted to qualify? No, broke a front wheel. Okay, I don't remember him not He broke a wheel in the heat, got a spoke in it, and then got a shitty shitty start in the LCQ, and that was it. So we went from winning a national to not qualifying the week after. And do you remember you had this filter cage that went over the filter? And you wanted Steve to put it in his bike, and he was like, "No." And you're like, "Steve, put it in your bike." <laughs> I don't remember. And this. he's like, "No, we don't need that." And you're like, "I'm telling you, just to put it in your bike." And y'all were like having an argument amongst yourselves yeah, that I'm y'all. I remember it Thursday. I was a championship winning mechanic. I know how to, I, build, I I know how to work on bikes. Uh-huh. All right, let's go. I think there's another pro Eddie Ray voicemail in here. Oh jeez. I don't know. We we're not even like halfway there. Hey, Pulp Show, Polly from Colorado. Colin say you guys do a great job. Love the show. Love Mathis. Love all your co-hosts. Devin, all right. Um, so I had to say one thing, though. Mathis, with the whole... I mean, you sound like my girlfriend with this whole, oh, look at me, I don't get enough attention. What about me? Excuse <laughs> the co-host. Look at me, look at me, look at what I do. I deserve this. Look at me enough. Give me a hug. A little come, bit. Come cuddle with me. Come, come spend time with me. It's like, dude, you're the host of the show, or you're the, you're the owner of it, you run this shit. Yeah, fuck the producer. I don't need to tell you how good of a job you're doing, because they listen to it, obviously, they like the show. Anyway, love you, Marcus. Bye. Huh? Bye. He called you a bitch and said he loved you. Yeah. It's nice. This guy gets ah, worse coming it. in. Dang it, Steve. I don't know if uh, this is just worse than ever or what, but I'm listening to you and the Jim Holly podcast and if you don't shut the fuck up i'll never listen to any of your shows again jesus christ let the guy talk and you just shut up thanks bye listen i had one of my childhood heroes sitting five feet away from me i'm sorry for being excited i thought that was a good cut sorry god i like jim holly apologize fuck he's interesting for sure huh right yeah the stories that he has off are great yeah good god I like at one of the shows. I shouldn't say this, but one of the, when he was in the co-host, he talked about like this girl they met at a 1985. I don't even know the fucking story, but met this girl, whatever. And then after the show, whoever was there was like, "Wasn't she a hooker?" And Jim was like, "Yeah, yeah." I just didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Jim said, oh, "I just met this girl." And then someone was like, "Wait a minute, you told me that same story, but it was a hooker." Yeah, that's <laughs> different. Nothing funnier to my last voicemail. I I wish I would have had somebody with me saying, mm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. That way you wouldn't be able to hear what I said in my fucking voicemail. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Steve. Jeez. You know I love a guy, and you get these guys <laughs> all the time that. That uh, would not say this shit if they were standing right in your face. How does that's that? How do they the do world, that? The, world we the live same in. people that talk would. about you on the internet when they finally get to meet you, they try to be your friend to your face. Yeah, you know? I just don't get it. Why would you say that if you're not willing to come up there and a foot yeah. away from you talk to you like that? Tom only says that because he wants to choke that person out. That's why he says that. <laughs> the thing that I look at, it's like, dude, it's free. So if you don't like me, well, yeah, I mean that's a good point, right. but it's it's, right. it's okay to have an opinion. 
But there is this thing called respect. You yeah. listen to the show, have a little, just well, a little. If I was really upset about it, I would have never played I know, it on I know the it doesn't you know upset I mean? like, you. Yeah, you shouldn't I get upset. Like, I'm not upset about it. But I got this huge radio show. Nothing worse than a it's fucking massive. internet tough guy. I hate that shit. <laughs> There's a lot of them out there. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> the jacuzzi's nice. I can't believe you put that in here. The jacuzzi's awesome. Yeah, the jacuzzi and, and then the, the butler pole. quarters yeah. and shit. Yeah. There's a stripper pole in the jacuzzi. Going all the way to the yeah, I'm not going to get on satellite radio by talking about this janky little radio show, am I? I, I got to think big to get big. Do you yeah. see this hardware table, Fake Matt? Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Steve, it's Whitey. Haven't called in for a while because, quite frankly, I haven't had anything to complain about. show's been pretty much on point. I think you've got a pretty well-oiled machine. I noticed Gibbs has uh, not been trying to take such a, an active voice in things. I don't know if that's something he's doing on purpose, but I will say I like him a lot more the less he gets involved. I mean, yeah, fuck this guy. he's a young kid, and uh, I'm not young. you know, you got all the experts on there yeah. I want to hear from. Uh, I will say, again, that the assholes that complain on Internet or Twitter or whatever like need you to be ignored. Most of us, like me, enjoy the sport. We don't really have many complaints. We don't want to hear you guys bitching about those other nameless, faceless people. I would suggest a rule for the Pulp Show. If you're going to talk about someone who has a complaint, put a name on it so that we can judge for ourselves whether it's legitimate or not. If Roger DeCosta or uh, you know someone like that is complaining about something, I'd like to hear that. But all these other assholes that I don't know who they are, I could care less. They're probably only complaining most of them to piss you off so you're giving them a forum kind of like you you remember when you took the job you knew that people were going to complain about stuff it's like being a coach or something so you're really just getting what you asked for all right buddy you keep up the good work yeah it'll be cool if that was whitey bulger from prison because it's a massachusetts guy you know it's about the boston accent you know black mask wouldn't it be cool if it was whitey bulger from prison it's peter griffin he at least, uh, <laughs> he at least had some respect. I thought maybe he was the real. Uh, nothing wrong with that guy. Jake Weimer, Thomas Covington, Vince Freeze, uh, all on the line tonight. Oh, Filthy Phil, too, taking our call yeah. only after Thomas texted him to tell him to take hey, our call. He's a pretty good show tonight, not too great. That's uh, um, Chris Ackerman yeah. with his standard uh, standard uh, thing. Um, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Nitro Circus. Check sponsor deals on PulpMechShow.com. We got we got codes for a lot of our uh, sponsor deals and products. That if you want to uh, outfit your bike or Jeep truck, Jeep apparently, uh, we'll uh, we can help you out with sponsor deals. Um, great show tonight. I had fun. It was good. Uh, gonna keep these things going every week now though, because getting a lot of heat from people. Did you have fun? Yeah, good time. Hey, anybody out there that's 300000 Alan needs it. Yep. He wants to get this thing going. Yep, absolutely. I, I need a cut Keep of that. Keep pushing it. I need a cut, cut of that okay. for helping this show hey, out. Right? Can, can we buy a sponsorship plug to ask for the 300000 over and over till we get it? Yeah, we yeah just sure. We can, yeah, we can do that. You pay me in, and I'll ask for it over and over. Uh, but no, Eddie Ray, always a good time. Thanks for coming. I appreciate no, it. I know me. you made a special trip up here, so that's uh, it's nice to have. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And Alan, thank you, man. Uh, hope you had fun. Yeah, it was Didn't a good time. Much, but it's always good to come hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. Stay busy. Hope you're doing well with that. We'll see you at Supercross Anaheim with the team. 
Yeah, if I'm not off-road racing, because I know how much you love that. GNCC factory rider, Alan Brown. Yeah. Actually, I don't know why you want to own a team, like Thomas was saying. Like, you're racing, you're factory rider, GNCC. You got to go to 10 Canadian races. You're doing motor work for that. You're leasing out your trucks. You got, you're busy. Why do you need the headache of dealing with uh, riders? Well, the same reason you got this radio show. You like it. Passion. I told yeah. him he's uh, really focused more yeah. on me so he can get the Redlands Championship next year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Work like Jake did with Paul. Right. He needs yeah. to commit exclusively to me. Why don't you be me. his Jake? Be his Jake. Well, yeah. you know, I was. I, I think he needs to race more leading up to it. So I said, hey, you should come do the World Vet. And he's already yeah. out on that. He doesn't yeah. want to do the World Vet. I would do it. I, I need Tom. Tom's got to come race with me more. He's my racing partner, but he always backs out on the last second. Ah. Day job. Yeah, imagine that, huh? Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to run a successful business. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thomas, thank you for coming, oh, man. Bringing glad, these two jerkies up here. Uh, thanks for all you do for the show. Uh, this and the Moto Fly Racing Moto 60 show Thursdays and the Pulp Show, of course. You big good. fan of the sport and the JGR guys, of course, too. Uh, Barsha on the NFAB JGR bike for Biz Nations. It's cool for you for sure. That's that's awesome. Yeah. No, I think it's. Do you do it's, any sales in Europe? Do you ever do anything over there? Well, you know, we do a lot in We're the Middle East. To. But in the Middle East, the, yeah, oh, they, yeah, they drive little shit boxes in Europe. I guess. Yeah, no, that's Apparently, true, right? Yeah. But uh, so you do do Middle East though? Oh, oh I mean a ton. Yeah. Oh wow, okay, a ton. Yeah, well, there we go. So uh, maybe this will help you out. But that's cool. You're doing it, uh, Team USA. Justin Barsha going to have a Enfab uh, prominent logo on the bike, so that'll be cool. And be awesome. Follow you on Twitter at at Thomas Enfab. What is it? Uh, Nfab underscore Thomas underscore Thomas because yeah. you, you're posting photos of the bikes and you know sort of the builds and things that, that JGR guys are sending you. Yeah, so. I focus on some truck stuff, but mainly yeah. the motor side. Yeah, especially fun. when they're racing. Yeah, really, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you, thank you, Gibbs. Uh, oh, it was a pleasure uh, coming in. Next week is uh, Bowers and his uh, chick. Sweet. So please try that to stay sad. normal with the chick. I don't understand what you're talking. Okay. about. Don't be talking right. to his girlfriend. Or yeah, don't talk <laughs> yeah. to her. Fiance. Yeah, don't talk Even to if her. I he's talk gonna, you know what he's like, going to say? Hey, don't ask for his phone number I either. I he's going to be like, you're the hottest chick that's ever been in here. Like every, three or four chicks every time. It's, you're the hottest chick that's ever been in here. He hasn't, I mean, he hasn't been here that long, has he? Well, Brittany Chisholm, Nicole Way, Paige Craig. Man, you are in the media. You put words in people's mouths and all that. Okay, hey, hey, out of those four, pick one. Yeah, out of those which four, which you could get with any of them. The four one? he just picked. Paige, Brittany, Bowers' girlfriend, no. and Nicole Way. Pick one. No, Nicole Weimer. Oh, Weimer. My bad. Oh, I mean, shit. The winner is obviously Bowers Chick. Sponsor Chick. Throw money. that thing away on your wallet. Throw your wallet away. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Ask, ask who had it made for me. I didn't. The guy did. I didn't. Yeah, the, the guy, guy. hold Throw on. So you're telling me the guy put Britney Chisholm on my yes, wallet? Absolutely. With no. Nope. You didn't tell them to put on anything? No. No, the guy was like, check this out. Check out Creepy Gibbses. Look what I did. I'm like, oh, yeah, that'll work. I'll give you the guy's email. You can email him. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I didn't say put Brittany on the wallet. I'm just kind of blown away that Brittany no, Chisholm's on the my guy, wallet. The listener, the listener can yeah. hear your creepiness through the airwaves. I'm not motherfucking creepy. Through the headphones. <laughs> you think I'm creepy, which is kind of creepy. The wallet guy put the creep. He, cre- he <laughs> sensed the creep. I'm the glad we waited till the end of the show to go through this nonsense. <laughs> Holy uh, thanks to SwizzCore. Thanks, for thanks the free to wallet. Moser. <laughs> thanks to uh, the free wallet. Thanks to Brittany Chisholm for being on the free wallet. I got to like have a story every time I go out with a chick. Like, who is this wall- person on your wallet? Like, Nobody you know. listens. Thanks yeah. to Pookie, too. For Nobody the- listens to uh, this show. Pookie matter. for well, the Pookie problem. Pie. Yeah, Pookie Pie. Pookie Pookie pie. pie. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we will see you guys all next week. See ya. See ya. Pookie Pie. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, 
I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.